Just for the Get Fresh crew You review the books Get shaved and dirty looks Now that wrong turn just say poo-poo Poo-poo Sock it to me, baby. We've got another superhero-filled episode of Nonsense that we're about to drop on all of you beautiful people at home. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Warner. And this is episode number 249 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Yep, we're almost at 250. Eric, is that uh-huh. a milestone? milestone? Is that an anniversary or is that an exit door? Stop it. <laughs> I like doing that. I don't need you doing this bullshit. Nobody listens to me anymore at this beginning stuff. Welcome to the official unofficial podcast of WeirdScienceDCComics.com and Eric Shea's All Over the World. Here he is, America's sweetheart. He's more of the universe's sweetheart, if you ask me. I think that you deserve that moniker, Eric. And I want to just welcome everybody who may be joining in here for their first time. Uh, we are going to have some cursing uh, later. I think that that is, uh, you know, we're an explicit podcast, um, but we're going to have anger. Curse, uh, but that doesn't mean blue? that we don't it's love a lazy DC man's comics. Comedy, Jim. Really, it is, and that's why I do it. I'm a lazy man, so you end up where we are going to get a little mad at some books, and I say, wait, it's more me. Um, but it's from a place of love. It's like when I say no. to Eric, I'm going to slice you your kids. damn throat. It's a place of love, Eric. Yes, indeed. Uh, or they laugh at me when I hurt myself. It's a place of love. This is what the weird science all is, a place of love. But one place you can go to show the love, Eric, is over at our Patreon. And hopefully uh-huh. you've already heard a commercial about that. But I will mention that. You can go over to patreon.com slash weird science. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm hinging a lot of this podcast on this commercial that I'm going to make. Uh, but, yeah, you can go there. And on the DC side of things. One of the big things is the weekly spotlight And this week Very The badasses weekly. of the Get Fresh crew Beep boop they Beep, picked you're the villain Joker number one and Batman's grave number one But there was also a Bonus spotlight that came out Today that. as we record on Saturday For Batman versus Rachel Ghoul number two that me And Reginald did me and Reggie did That uh, and it's it's a long one It's almost an hour long about the utter nonsense that Just is nonsense. Neil Adams. That book is An hour such long for that nonsense. fucking book. Yeah, really. I can't stop talking about that guy. It, Neil Adams in his writing, it mesmerizes me in a way like no other writer can. And it's all Tony, nonsense. That guy comes off like he writes stuff he's never heard a person talk oh before my in his life. God. He has at one point Damian Wayne yell, man, I understand that in spades. I'm like, man, he's nailing that character. And then also, I mean, some of the things <laughs> I said, Damien. he writes he writes him as a, a 1940s newsie is what he writes him as. And it's That's why people nonsense. are pissed off that Damian wasn't writing Superman this week because he wasn't acting yeah. like Neil Adams. Yeah, Damien. because they think that he's that. I think one point he says, sakes alive. You know, like all the kids say, sakes alive. And it's just nonsense. It's nonsense. I think at one point he even says, I'm not believing your donkey spit. He says uh, it's nonsense. So if you wanted to hear that, which it is fun. Uh, Reggie just laughs the whole time. I mean, we were having a fun time. Uh, And also find out the behind the scenes of what happens at my house when Tanya hears actual laughter coming from my mouth. And I'll tell you. It ain't pretty. She don't like that. It ain't pretty. Yeah. She doesn't like it at all. 
I told her, baby, you ain't no Neil Adams. Get the hell out of here. That's what I said under my breath. I would never let her hear that or else I'd be in big trouble. But with saying that, the badasses, back to the badasses there, they were the ones who picked the regular Thursday night patreon only dc comics uh, you know spotlight and we're gonna salute them now eric in the thing that we like to call the badass roll call here we go oh, eric i don't it. even have it ready it ended up going down oh my is this Crazy, gonna cause man. me problems is it yes. eric is there problems here i don't know <laughs> we're gonna start off with speedy's productions by ron saunders our man rob lewis we have Bertel akachuk did you hear all that faded out that was pretty cool dalton edom christian falds Ken Alec, lady abby john jack nick adams mark jager t-funk josh vermilion oaldron stolja we have batman beyond mark we also have Eric G, David Fink, Manship, Brandy Murray, Bobby Bain, love Bobby, Reggie Hancock, Ben Townsend, Admiral Whiskers, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Bear Costco, Joseph Watchsick, Comic Boom, that is Rocky, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Carlos, uh, we Uh-oh. have Ian, Brian King, Jolly Drew, my man Pete from NYC, Paulie uh, P, who had some surgery, but he didn't have to go Uh-oh. full surgery, Fab Five, Freddy, Cellar Drawler, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Akeem, Double Aaron, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, Lone Wolf, Marvin, Ruben! Ruben! What was that? <laughs> Ruben! Lone Wolf, Missy Marv, T, and Ruben? Lone Wolf, Marv, and Ruben. There you go. I had even more time than I thought. All these oh no's. Who are you? The question? What are we riding in an armored vehicle? Oh Oh, no! no. I was like, I, I, Eric must be timing this. I must not have a lot of time. I better hurry up. Yeah, you're timing it all right. You just, but, you, yeah. you stop like, you know, Polly P, he had some problems. He had like, yeah, surgery. I wanted to, to throw doing? that out. What are you well, doing? people needed to know this. I said last week, Polly P was going to have a procedure done, and he didn't really have to have the whole procedure done. I wanted everybody to know that he's fine. He's okay. He's right now, he's on Twitter <laughs> throwing shade at the Hawkmans is what he's doing. This guy is fine. He's ready to go. He's he's swinging. He, he's up there. He's in fighting shape, baby. Next thing you know, three weeks from now, he's guy's going to be running one of the marathons he used to run uh the only thing uh that he's running now is his mouth about the hawkmans eric that's what he's running right there you go <sighs> that 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 gets me that, that roll call it really tires me <laughs> that's the most exercise i get all week is this roll call and i have so many problems with oh my goodness but here we are i'm, I'm i right. don't know what anybody who it's behind this us is your first episode it is like my marriage. The, this whole idea of this intro, yeah, I, I think that happiness. it just confuses people. Around. That's true. And I just like, what are these guys yelling about? <laughs> it, it cracks me up. But with that, uh, now that I'm all happy, now that I'm all happy, uh, and also we we always do like to thank everybody on the Patreon as well. And again, if you want to join up uh, over at the patreon.com slash weird science, go over there. You won't be charged right away. You'd be do charged it. in November if you stick around. If you quit before then, you'll never be charged. Use it as a free trial. Eric hates when I say that every time. And some people have taken advantage so of much. that and threw shade at me because of that. But hey, that's yeah. how we roll. Yeah. That's yeah. how we roll. I am confident that uh, some people don't you cry like to me at the end of the month. What we end up, I don't cry. I just get very sad. I do. It really gets get me sad a lot of times. I'm the only one there for you to cry on my shoulder. 
Man, you're too tall. So I cry on your hip, Eric, and then maybe move a little to the left at that point, and then it's a party, Eric. It's party time. That usually happens, right? So there. I'm just wondering which want, hip. I'm telling you both. And so with that, yeah, if if you end up going to break my heart, but you know that's your prerogative. Like Bobby Brown once told us, all oh, everybody has a prerogative. So we're going to go off now to talk about some books now we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love the meat and the cheese that we Welcome, everybody, one and all, to the show of shows here. Where's Melton Burl, Eric? Is he here? Is he around, that guy? He is. That's a joke, Eric. (laughs) We're here to talk some books tonight. And I'd like to remind everybody, as I do at the beginning of the books, uh, if you want to go and read our reviews, go over to weirdsciencedccomics.com, where you can get all sorts of points of view, as they like to call that. POV, P-O-V. Eric. POV. Sometimes I like the POV, if you know what I mean, Eric. But uh, we're going to get a bunch of books tonight, a little more than last week. Uh, Last week, we didn't have a ton. We have a little more uh, this week. I'm not going to say that that's going to lead to us loving more. I don't know. Some of these things are just getting me down. And a lot of things going on now people are reading these books and i see that they'll message me man i hate these books oh man this is bad this is the worst i've never read anything worse than this and then all of a sudden this 5g is announced if you know what that is out there kind of a new initiative slash soft reboot hard reboot i don't know uh but it is something coming down the line with dc changing up stuff and the same people like i can't stand reading batman are like what Take away my Batman, go to hell. And they're losing their minds over all of it when indeed I think that we need to change. Things are getting uh, stale and we'll see how that goes. But, you know, we're going to jump into these books tonight. So every time you hear me and Eric scream and yell about something is nonsense, just remember that maybe change will be good as it comes down the line i'm more about creative teams that's all i am well on the patreon news show i ended up saying that i am not going to really comment yay or nay until we see some solid you know books being announced and creative teams and then i kind of get on board but we're going to start with the big book 
of the week, the big book, Eric, it it is an event. It's an event mainly because it says it is in the title. It's also a mystery thriller. What I like about the cover this week or this month is the idea that the mask of Leviathan, there's a spoiler of what we're talking about, covers up the idea that it is a mystery thriller. It's actually a six-ish mist thruh. And I'll go, it's more of a mist thruh than it is a mystery thriller. It is a mystery. It's a mystery of why this book exists. The thriller part of it, I've heard thriller. If anything, this is the doggone girl is mine on thriller, right? The, the worst of the tracks, Eric, if this Good is tracks, thriller. Uh, I would rather this be off the wall, possibly, maybe Dangerous. bad. It's, it's, it is bad, but it ain't bad. You know what I'm saying now? The kids used to say it down at the rec center. You know what I'm saying, Eric? Oh, man, the jokes are coming fast and furious. I'm just trying to ease myself in by pumping myself up. I'm in a very bad mood, and this book isn't going to change things uh, for the better. Unless, Eric, I'm going to leave it to you to make me laugh. You're going to make me laugh throughout all of this review, right? I'm laying it down at your feet. To make me laugh, give me the stats of this book. Event Leviathan, number five, written by Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Alex Maleev and Josh Reed. We've got a whole new detective team, but they're just blindly pointing fingers at people who aren't Leviathan. So a lot like the first detective team, in this issue we see Superman being confronted by Leviathan while we wonder why Plastic Man was even in this series at all. Until finally Leviathan reveals himself to our Man of Steel, right at the first, right as the first detective squad get an idea about his identity out of nowhere. All in all, this issue and this series is bullshit yes it is bullshit eric and the thing about it is just think of it on a surface level deal uh you end up having the detective squad the world's greatest detectives you have this team some of them don't make sense uh but there they are we're told that this you know they're real great detectives you went plastic Plastic you went four issues for them to basically say we don't know and so basically now you don't need to read those. There was nothing that we that found out. Hood's Leviathan. Oh, now, no, he's by, not. Yeah. Hey, that's by Sam Wayne's Leviathan. Oh, no, he's not. And I, will, right. I will tell everybody right now, by the end of this issue, um, we are going to get huge hints on who Leviathan is. There was a leak. Uh, there was a leaked uh, info of what somebody had reported was going to be Leviathan. And I sat there, I read this leak, and, you know, we're not going to spoil it completely. We may by the end of this, so be warned. But as that, you know, I'm reading this thing, I'm on, I'm like, really? Like, that is going to be Leviathan? If that's it, then bull crap. That can't be. This cannot be. And by the end of this, it points out who it is, and it matches right with that leak. And it's just nothing. It is nothing. I've said since the beginning of this whole event, and I do say that in air quotes, this event, you're ending up bringing down these organizations that I believe somebody whispered into Brian Michael Bendis's ear that people cared about. Nobody yeah. cares about uh, Spiral. Oh, Nobody no. cares that about DL? Argus. Nobody cares about the DEO. They don't care about them because all they've ever been is kind of side things in books, something to maybe have a little bit of a nefarious thing going on that Superman would have to stop, DEO with Supergirl, stuff like that. But they've never been integral till, you know, since maybe the Checkmate book 
that was years and years and years ago, pre-New 52, stuff like that. Yeah, you'll have characters deal with these organizations, but they never are you know, something that people are on the edge of their seat about. Plus, as you go through all of these tie-ins to this, Supergirl, things like that, the organizations are just thrown out there willy-nilly that we never heard of before that were, you know, we have Checkmate thrown in at Supergirl at the end of this podcast. That, you know, so things are just thrown out there, but nobody cares. Nobody really cares about these. And we're still going with this happening in one night, it seems. And that is I so say much two nonsense. Nights. Well, they say at one point, Damien says, and it might be that night he's like, yeah. man, all this in a night or Green Arrow or, or Damien says something like that. But yeah, two nights. So what the big thing about this is, is and I've, I've been saying all along to you, I would have liked to have seen the repercussions of what does happen when a spiral goes down. What happens when a DEO that's involved in aliens and things coming down? What are the repercussions of that? We're never going to get that because the story takes place in too quick a span. Now, as this is going on, you end up with this beginning where you do have this new detective squad. Again, just nonsense. Also, I want to point out that Brian Michael Bendis has said this is not Deathstroke, you know, that we no, it is a different Deathstroke. He had, when is he going to reveal this? Well, he said it is not Slade. So we have to see who or what. I'm guessing that he's just going to have it be Rose or Jericho. But even so, he's like, oh, no, no, it's not Slade. You're going to have to wait to see. I Deathstroke here at There's all. no reason. He fucked up. And then somebody know said, you know, that's Slade's detective squad. Like, that's why could, all these things. Why couldn't our know. detective squad go and accuse Sam Lane after fucking accusing Red Hood They're if that's the case? The magics. This idea the that Lois Lane then just goes sense. to the second one. Like, we have Zatanna. We have Constance. We have Elongated Man. Harvey Bullock, fucking uh, Renee Montoya question, and uh, Deathstroke. And I'm like, yeah. why? And even at the one point where we have, you know, Zatanna open up, you know, a portal there to show Sam Lane, like, we think it's your daddy. It's not my daddy. Here's a portal. We're going to go over there. It looks later on like it, it closes, and then Lois Lane herself then opens it back up when she's ready yeah. to go through. I don't have There's no idea. Like, There's I don't so know many problems. Got Lois Lane and Zatanna confused in this whole thing, but the idea that we have Lois Lane put this uh, second group together because she couldn't quite, you know, trust the other one or just wanted the second yeah. take on things. When Zatanna walks up, hi, Miss Lane, Zatanna, you know, master of the mystic arts. We've met a bunch of times, but I'm just like, yeah, she hired you. Why are you talking like this, Zatanna? No, no, no. It's it's worse than that because we'll get into this in a minute because the idea that they're showing these, you know, all the suspects you're going through. And this is the thing. If Lois Lane sits there and thinks, man, there might be some magical stuff to this, you're now – Pretty much again, and I don't know what these writers at DC are doing. Somebody has to send a memo that Batman prepares for everything and Batman's the world's greatest detective. These are two things that we often throw with the Batman. This would be something Batman would have figured out way long ago that we have to get this involved. He has a lot of people he can get involved with, including Zatanna. Uh, so they don't. You go down, and now Brian Michael Bennis wants to play along with people on the internet of Maxwell Lord. He's a real pain. He's everybody's pain in the ass. Now, he is thinking in his mind, oh, everybody's guessing Maxwell Lord. Oh, man, I'm going to really show them and even makes fun of it in this. But the problem is people are guessing Maxwell Lord because nothing else makes sense when you go down. Even the fact that Maxwell Lord doesn't because the last time we saw him, he appeared to be brain dead oh, in yeah. the No Justice him and the miniseries Test Force deal. XI, yep. you know, Test Force 11 went and, you know, pro-Brainiac's mind and they became brain dead because of it. 
Yeah. So when you end up having something with all these organizations, you set up that somebody is upset and bringing them down. You you are going to have people guess Maxwell Lord, but the problem is much they keep Mark guessing Maxwell Lord because by the end of this, there's no other suspects that make sense. So don't sit there and think that you are clever and you are duping people. You're not. It's the wrap around the other way. You're not giving enough clues to who it really is. So people are just grabbing pretty much the usual suspects and that's what he is don't think you're being clever and and tricking people because nothing in this has led anybody to believe it's really maxwell lord because this is nonsense and so there's nothing that really there's not a clue that leads to maxwell lord maxwell lord is just the usual suspect but this is where i said to wait a second because you have lois lane show up Hey, guys, what's going on, my other detective squad? Oh, man, hey, Miss Lane, what's uh, going on? Yeah, you know, we're try- I'm trying to find out who this Leviathan is. Did you do any of the work? Yeah, we did, and you're not going to like it. Oh, what are you going to say? It's me? No. You know, I called you, people. Why? How dare you say it's me, Lois Lane, and I think it's your father, Miss Lane. Then we go to a splash page for the credits where you you get this neat-looking splash page that's supposed to make everything look important. It looks very much like the uh, Jonathan Hickman spiral book. Or not spiral, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I forget which one it was. It was one of those uh, at the uh, Marvel that people will, whatever. What's the spy organization over there that got taken down? Shield. They had a shield book. And this looks exactly like that. So it's it's almost like, look, we're going to get fancy. This is going to look like a neat poster. Then you go to the next page. What is going on? They've already talked, and now they're reintroducing themselves Hi, from Lane. that first page. I said, hey, Miss Lane Zatanna, Master of the Mystic. You just had a page where they already, they're already talking. They're already talking to each other about all this. And then even make it worse that by the end of this, they say, we think it's your dad. <laughs> and she looks surprised again. They've Not already my said dad. this. They said this. And just the idea, hey, Miss Lane, I don't know if you know me, Satana, Master of the Mystics Arts, we've met a bunch of times. I want Lois to go, is this magic making your brain funky? Because I called you here. I, I assembled this team. I I, think I know who you are. I called you. And so she's like, yeah, you know, we're not that close. Big fan, though. Huge fan of yours. You know, who knew? Uh, you know, Satana was a huge fan of the, of the newspaper I, game. I, I just want to know uh, at the one point, though, because we have the second detective squad. At least it seems like they have some kind of perfect except for Damien saying, you know what? Red Hood kind of looks like he could be a Leviathan. Let's go after him. Elongated Man says this. We have a trail of proof, Lois. It proves that your father's Leviathan, but – we never do anything with it because, you know, yeah. I, I don't even know what happens because the awful yeah, art. We go to teleport say. over to this whole thing when you have one of those Leviathan teleportation deals where Lois looks like she might be in the Himalayas with her father. Who knows what happened to the second detective squad? I don't know. No, and, and there's all this stuff know. breaking with, uh, like on the news, uh, like in, in front of uh, Sam Wayne's hospital bed. Like you have breaking, there's Superman flying, but we had them in the last issue, Plastic Man and Superman flying to Seattle to go trace back girls, you know, cord as before. There was a looked like a building might have been going off. I don't know if it's another one of those teleportation deals, but now he winds up in Chicago talking yeah. to Leviathan, and I have no idea what is know. happening in this. Park. I don't know. I don't know. And so you're going to get 
this other detective squad that they're going to talk and they're like, oh man, because Lois, we saw, uh, stole Bruce's car to get there. He ended up, so that's the big thing. You stole Batman's car. I love you. Oh man, Batman's car, Batman's car. And then she's like, hey, Smallville, I need you. Who's Smallville? What's Smallville? Where's Smallville? And, and they're talking. She's trying to get somebody who, you know, is listening. He doesn't show up. And then she goes, all right, Batman, you know, uh, y- are you listening? Yes, I am. I'm like, why isn't Batman helping before then? He's just eavesdropping in with Green Arrow there. And they're talking about, you know, all this stuff going on with Sam Lane, but it's just a dupe anyway. It doesn't matter because when they're there, all of a sudden you end up having a Leviathan Centurion show up. Sam Lane ends up shooting it in the eye, all these things. But the thing is, too, is we're going to get that Brian Michael Bendis back and forth dialogue that drives a lot of people, you know, insane, where they're like, who's Smother? Let's go back to Gotham them now he's the and take the dead with us oh no hold on but the other thing that i hate and I, I don't know it's just something that annoys me so much is these little things that he thinks he is so smart and the way he's going to show you that he knows these characters are with these little tidbits that you can end up seeing on either wikipedia you can go is when you end up having them call constantine sting uh, well we all have known and most people know and recently you ended up having an announcement because they were having a constantine omnibus and sting wrote the forward because constantine was modeled after sting and he has to throw that in just to make it so look at me I know everything about all of these characters. And I wanted with them, when are you going to start writing it like you do? Because none of these characters even sound any different from the rest. You have, you know, Sam Lane back rubber band as he yells to, you know, the elongated man, stuff like this. And so all this with the Leviathan Centurion ends up getting shot. It seems to activate one of those, the bombs you know, Leviathan had, had portal bombs. Even, and that's funny. We have and do her bomb diffuse magic. It doesn't work in the end. We have the, like, you know, before they teleport away, it's like, uh, it's all in the snowman's no. ticket. Look for the snowman's ticket. All of it for you. I left no. it only for you. I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Sam Wayne. Yeah, the snowman's ticket. We had ticket. the snowman all ticket right. line thrown in earlier in the book. Yeah, but I'm like, it was thrown in earlier. It's just thrown yet. in. And this is what he does. The you end up with a mystery where you just end up getting something mentioned that then becomes important two pages later, but was never set up well. Now in this, I, I didn't see a lot of people uh, talking about this, but Sam Lane's dead. He is D-O-D dead, Eric, is how I spell because they even spell out earlier, he can't leave his room. He can't be moved. He's going to die. And then when she lays him down and cries, He's dead. And nobody I saw mentioned that. And it's just another thing, I think, that Brian Michael Bendis, now there'll be a way that they can kind of, you know, make it work out if they want to. I don't either, but he's not in the hospital. But he did. He went to heaven. Why was the detective squad teleported somewhere else, it looks like? I don't know. And and so she's pretty much crying, saying goodbye to her father in my mind. And so now we just add that to the list. Add that to the list of shit that he has come and just destroyed over at DC. Now, again, Sam Lane, you know, he's kind of a one-hit wonder, stuff like that. We end up having the same thing. We don't get him a ton. We don't get him a ton. But with all this going on, also through this book, you're also going to get little hints of other things that he's going to do. Because when you do go next, it's Leviathan with Superman, where we did see that he ended up teleporting to Chicago. And now all is going to be revealed. Welcome to Leviathan. Why why is Plastic Man passed out? 
I don't know. All of a sudden, he's passed out. He looks like he's looking like, as he goes. He do then anything? this happens, and he's passed out. Like, it's almost like that idea of when somebody's revealed and Lex Luthor, like we said earlier in the Rebirth deal, when you ended up having Imperious Lex and that sort of deal storyline going on when John and Lois were revealed to be Superman's son and wife, Lex was with them and just happened to be passed out well, when all this was going on. It, why is Plastic and, Man and last issue, out? though, we, like, we saw Plastic Man like go with Superman over to Seattle. I'm like, well, there's no reason for him to go. So obviously, whatever they're going to deal with in Seattle, Plastic Man's going to be a key component because why else would he go? No, no. It turns out there wasn't any reason because he has passed out here. No. didn't do anything at the last issue when he went with Superman. So there's absolutely no reason for him to be in this no. book or this series. I'm like, no. fuck it. Yeah. So while they're there, it's going to continue the thing. Like I said, at the one point when Superman and Leviathan, when Amanda Waller was there and Superman came, he, he even said, hey, did you get my memo? Did you get my note? My note. Clue. Well, here it is going to continue the talk of, oh, man, Superman, we love you. you you're one of our favorites. We were hoping you I were like your cousin. World. You know, uh, uh, yeah, I like your cousin. I like oh, all these Kryptonians. Kind I'm of my thing Jarell. here. Oh, I love them. Yeah, really. Jarell's it Jarell, even says kind of that a crazy Superman, stuff whatever. with you. <laughs> yeah, really. You're the crazy thing you dealt with your father, you know. But he, he's going on with this idea of the truth and the idea of no more secrets. Yeah, this is why the spy organizations have been taken out because of this. And I do think this is leading full out to what we've been told is Superman revealing his identity you as know, well. The truth. Because he's just, as he keeps pushing this, I'm like, oh man, he's setting that up too. I mean, another thing that's going to piss me off and a lot of other people. We already tried that. It didn't work. Uh, but of course he'll make it work because he makes everything work because you have no, this doesn't. thing with Leviathan. We have no idea who he is. And at this point, I'm saying at this very point, we have not gotten a clue. I mean, the only clue you got is he's bringing down spy organizations. He's not really affecting governments. I, I would think and the government would have the something Supermans. to say about this. He likes the Supermans. And at this point, he even throws in trying to get Superman on his side. I'm guessing for the most part that he is telling the truth for the most part. But remember, Amanda Connor said she knew who are um, Amanda Waller, Amanda Connor. I was talking to Amanda Connor. Oh, Amanda Waller said, you're, you're a con man. I know you're a con man. I don't trust anything you say. But he ends up saying, you know, hey, all the spiral stuff, you know, spiral. They're always looking into those superheroes. They made all this tech to bring down your awesome son when he hit puberty. If he hit it the wrong way, man, I'd be pissed if my son, this all was set up to take him down like a bear trap. And then Superman's like, nah, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying anything that you're saying. So up until this point, which we are pretty much almost done the fifth issue of six, you end up then to go back to the original detective squad in Gotham City in an armored vehicle that Batman's driving. Damien is riding shotgun. Why are we driving a freaking battle van in Gotham City to Seattle looking for Batgirl? That's what you do. You got and and this is another one where you had read some things back on the you know DC universe where a lot of times these things do get wonky yeah. of where Gotham is to say a Seattle uh, that's a long trip uh, but they're there and they're talking and then suddenly we're gonna get the first pretty much the only and first clue that we've gotten in this entire series this entire series hinges on this over his shoulder back to manhunter at that freaking staff that she says and just the idea hey uh 
what's up with that Manhunter tech there? Anybody else got that? I'm like, we have never seen her use that in this series nope. or anything leading nope, up to nothing it. Nothing at like, all. Just the idea. She's Nobody's been standing there it. with this goddamn Manhunter staff the whole time. And all of a sudden yeah. you have an idea that this is something to do with Leviathan. I'm like, how can you and, do and this? And that's the best because Damien looks at it. And again, if people want to say, man, I love this Alex Malieve art. I do not. I do not. And this is one of those where he looks at it and I'm like, well, it, do you just think because it glows? <laughs> Because it, it's a glowing stick and a lot of things that do with Leviathan glow <laughs> the same color. So he just turns it- around and goes, hey, what's up with that stick? You you, you have that? Anybody else? Uh, I don't know. And then she he says back to her, how many other people have access to that Manhunter tech? Maybe all the other Manhunters. What? There's other Manhunters. I love what the progression the of this fuck? because it's so ridiculous. Like, Damien, you weren't the first Manhunter? No, I wasn't. The question sitting there, oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's wrong turn. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what, what, what would this mean? Oh, no. When, when, if you're doing this and you're going through all these things, there's not a mention before of what the Manhunters are about. You haven't set staff, this, this entire up. thing. What the fuck are you talking about? Now, oh, no. All of a sudden, in the penultimate issue in the last four pages, Damien, out of nowhere, says, man, that stick looks like Leviathan tech. Anybody else had that? Well, the other Manhunters, other Manhunters, oh, no. Someone who was a Manhunter or is anti-man. What? Yeah, anti-why? And so basically – there's your deal because, you know, and I, I, you already kind of threw the name out, but I don't, I don't want to fully spoil it for everybody, but that's the clue, people. That is all of the lead well, up the of all this of this. Thing. Two detective squads have been, been involved if, with if, this and Damien just goes, huh? If that wasn't that? enough, though, where we just have this whole hunch thing, like, hey, what's up with that stuff? Oh, no. Then all of a sudden the freaking water bat van goes and gets blown and upside down here because Talia's here now with Silencer, which makes absolutely no goddamn sense. Yeah. Hey, Damien, it's Mummy. You okay? Mummy? Who are you? And just the idea that, mummy. that, that Batman that says, Talia Al Ghul. Why are you my, Why are you fucking addressing her as Talia Al Ghul? You know yeah. who she is. She knows you know who yeah. she is. What are you doing? Yeah, I know. How come it's, nobody sounds right in these books? Deal. And, and because he's just – and also that's because he hasn't set up things enough. That's why you have to keep doing this. And as this is going on, you do see basically, uh, you know – Superman trying to talk to Leviathan, and it does appear at this point that he's revealing his identity. He's letting his mask separate a little, and he says a mask is a secret. This entire event has been about truth. Oh, has it? This event has it been? uh, We get rid of the spies because the first order of business in the world is no more secrets. And then you end up seeing Superman, which it makes it seem like he's still using his X-ray vision, though earlier in the scene said that his powers don't work there when he went to kind of go ballistic on them. Uh, and he, you, and, and really it should be you. Like, what? I, I, I don't even know you. And if it is true of who it is, and again, I don't want to reveal everything, but if it is true, it's not even a person in this continuity doing this. Uh, we had this person in one issue of Forever Evil being a pretty much, uh, you know, almost like a FBI, like a, a, a guy who, you know, a is man a manhunter. <laughs> we can do that, a manhunter. But a manhunter in the way of not being a He's superhero. He's Tommy Lee Jones, the fugitive. He's Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. It, it's like that sort of thing. Unlike the um, woman but, hunter, Tommy Lee. Yeah. 
Yeah, really. He's Tommy Lee goes out and he's in search of a couple things: women, drumsticks, and hepatitis. Eric, he's, right now, he's unfortunately, got he's, he's got found hat trick. that. <laughs> he's got the hat trick. <laughs> That's not the Gordy Howe hat trick. That might be the Robert Plant hat trick as well. Eric, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. That's that's why you get involved in rock and roll, people. Obviously, drumsticks. And hepatitis. There I'm he goes. I play yeah, guitar and it's really like turkey and chicken drumsticks. I'm telling you, all I want is to, as they go, is like, oh my God, it's you. And it is the manhunter, Tommy Lee. And That's the, the next woman thing hander. you know, you it's it's revealed that basically all this tech has just been gathered so that he can have a free floating drum set that goes yeah. in circles in the air. That's all he's been working for. That's the truth. He's there with his pants and suspenders on, just playing the shit out of those drums. There. Rock and just roll. playing the shit out of them. Damn right. <laughs> Looks that kill, baby. But yeah, so even at the end, just to, to point out because you did say it, uh, you end up having – uh, silencer there would tell you silencer yes the whole thing with leviathan silencer all that from her series you ended up having brian michael bendis because people started yelling and i i really want to tell people if you don't like these writers say you don't like brian don't give him ideas don't get on his twitter and at him and say you better put silencer in that book or i'm gonna lose my shit because he will do it and he will fuck it up and it's just giving him that clue well, he's she's there, which is fine, but not with Talia. She's done with Talia. She do anything. She just wants to have done. her family, and that's it. Well, that's the thing, though. He just goes with her still being part of the old Leviathan. That pretty much is thrown in here because it's not a Where's Brian Blake Michael thing. You know those gun runners. You know Leviathan, that gun running thing is a little more than that. It, it really was a little more than that. But yeah, so you have all this. And it's just nonsense. We end up at the end of the penultimate issue with just a hunch that shouldn't even, hey, where'd you get that tech? And that's all it is. She's been around them the whole time. Oh, man, that's why you were framed. Why? Because a guy who hasn't been seen in 15 years in the DCU wants to frame her because he's afraid that somebody might recognize this shit? There, there's no way he uh, what did he do just go through the the list the catalog of characters and like the name because that's all i get all i get is he probably you know went to the database uh you know characters that are against the man uh, just go down man also from that what we saw cool. in the superman leviathan rising special issue <sighs> talia go should have been arrested after Superman. like you yeah. know she was thrown from the leviathan carrier well, superman rescued her and, this is and the she thing. said lock if me it up is called out at least batman says how are you here? Maybe that's what he means there, but he just, he never got, we're going to continue because this, this section has two Bendis books, unfortunately. And the second one is going to be that Superman. And again, he is going to, just an amazing issue. (laughs) He's going to prove that he doesn't know these characters. And and one of us, one of us is going to get very angry about (laughs) it. One of us seems to, one of us seems to be on cloud nine about that issue. I'm telling you, I think that he got to you. He got to you. I'm going to come over to your house. I got to check out what's going on there because something's wrong. (laughs) He's gotten you. He's gotten you, you witch. I'm going to do it. But, here we are. What, what did you get this? I hate the artness. The story's awful. And the, like, you know, the lead up to the big reveal for our final issue is the worst thing I've ever read, probably. I gave this a three out of 10. How dare you? Yeah, how dare he? How dare he, Eric? Uh, yeah, there's nothing to this. 
And I'm just afraid. I'm just sitting there. I was trying to find like stuff the, too. Like, I, I like that elongated man's in it because we haven't seen elongated men around they don't before. Do I know. I'm just, I, yeah, I was you know trying what I mean? to I'm, find I'm reasons saying, I'm not to yelling like at you. I'm frustrated because You're there's just nothing going on. Oh, I'm yelling. Hey, I'm going to come and slink. Wait till we get the Superman. Uh, there's just, there's just not anything going on. And he's, it's mystery almost like, thriller. again, it's another one of these mysteries that it's only a mystery because you haven't given us clues. And I'm really sick of that. I really need somebody like a Brad Meltzer to come back. That guy can write a mystery, oh Eric. God, and, I, and, and as I saw, as I saw that timeline identity crisis full in the continuity, Damn, so right stick it, it people, stick it. And uh, that was a mystery. Yeah, you might not have enjoyed a lot of what happened in that. (laughs) Stick it, I say. Uh, But that was at least a mystery. Get If you're going to do a mystery, you got to have a mystery. You know, what I usually do, as Agatha Christie once told me, is you you start writing and just steal shit from people. That's what Aggie told me that. You just steal shit. She starts from the end and then works her way to the beginning. That's what she does. The problem is when I do that at the very beginning, the people know each other already because they met earlier and it doesn't make sense. I don't know how to do that sort of thing. I always always messed it up. I'm not a writer. I am a uh, critic and that's a bunch of bullshit, right? Yeah. That's all. Those who can't do criticize. You know, well, that's the thing. You know, when you've got somebody, especially on Twitter, if there's a writer or something, you give them a bad review or you're saying something, you're arguing with them, and then they throw out that, well, I'm the writer and you you must not be able to do that. That's when you know you got under their skin. Oh, I yeah. like that. That makes me laugh. Uh, but it makes me laugh even. Uh, but there's just nothing to it. Alex Maleev's art is not as bad in this hey, issue, yeah. mainly because there's not that much hey, going yeah. on. Well, I'm saying there's not that much going on to really even care. Uh, the the We Are Leviathan spread page is the biggest page, and that's kind of cool. I didn't cool. know the Lois was doing okay. that portal. The idea that we just have this freaking like negative goddamn like uh, like coloring going on for that staff of Manhunter. Hey, what's up with that staff? I don't know. Is, no. it, is it doing something? I don't know. I can't tell from your awful art. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if even that's spelled out by Bendis to be like, make it like this and then the other thing, but – it's nonsense. I'm going three out of 10 as well. I can't go any higher uh, than you, but you know, a book's a book. I mean, it deserves something for being published, sure. I guess, but this is just nonsense. It's one of those. And and really, when we usually have these sort of things, we'll often say, hey, you know, this will read better in trade. I don't think it will. Oh, if God. you read this all in a row, you're just going to be like, what the fuck? I just read a bunch of shit that said nothing just to lead to that fucking thing. Huh, where'd you get that <laughs> It's so ridiculous. Oh, no. oh, it's so ridiculous. Oh, no. Uh, yes. And even like that sing song, I just got asked a question by the question of the answer of the question. Oh, my. So I'm done. And yeah, it also leads to what uh, is supposed to happen with Superman revealing his identity because everybody's got to tell the truth now, right? The truth. Uh, Wait, did we but, kill the lies? Like we killed the love? And they killed they killed the love. They're killing the love of these books for me. I, I need that. Where's five G? I'm telling you, I want six G, seven G, and eight G. I'll, I'll take all the Gs, the OGs, the anything, uh, any Gs, I, zero G. I'm in for any of this. If this is what we're gonna get until then, I'm 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 so disappointed. But we're gonna move on to the next book, Eric, and hopefully things. Pick up a bit. All right. And the next book is Detective Comics number 1013, written by Peter J. Tomasi, art by Doug Mankey, Keith Champagne, Christian Alame, David Baron, and Rob Lay. It's Champagne Watch Dreams here. 
Champagne dreams and caviar nightmares is what I like to say from back in the day. Eric, Tomasi continues his Mr. Freeze, You're the Villain story with a lot of gadgets, some fights, and not much else. I love the art in this issue, but a lot of what's going on here feels like everyone going through the motions just to get to the ending of this story. I am worried overall because Tomasi's usual MO is to give us some cool setup and then flub the ending. And I'm not really excited about what we've got so Jim. far. It seems like we might be able to get a reversal where the beginning kind of sucks. Maybe the ending will be great. You, you think? Maybe, Maybe. Because this setup is hope. not great. It's not great. <laughs> This story, and yeah, I think that w- what book do you think is having the kick-ass year of the villain story? Uh, there's not many, right? I can't think of any. Uh, these things are the kind of well. These things are taking over these books. Well, some I'm telling you, Wonder Woman might be the best, and I don't even like that. So y- you have a lot that aren't dealing with it. Then some are dealing with it a hundred percent, and this one now is dealing with it a hundred percent. And it just feels like a non-story. It feels like you end up We're having Tomasi's here. Back, Jim. Come on. Yeah, well, uh, maybe. At the end, I, I do think that she's going to end up. And I do like the last bit because it does remind me of Uma Thurman and Pulp Fiction. Uh, but but even that, it seems <laughs> that like the story. That is my favorite scene in the book. Yeah, and maybe what you got here, maybe you're on to something, uh, that the ending might be better. Maybe because the ending has to go a certain way for this year of the villain stuff and the doom stuff that he's already been told what the ending is now he's just having problems getting there because it just Whoa, seems to be a slog for me for the serum that Lex Luthor gave him and I don't know if the serum is just for Nora if the serum actually was the nanites as well that allowed him to go sleepless outside now to control no. his freaking temperature but like we have this whole idea we have the serum I don't know if I trust Alex Luther though with this whole thing with my Nora Freeze. So we got to really test it on some animals, some other people. Oh, that's not working. Yeah. We got to get some people who look just like Nora, cryogenically freeze them, see if we can bring them back with this serum. But we also have to pump their freaking, their fucking tap water with this shit yeah. so they can drink and become and, and, like yeah. know, one with Nora. Like, and when we get to there, I'm going to start here. to get a little upset. But uh, the idea, number one, that they had to look like Nora. And he was going body parts. He was saying, okay, her eyes, her arms, her legs. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could have done this with anybody, and it would have still had the same effect. I guess he just likes looking at other Noras, and there's a lot in Gotham, it seems. Um, But the whole idea of – He's allowed to look, Jim. He ain't dead. And and he has been planning on this. Now, the other thing, Lex gave him that, you know, the serum deal. Did he also give him a trillion dollars? Because Jesus Christ, he's got some tech on him. He's got, you know, vehicles and stuff. Well, what's going on? And Joey, who does the review on the site, he ended up asking me, like, how would Freeze get a ton of money? I'm like, I don't know. Does he have frozen food patents or something? I don't know. I have no idea how he has the amount of money that he does to do all this stuff because it just seemed the serum was given to him. But yeah, when then we go to the idea because Batman, you know, is trying to figure out what's going on with these guys, these hoods that ended up going back to get this last Nora looking lady. Kidnapping last time. Uh, yeah, and, and he ended up stopping it as we saw the last issue. So he's beating the crap out of the sky and pretty much look at your friend. It's all theatrics now. Look like, at look at his why friend. Why are we spending time for this whole thing? Like I'm telling you, the whole idea where we could go and beat the crap out of him for information, but like the thing is he meets them inside the house when they go to break back in. I guess knock them out and then put up the Alfred, I need you down here. 
go and get your best makeup kit and stuff like that. Yeah. I need you to look like you got a mangled face, like you might have some broken yeah, bones. I need you to dead. come over here. Like this whole thing, like all right, now we're gonna wait for this guy to come too, so I can put the yeah. fear of God into him. Yeah, so he yeah. Just tell me something that he could have told me beforehand. There. I'm like Jesus Christ. Yeah, Alfred's like, hey, are you Batman or James Cameron? Because I heard that those motherfuckers in Titanic had to sit in cold water forever. He's like, I, I don't need this. He even says, I'm going to get pneumonia. And then actually Batman's like, you're a real pain in the neck there, Alfred. You ain't going to have to worry about pneumonia when Batman 77 comes up. And there's the typical, you know, asterisk editor's note. This takes place before, this takes place before. I'm going to kill somebody. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to see because I didn't go back to see this other thug. From the last issue and in my mind, I would love to to have it that that other thug did not have Alfred's mustache that he has. And he's doing a Cesar Romero <laughs> where he's like, fuck if I'm going to get rid of my mustache, get the makeup over it because he's just there. Looks like I don't know. Is that Spangoolie under there? He looks horrible. And it is like, hey, uh, that's your buddy. He's dead. And the guy's like, I heard you didn't oh kill. My God. I didn't. I the fall killed him. him with that face. Yeah. Oh, man, he fell and you killed him. And somehow the pavement gave him a mustache. That's what happens. Huh. Uh, so he's like, oh, like man, that. you killed him. No, no, he's the fall killed him. You I'm like, beat Holy him crap. to a pole. Yeah. His nose and, and, is almost gone. Oh, I'm it's like, just what? destroyed. It was yeah. gone. I'm telling you, it's an Eric Shea. He's over there, there with the fake blood. He's doing all this stuff. But yeah, so he's hanging the guy over. He's like, you know, tell me, tell me. It was freeze. It was freeze all along. All right, you live. Get up, Alfred. The jig is up and gone. And it was Alfred there. They get into the, you know, the Batmobile car. It's It looks just like the Bruce Wayne mobile that Lois stole. I want to know what is good. Why are they playing full out back to the future? Why do they spin out and there's fire on, on the, you know, from the things? Why? Why are they doing that? Now, I also want to then say, why is the fire already going when the car's still parked? If you go and look under that editor's note, there is fire coming from those tires. I'm, I'm, I'm very <laughs> what confused. What a badass car. I'm very confused about this car. And then Batman goes away. A Batman who tries to not have anybody know where he's going or following. They're heading back to the mansion, you would suppose, with <laughs> Follow the Alfred. fire trails, boys. Follow the fire. That's all you have to do. You want to know where the, the, the Batcave is? Follow the fire. He's the, I don't understand it. Well, I have no idea thing, why you, this it, thing is on fire. You get rid of the whole freaking, you know, the flaming Batmobile that we have for this whole thing. When we have Batman finally go to Mr. Freeze's lair to stop him, <laughs> I want to know why we need this new Batman. Like, this is like a book that's trying to sell action figures, it seems like, with yeah. this freaking, this Hellfire yeah, Batsuit you know. and his flamethrower, which we've never seen. I thought it was the Hellfire at the, at the beginning. It's just the fire suit. I, I, no, no, what is going on? The, I, I call it the Hellfire. You're thinking the Hell Bat suit. I'm not going to Hell I'm Bat. The well, Hellfire suit. I thought it was the Hell Bat at first, though. I'm like, <laughs> okay, what's going on? I'm like, why would he? He's really thinking that freezes up that. Oh, no, that's what's not he doing it. What's with that flamethrower? Like, what is he doing? Did he go back to the cave to make this then? Actually, what I think is he's driving back with Alfred and they're going and he's like, hey, Alfred, th that tech you put on the, the flaming tires. It's so kick-ass. Can you do that to one of my suits? Fuck yeah, I can. And now he has the flaming bat suit that is just a flamethrower going. It is complete and utter nonsense that he shows up. It is, it's just ridiculous. And I think that it's not selling 
action figures. It's trying to sell you that this is a complete issue because nothing is going on. He shows up, he's shooting fire everywhere, and then all of a sudden, Mr. Freeze... I'm telling you, this is the thing is, he barely even ends up using it when Mr. Freeze ends up turning frozen zombies <laughs> on Batman. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, you. What is this book about? Like, what happened to this whole thing? Like, we're going to re-like, you know, we're going to bring Nora back, but for some reason, all these things that he has been testing, these bodies that haven't worked, they've I, got, like, you know, they've just been de- like degradating. I'm like, the whole thing is like, yeah. Now they're walking zombies, like frozen zombies. They're walking zombies, zombies that, that he no has a remote control way of activating, and it just cracks me up. You go through the process of a Mr. Freeze doing his experiments. He starts with mice and rats. We see them, right? Can't wait to get then the Hellfire he, snowmobile then, bat thing. It, yeah. Then he goes that to what appears awesome. to be he has rats. The next phase, a dog, right? You got a dog. Then the next phase, possibly Hitler or a, a kid with a bad haircut and then, you know, older people. Because I don't know what the progression of this is because basically since it started, it seems like we were just dealing with these Norris. And then it gets even better. A pig. At one point, a pig is attacking. Well, he as, said he, he, he tried small first and worked his way up, but, but nothing this is was where working, we Jim. don't know that, but there's not enough time. And why then? I go, you got these women there to see if it would work. And you made all this thing, but you started with pigs and rats. Well, and it's yeah, just to make this thing, army. He had to work his way up because the oh, whole thing did. is to have this army that does nothing. But in order for these Nora lookalikes to work, where well, we thought it was just okay. be body parts making a goddamn yeah. body of Frankenstein together. Now the whole thing is we have to have women. That look yeah. like Norm. I'm telling you, they got to yeah. be like five, four, 110 pounds bombshells. Yeah. They got to be oh, and on top of it for the for the first couple of weeks before we end up kidnapping them. I have to splice their tap water with. Nora's yeah. DNA that they yeah, then have that's to drink and to become up. a part of them. Like, now, what the fuck? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this before we get sucks. to the t- before we get to the tap water. I'm gonna ask you. Okay, so these are his beginning experiments, right? I think I see a raccoon. Even the beginnings of the serial killer. These are the beginnings of his experiments. He went from mice up to pigs to dogs to people. Right. This is the progression of what has led him to try to big, bring Nora back. Do any of these no. look like a success? Do any of these no, look the like these are? They never were. No, nothing was. So why even bother at this one point? So what he ends up doing is he pumps their tap water with Nora's DNA. Now, if you ask me, that's either piss or shit. I, I don't know. And that doesn't mean that you drink you somebody's DNA. DNA does not end up making you fuse with their DNA. If I end up getting your DNA, which, you know, more disgusting what really it's I can get your DNA it's from. All over there. Maybe, yeah. It, it, yeah, really. I go in your bedroom. It's everywhere. Uh, I well, get that. As he I says, don't become the water's been a, a I don't become you. It's not. It says the water's been a waste with a special DNA strand of Norris for several yeah. months now. So that my, doesn't I, I matter. Don't know what the hell? You don't Tell drink me. DNA I, I, and become, I you know, know. somebody. He, he makes it seem like they're drinking water with her DNA, and that makes them more able to accept this process to then see if Look, Nora will be able to do it. It doesn't I, make I, sense. I and- am more willing to believe that this DNA thing can, like, you know, then acclimate itself to the body than I am able to believe that any of these people are drinking Gotham yeah. fucking tap then water. And really, here's the thing you're living in Gotham, and, you know, you have that tap there. It may look great. You're like, oh man, that water. I, I'm so parched. That's freaking Quaker Town water. Any, put on Gotham water. Any freaking villain, and you name me the villain who hasn't in Gotham 
use that water supply to jokerize them, to end up doing all these things. Free everybody just, hits that water Joker supply. Feminine toxin freaking this yeah. week. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I'm talking that's about this week in the, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. the Joker. Yeah, really. He was just throwing some shit in there. Nobody is drinking the Gotham tap water. You are not. I said, I don't drink the Quakertown tap water. I don't have a Joker living here, Jokerizing people. I still won't because it's disgusting. <laughs> there is no way after all this shit has gone down. And also just the amount of dead people we see fished out of the rivers and stuff. I mean, this shit is tainted. There is no way you're going to drink this tap water. But they did. And he ended up, you know, pumping it through there. I just... I don't know any of these married. Drink it. You're barely willing to shower in it. That, yeah, really. I'm I'm scared. Uh, one of these ladies that they get, the husband, he's growing breasts. He doesn't know what's going on. It, it, it's just I the idea of this water with DNA. It's supposed to make them more ready. You don't even need to throw that in. More human There's no than reason. human. How about this? Freeze was gathering people that look like Nora. That's all you needed. And then go with that concept. Don't sit there with pigs and rats and and DNA in the water. It's so ridiculous. But yeah, they're going back to the cave and Batman is now because Freeze, he goes off in his, you know, vehicle. That looks like it would cost him so much money. Thank God we had the Hellfire Batsuit that I'm going to call it from now on because even when Batman goes to chase him, he gets knocked down through the ice. And I'm telling you, I don't know what is – how come Gotham's so cold right now, whatever we're dealing with right now. I know. When did it uh, become the middle of winter and zero degrees? Batman ends up getting shot down into the frigate through the ice of a lake and then goes down in there. And then Mr. Freeze throws in a, you know, freezing depth charge, which then covers Batman in ice. But thankfully, he has the Hellfire Batsuit, which, like I said, I'm going to be calling it. He can burn through that. Okay, Mr. Freeze, he got away. But at least we can save those women that he kidnapped, which he somehow already got them in a freaking, you know, containment system where they're already cryogenically frozen. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And Batman takes him back to the cave, tells, uh, you know, Alfred ahead of time, hey there, master of disguise, you know, grab a mask. The only one available is a flash mask. It is kind of funny that that's there. Flash so Halloween it, mask from like tell 1985. You too, that flash mask that he wears, I will tell you one thing, that de-ages him by like 30 years. He should wear this all the time. It's He's a, a handsome man mask. under that. There's look at him, but I, I, No, I think that mouth might actually be just no, his mouth there. It's all plastic there. because there's no uh, mustache. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's true. So he's there and he's like, oh, you're right. And then he's like, that's what you get. Yup. Well, we can't. We have to be having precautions because these people may recognize you. Also, I love the fact that he also has the pig. It looks like the dog there. They're all there. All of the animals, they're all there. They're going to, you know, unfreeze them, try to get them back to normal. While Freeze goes at a secondary, you know, bunker well, in the Gotham behind Barrens. Just got to yeah, go and so make the like, serum work right away. Yeah. Victor, and I love no! it too. Yeah, I love it too. It's like, all right, I'm going to pour some down your throat and then I'm going to get the other and inject you. And then I'm going to go. And then she just well, wakes up work. and yells, Victor, don't. And that's the way it ends. And her, her eyes are like frozen, Eric, like frozen gems. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. There's nothing going it's on here. Ridiculous. It's kind of a goofy, with Alfred involved, it is kind of a goofy, kind of old school feel. It's goofy. But just everything around. going on, it just doesn't really had jive. Ice zombies. It, that we're being yeah, controlled yeah. by a panel on a wall. We're reviving freaking Nora yeah. Freeze, which should be a huge story. And we have DNA being spliced, being fucking pumped into the Gotham tab. We have yeah. goddamn Batman with a flamethrower doing nothing. Also, like, what, just, what just to be technical, 
how is he setting up that the water with this DNA only goes to these specific women? Like, where is it that you end up hitting the source there? You would more, I I just, nothing makes sense with this. It's just ridiculous because of that. But I did like the art. I thought the art was really good. That's very good. Uh, I like Doug Mankey's art a lot. And, you know, I got that. So I'm going 5.5 because of the art. Uh, and I think I'm still being pretty generous for this. This so is pretty much a non-issue. Well, and I felt like okay, I was yeah. being pretty high myself. Yeah, it, it's kind of a non-issue deal, but I did like the art. And I'm telling you, when I'm reading it, I, I do get some laughs from I'm just the ridiculousness my, I, even, of it. Even when you have this bit at the end when he gives Nora the serum and he's watching for the freaking like uh, the heart monitor to yeah. go, it is flatlined the entire time. And, he, and he yells. Beep, yeah. beep, and like, yes, my God, yes, my God. Yes. It's not working here because it is only a flat line. Yeah. And with that, I do believe that dead is always better. And even though she wasn't quite Especially dead, but yeah, I think that, yeah, really, I, I think that this is not going to work out for him. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It never works so, out for anybody. Is this one of those that, unfortunately, this story that's ridiculous will end pretty much Mr. Freeze is one thing. And then maybe he'll get on with something else, but... I'm Let telling you, see. not only his one thing, now he goes sleeveless, he's got Nora back. I'm like, they might even take a goddamn bad. trip to the beach. I don't know what's going to happen with them yeah. anymore. You're really pretty I mean, much, lot, you're taking everything away from things. Mr. Freeze at this point. I, I would love to see where now you're getting or me giving into him a naked gun sort of frame of mind where you're going to get a montage of all the things he's going to do. He's going to go tan a little in the tanning salon, walk along the beach. I don't know what else is hot. hot walk on hot coals. You know, everybody wants to do that. He's got his hot bucket list. Eat chili. And he's like, I always thought I would eat chili because, you know, it's called chili. But, man, this stuff's hot. There you go. It's a little joke there for the Mr. Freeze there. But, uh, yeah, it's nonsense. But we're going to go off now to the last book of this first section. Superman number 16, written by Brian Michael Benzard, by David LaFuente, Paul Mounts, and Dave Sharp. People fucking hate this issue, but in spite of its many flaws and continuity errors, errors, I found myself delighted here at seeing a kind, sweethearted Damian Wayne as John finally comes to his friend to reveal the bombshell that not only has he aged seven years, but he's about to embark on a journey to the 31st century. Oh my, a bombshell, all right. Bombshell, yeah, it is Jim. a bombshell. A huge <laughs> bombshell is what that is. Uh, this here book, uh, just, look, you know, look as, at that as Damian Wayne, do. Jim. Look at that. He is, he is the boy I always wanted him to be. Yes. Well, here's the thing. If, if you ever wanted Damian Wayne to be this goofy little kid who's, you know, kind so hearted sweet. and hugging people, whatever, oh my God. you're going to get that. And I he can loves say his that. his best friend. There, he there's loves a him. problem. There's a little bit of a problem in this with me as we go. And there's a lot of other problems that I'm going to get so probably more angry at this issue than Leviathan, but. Uh, the big thing about this is, and you end up having it pointed out, which is a shame that it is, because this could have been something where I'm like, okay, Damien, I get it. But Damien, seeing John older, that's going to affect him, obviously. But he does point out, you only gone three weeks there, pal. And three weeks does not end up leading me into thinking that this Damien is going to be way over the top nice. I think that Damien would be pissed off this whole issue about what did happen. And in my mind, Damien now is going back to the cave and figuring out how he can get in the future by going and sitting on a volcano, shit like that. So he can age. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Because I'm telling you, I found so many faults with this when I was reading it to do the review. And the problem is, 
Damien's sitting there when they actually get together, you know, even the silly stuff where John shows up and says, Hey buddy, I know it's me. You're gonna have to take a moment to realize, you know, so like let yeah. your emotion. And he just is throwing a batarang at his face and like the yeah. tink off. I'm like, it no. made me laugh. And then the idea when we're just sitting around after that and realizing, you know, I'm sorry, I wasn't there to help you out of that whole thing. I'm like, my God, Damien, where have you been? I'm telling you, when the yeah, New 52 happened, they started giving you that the more lighthearted Damien after that first six issue arc with nobody. Like we started getting closer there. It seemed like through that, that Batman and Robin running the New 52. This is where I thought maybe even after he died and came back, this was the Robin was be we were eventually going to get. Even with the Super Sons bit, he found a friend, Jim. He found, he found a, friend, a friend. And he, he learned how to open a friend. A friend and Jim on his shoulder fell off. Okay. And he learned how to love. And, and <laughs> here, here's where I'm going to, I'm going to tell you where I come from because, uh, you are a guy and I know you told me this. I am. work. Listen, I speak for all Super Sons friends is what you told me. I don't think and I'm like, that. that, that's not right. That's not what happens. Oh, uh, this is my, you know, where I'm coming from here. The idea that Brian Michael Bendis came over to DC, he needed to have both Superman books. He also had to get John to age to go to the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. That made the Super Sons book get canceled. A lot of things. And then ended up, they ended up having a mini series that was in this little weird time frame. Yeah. That ended up between, you know, where we last saw the Super Sons and before the Man of Steel stuff or the Man of Steel. It, it yeah, all yeah. was, you know, this little, frame deal you had that so he ends up upsetting so many people number one because we don't have john anymore the john that people loved is gone because brian michael bendis had to end up aging him so that he could go off for some reason he needed to be this extra age to be part of the legion of superheroes also you ended up never having a super sons book again so while you end up having brian michael bendis say all right i'm gonna give them one last shot of super sons before john goes off with the legion of superheroes and the problem is you and pretty much, you know, we have these sound bits. I've stolen my dreams. He's stolen so <laughs> many people's dreams that when you come back here, you motherfucker, you better get everything right exactly right with these characters you can't go into this where yeah i ended up making sure that your book's bullshit and can't happen but i'm gonna give you this i'm gonna give you this one last issue so that you can love me and get damien so wrong throughout We're this so entire right. issue Is he finally no, right away we'll say it right now that he's supposed the to be big, no <laughs> uh, okay if that's the case then we got to go back and there was some time travel wonkiness that somehow made john kent shorter than damien in the past that was always the joke yeah. of these two that john was younger but, but he was taller yeah. in this damien's mad because now john's taller you, you're wrong that's not how it was that's bullshit then one of the biggest things and this is where you know when somebody there's always these little things that you can tell if somebody knows a character or if they don't if they just skimmed the surface went there they end up going off to eat hot dogs. Damien is eating. He is a vegetarian. It's a nut that dog. is a huge thing for the character. It's not. He fucked it's up. Not. He completely screwed up. You see Damien eating this. It's just a little thing. But what it does is show you that he didn't even care to look into this character that he fucked by making John older and we can't get this book. And then he's sitting there. How did everybody like this last Super Sons deal? And then people. People just went nuts like you son of a bitch and i would have 
liked it if we would have just had two pages in a regular book where he's like, hey, Damien, check you later, smell you later, whatever. But he is doing this as if he wants his cake and he wants to eat it too with the idea that he fucked this book, but I'm going to give them one last deal so they'll buy it and I'll be the hero. He's an asshole. He, he shouldn't have done this. He's a jerk. He doesn't know these characters. He pretends he does. He'll have these little things that he throws in there. These are all surface level things. He doesn't know them and he doesn't care. He doesn't care about the Super Sons. He never did. He ended up making it so this book didn't exist. And now he comes back with this fucking garbage, this stuff where it's not even Damien. He doesn't even get the character. And so you're here and he has him over at Leviathan. The only reason we haven't seen Leviathan screw up the characters because he's hardly said anything except well, where'd you get that staff it's just Speaking nonsense i do like the art it does start out here with damien in gotham city fighting leviathan soldiers the centurions as we like to call them here yeah the problem is though it seems that these centurions are trying to hijack or just uh, steal a yacht yeah and i want to know how this yacht is tied into secret yeah. organizations or anything because even right away you're going to have the superman issue where you're reuniting the super sons and for some reason you've got to tie that leviathan stuff in there but that thing you created brian michael bennis and you have them doing something that doesn't make any goddamn sense for anything that you have set up so far, stealing a yacht, which Damien then doesn't yeah. stop. But I'm telling you, it's all lighthearted hijinks from there on out. You know, you have the, the gargoyle dogs, but even when you have the boys, they decide we're going to go out as the Super Sons one last time and just go and do it. Yeah. You got you got Kite Man here, Jim, when they're talking about the Legion of Superheroes. They took down Kite Man. You happy to see Kite Man there? Mm-hmm. You got some Solomon Grundy, no. even though he's no. supposed to be off in the Legion of Doom, Dark, or whatever it is. But the biggest Man. problem I have here is I go and take Man. out Catman. And Catman, while he was a bad guy of Batman's back then, he's a hero now or an anti-hero for the Secret Six and doesn't have this costume anymore. He hasn't worn this costume in years. So I'm like, no. what are you just doing with all of this stuff? And he's crying. And even people are like, really, I know you're making a jokey deal. Thomas Blake's but a badass. This, this jokey stuff is better served in, say, a regular Super Sons book, not in a Superman book. That's not, but you know, this is ridiculous. But it's that just Damien, ridiculous nonsense. He is such a sweet boy, yeah, but, Jim. He's such a but sweet even, boy. Even you say that, he barely says anything. He I mean, they're loves just going and he friend. has like three lines. And that's the other thing is he just wants to end this as if Damien's fine and dandy and misses him and goes off so that people can get these fake feels when this doesn't seem like a Damien that we've ever seen anyway. Even at the beginning, he's like, I'm not I'm not going to call you Leviathan. You hear that Leviathan? I'm not going to call you Leviathan, Leviathan. And he wants to get this jokey back and forth deal going. And that is even nonsense with Leviathan there because it doesn't even make sense what they're doing. Yeah. All this stuff just to lead into you know john showing up halfway through the the deal where like hey you know i i ended up going into a volcano and i was i was older i came back things what were would be the one person to sit down and say, of you. so if you spent seven years in a volcano from when you're 10 years old till now does that mean you're pretty much a man with the mind of a child because you were just had nothing there but a yeah, crying ultraman he really didn't again? do anything yeah he did nothing so he should just be the mind of a 12 year old through this but they're making it like he's more mature somehow because he hung out in the volcano <laughs> they go and eat hot dogs which doesn't make sense to damien Not poor back cow has a a, a a tear running down you see his deal they, I, it doesn't matter that's the, one of the biggest things of the character <laughs> you have to know this if you're, you're gonna do the character and so you end up then, where they the say goodbye too. they're they're gonna end up fighting you know some villains that it's just nonsense oh, stuff. and 
And then Damien hugs And the idea, too, that, like, you know, you think I should go to the future, Damien. Look, if if I was offered, I'd be out of the future right now. I am so upset that they yeah. didn't come in off of me. Is there a Bat-themed person in the future? I don't know. There's a lot of guys. But you should totally go to the future, John. You should totally do it. And we're sitting there. I'm yeah, like, yeah. such a sweet boy. But then I'm telling you, things yeah, go I, off crazy when we get to the Forces of Solitude because while I do love the art for the type of, like, lighthearted story that we're doing here, because more cartoony. Shows when up. we get to the Legion of um, the Legion, the uh, Fortress of Solitude, yeah. where Superman's there, it's just a little bit too much. I'm telling you, his fist it's, is just it's like, like an Imaginex figure. It, it is. It yeah, really is. it's an Imaginex figure. And his fist is big. I'm glad the trunks are back because we get a bulge the size of something I've never seen before. I mean, look at that guy. He is hung. And so they're in so. the fortress. And even the idea of, I, you, I spoke to mom, as did I. And. <laughs> What do you think, really? What's this look? I'm like, so we're not even going to get that. So he's going to go off and, you know, yab that. And I'm thinking that's going to be the beginning of the Legion of Superheroes. I guess I'm going to go I ha- back to see. I stuff. had to laugh, though, because when Saturn Girl did show up to, like, you know, ask John what his decision was to take him to the 31st century, I like the idea. It's like, here she is. Saturn Girl finally got to see Superman from when she came back in the beginning yeah, of Rebirth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like fortune of solitude, I'm gonna cry. And then so he ends up, hey, you're gonna come with us? John's like, I don't know. I kind of was gonna say no, but I'm I'm kind of you know skirting the issue. I'm a little bit of a flip flopper. Let me show you the future. <laughs> oh my, that's the future. All right, I'm wondering what sexy vision it, it, what he saw. Everybody's that's naked everywhere. Like, like, You're just luring oh young God. boys to the future now, aren't you? You do that in the clubhouse. This I might as well be in. Allison Mack, and he's leading people to the sex cult. Oh my goodness! Yeah, really. He's off. He's like, I cannot pass this off wait till damien finds out and yeah they're gonna go off and then in the last thing to kind of make it so that if people want this john anymore i i don't know anybody who's a fan of this john you don't have because we don't really john? have much of them I, that's what i'm saying so yeah hey superman here is a you know a pretty much it, it ends up being the legion version of the superman watch that jimmy yeah. olsen ends up always Whenever having you need to call here, him you back want home. Him, you can press this and he can come back home. You mean like for special things like annuals and maybe a two issue, you know, arc where we have a uh, yeah, Super Sun's like return that. again? Yeah, again, that's all it is. And all right, thanks. Now that will and be something good if go. done properly, where we have somehow Robin does break into the Force of Sons. I don't know how you do it. Grabs so that. that because he wants John to come back because he has something that only the Super Sons can take. That'd be a cool annual. Yeah. Yeah, and then, oh, you know what I would like to? This would never happen, but if you're going to do this, how about we write the next one? It's going to be a Super Sons type annual. When you end up having Damien break in, gets this, he hits it. John comes back. In the meantime, Damien is like when you have the kids with the three kids on top of each other with the trench coat. He is pretending that he is aged as well, and he's he's just going full out with <laughs> well, it. He's got stilts. stilts yeah. I don't know who's below him. Uh, maybe you end up having some of the Teen Titans. They're going to throw in a, a you know, a solid. They're there. He's on top of Jim and Roundhouse. Them. He's walking there with, how are you doing, young sir? What, what are you doing, Damien? You're not, I am now 25 years old, my good friend. And he just goes with that. He's smoking a cigar. I don't want to write this with you. <laughs> I like this cigar stuff like adults do. Man, man, a cigar, I say. But even earlier, he does. They you. have the, <laughs> you're not going to no, do this with I'm me. Out. You're not in. Look at me. 
I'm here. He has a hat on, you know, I'm telling you. He actually is on Bat Cow and Titus. They're the ones under, and like, Bat Cow's so long, but he's like, hello there. Like, you're either somebody with Bat Cow or you're a center. (laughs) Which one is it? I don't know what you are talking about, young fellows. But yeah, he ends up with that. And I'm telling you, this is nonsense. But it does lead to the deal where we can have stories with John again in the current deal, not just the Legion of Superheroes. But to me, like I said at the beginning, I got a little irritated. Uh, You end up, if you're going to come back to this, if you're going to end up giving people a Super Sons book when you were the only reason that the Super Sons do not continue, you're the only reason. Get, get the characters right. Get their things that they do right. Look, get the dialogue he right. Doesn't get Have anybody where, else right? Why does he should get this no, one right? No, he doesn't. Well, that's the thing. He's he doesn't. And to me, where you say you love the idea of a fun, you know, nice, I love Damien, a nice Damien. I think that I I'm telling you, when they end up where Damien just stops, doesn't say anything, and hugs John. If we had the regular Damien up to there. And then he did that. I might have cried because that would have been right on where Damien would have been pissed, yelling at John. I don't need you. Oh, you're old now. You're a piece of wood. You just do this so you could be on the Teen Titans. You asshole. Like something like that. And then when he's like, well, you know what, Damien? I just want to come back and say goodbye. And I'm saying it's the just give me the regular Damien. And then John say, you know, I got to go. I'm sorry I even came by. I just wanted to say goodbye. And then Damien just looking at him. And then hugging him goodbye. And even as he turns away crying, because you realize like Damien usually is, he'll always put on that tough exterior, even when he's hurting, but showing it as he goes. And almost like, I also want one of those cliches in the movies. Get out of here, Superboy. We don't need you anymore. And then he flies up and he's like crying like. You go and make that future good, my friend. Like one of those. I like you. Like something like that. But I I would have liked that. That would have made me like, okay, this is that. I think Damien got hit a little too much by Leviathan goons earlier. He's a little wacky. But yeah. He's adorable. The feels of a Damien is seeing him break down a little of that tough exterior that he always has. And if you play that right, it really works out in an issue like this, having him just goofy and almost like he is a fanboy of an older, you know, John, oh my, the future. Oh yeah, I wish I was there. And uh, the only thing that was kind of funny, but not because it pulled me out because it's a Shazam thing. Even from the movie, we could get beer when you come back. You don't drink. I know, but it feels like a missed opportunity. That's always the cliche. So yeah, I hate it too. So that kind of, I was like, eh, whatever. If if Damien wants to drink, believe me, Damien's drinking. Boy, witches. I'm telling you, he's, and and really the idea of Damien drinking, he's starting with like bourbon (sighs) or something like that. He ain't drinking that beer. There's no way. He's a fancy kid. And you don't think that when he was like three years old, he already wasn't doing shots, you know, with Talia. Talia is not a really great parent. She she did a lot of crazy shit. I bet you he was doing a lot of shit before what he ended up under Batman's care. Damn right she is. The League of Us, you know, the fucking all that stuff she's been involved with. You know, Leviathan, League of Assassins. She's all, oh, they're dead. Yeah, you know, Rache comes. It's the League of there. Assassins, hey, not the League of Asses. I'm telling you, they they don't care. These are bad people. You have Ray show up, you know, for his fifth birthday. He's getting them fucking a, a kegger. They're having a big party. He's doing keg stands and shit. He knows things. Irish. 
Also, the idea of the the idea too of you know you're missing some jokes where Damien's older or uh, John's older, and he comes and he's like, oh, well, at least now I can talk to you, and you're not nonsense, but you, you don't have that. Basically, by the end, you end up, man, it's not fair that you're taller than me now. That that's wrong. You, you got the big joke wrong of what they ended up saying throughout the. That just shows you didn't even read. Yeah the super sons books that you ended up making obsolete and canceled because also thrown out gold kryptonite. Hey, what's gold kryptonite doing? Gold kryptonite makes you lose your powers. If you go by whatever gold kryptonite was in that maxi series and they, is gold kryptonite even a thing Yeah, But it was still gold kryptonite and they dealt with it. He didn't know he didn't read it. So it just shows he's just there doing his thing. He doesn't care who was destroyed in his wake, who doesn't have a book. If fans don't get their characters, they love just to shoehorn it in the shit that he wants to do. And it's nonsense. It's complete, utter nonsense. What did you give this awful issue? This 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 issue issue that that nobody likes. Everybody hates. I was charmed yeah. by it, Jim. It put a little you magic spell on me because we had this lighthearted story. Yeah, the art worked so well for it. We have a Damien that I always wished yeah, yeah. he would like have evolved into Superman, it. You that chunky Superman? You got that? Well, he's yeah. got big yeah, fucking hands and feet. What do you want from me? But the whole thing is overall, he I give it a 7.3 out of 10 because in spite of all of his problems, I was actually just happy to enjoy a Bendis book by the end because it's been so long since I have. And and yeah, I'm giving a, a, a fuck you five. Uh, that's what I'm giving full out. And I'm going to give him this. Fuck you. And your eyebrows. And your eyebrows, Eric. And and with that, I'm looking at this here. Uh, Legitimately, the the nonsense that we were talking, uh, stuff started hitting review-wise. You're the third worst and the the worst, you're a seven three yeah. on the site. The the worst is a seven. It's not like everybody everybody else hates it, but you, this is averaging an eight no, two. I mean, actual and this people, is probably, not reviewers, because yeah, they love well, everything. This is what, yeah, really. And this is one of those where there's times when you look at these reviews and on the comic book roundup that we go to, you'll have a critic rating and you'll have a user rating. Now, sometimes the user rating will just be somebody who has a chip on their shoulder who will end up just logging in, hit a one and don't have a review for it Jim or about a 10 this. that way. But the thing is, I've never seen any sort of disparity like this. You end up an 8-2 critic rating, a user rating of a 3-3. Three, three. People hated it, like you said. They uh, despise this. They think it's a slap I in the even face, put in my and I review, do The chill. thing is, I'm giving it a higher score despite all the many problems throughout just no. because of how much I love the Damien here. I knew it was wrong. I knew it didn't yeah. make any sense. I just yeah. liked it. I like these two boys together and how they interacted it's together. So, I liked it, Jim. doesn't make a goddamn so lick of sense. It's so wrong. And and really, the idea of getting something this wrong, that's bad enough. Uh, to me, it's just the idea that he was the one who caused this to be canceled, the Super Sons, and caused this team that people did love. We weren't exactly the biggest fans of the stories that we got from it, but we love the character interactions and stuff like that. But it's only because he showed up. If, if not, the book probably eh, may be still going on, and it had to be canceled because of Bendis coming. Bendis is coming, and uh, now he goes back to this and doesn't even get the characters right in what should be a send-off and a not an apology to the people who he kind of screwed, but kind of a, hey, I I like these characters too. It's a shame. Maybe we'll get back to it. Maybe we'll do this. And it's just, like I said, a slap in the face for anybody who wasn't a Bendis fan because of it, but bought this for a last Super Sons adventure. Uh, And I thought that was nonsense. But we're going to go off now to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Jim. Hallelujah. It's mail with Jim. 
right, Mel, with Jim Time and Eric Shea. He's here That's with me. me as well. And if you want to be part of the show, just like Eric Shea, and possibly in the future have Dancing Mike sing your praises like Eric Shea, uh, you can end up emailing us, or you should email us, at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Just like Todd did. And Todd Todd. says, dear weird science. And and here's the thing. Todd is going to start a a kind of a a I haven't been talking shit lately on the name Todd, have I? Now, a weird trend coming up of let's throw some shade Eric Shea's way. Thank God it finally happened. Thank God it finally happened. Todd says, dear weird science, Eric Shea is garbage. And a question for Eric Shea. By the way, this isn't Todd, Eric. It's Craig. He came in (gasps) undercover. Craig always used to yell at me. So finally, the tables have turned. He says a question for Eric Shea. And he says, which Mego 1970s TV figures would most tempt him, assuming that creepy Mr. Smith from Lost in Space is a given? Uh, Who would it be? Who would tempt him? Anything with the Planet of the Apes or Star Trek, most likely. Yeah, that's your deal. I actually do have some uh, Lost in Space sound effects that I should have had queued up for that, but I did not. Uh, no. How about this? Oh, dear. Do you like that? I, I'm not I'm not getting my Mr. Smith. <laughs> warning. Warning. That is the worst Mr. Smith I've Look, ever heard. You already act like Mr. Smith. You don't have to sound like him. Oh, or Dr. Dear. Smith. Yum, yum, my. Where is Will? Now. You just saw. I'm saying you touch children. You should have saw us how I was using my hands going up and down, almost like. <laughs> I'm just surprised you didn't knock something over. No, I didn't. The hell with you. I'm a professional here. I ain't no hack. I'm not a hack. I'm I'm trying desperately now to find something on my desk that I could throw onto the ground, but everything on my desk would cause a mess. So I don't want to do that. It's just gross. Dear. There you go. Classic Mr. Smith. I'm still doing my Mr. Smith. That's what it is. Hey there, Luke. What's going on? Not much, Mr. Smith. You want to go down and see what Boss Hog is doing? You damn right I do. I hope that they don't have that dog Flash. The last time he ended up crapping on my foot. Warning, warning. There you go. End scene. That is the Dukes of Hazard amalgam with Lost in Space. The, the show that everybody always had wanted to see Lost in what Hazard it would be County. like. Lost in hazard. Nyam, nyam. Warning, warning. The Globetrotters are arriving. Oh, man, how do they know where the island was? It must have been that damn professor. Let's go down there and talk to Boss Hog at the Hog's Head Pit. I think it was. The Pig's Pit or whatever Who's his bar right was. Now? I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've, lost, I've lost this whole thing. I think that was Gilligan. Gilligan! There you go. And, uh, oh, golly! There, Skipper! There you go. I know all these shows. Do you realize that? I know. Well, there. Hey, You've Professor. Like looks like looks like we're here <sighs> just doing our homework, me and Wally. Hey, how did you get on the island, Eddie? I don't understand what's going on. Warning, warning. Sit on it, Potsy. Hey, listen here, Fonzie Robot. Get out of town. All right, there, Eric. I'm getting very tired suddenly with all of this gyrating that I'm doing for all of this. Right? This so, Craig, stuff. have anything else to say? No, no, not nothing no. at all. All right. He says yours, Todd Bunsalis, is the name that he was coming. 
under. Oh, man. Did I do that? How wooed. There. See, I'm continuing the cavalcade of TV shows, Eric. All of the shows that we all know and love in one show that we can all digest uh, very easily every Friday night. That's what Why I'm working on right now. Why don't you have a big space right for digest? I'll die. I can't yes. breathe. I, I really ended up Stop going all, all out. I've been jumping around here. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell what was going on. Oh, my God. Michael. It, oh, stop it, Kit. We don't need you. See? These things are all in my head. Like it's all going all around now. <laughs> I pity the fool. <laughs> dummy. I, I'm I telling you, right dummy. Now, or why? I don't know. And now I'm d- going around. And, in fact, at that point, I was doing Fred Sanford, but doing the motions of, say, a, you know, a George Jefferson. Eric, it did. Dynamite. Oh. I don't know what's going on. I'm really losing it here. Next is Steve. Steve, I hear. And now I'm going to be serious again. I'm going to be serious, Jim, here. Steve is a hockey fan. He is. No, no, Eric. And uh, you also want to know that Steve has a fantasy hockey league that me and Brandon are a part of. But Brandon's doing most of the work. So uh, I was going to say, fact, so you you signed up and not going to do, do no, nothing. No, I didn't know. He ended up asking. Me. I said, if Brandon wants to help out, Brandon's doing all of it. I haven't really. He showed me the team. I gave him the thumbs up. <laughs> I got time. Steve says, dearest DC and Marvel crew. Oh my, is this a twofer that I'm going to have to also, uh, you know, read this over at the Marvel side? We'll see. I, I guess you could. A, not as much nonsense going on over at that side. I'll let you know. Uh, there, I want to be more of an entertainer <laughs> than oh, I mean, Maybe I, I even messed that up. I even messed that up. Yeah. I don't know what's going on now. Here we go. I finally found something. Here you go. Eric. What's Steve say? There you go. I just knocked something off my desk. Just for you. That was for you, baby. He it's said, not for me. I'm proud to announce that I've jumped from the $5 to $10 Patreon level. Oh, my. Do awesome. I still have the applause there? I don't, Eric. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Unfortunately, I'm having back surgery on October 30th. That sucks. I, I think that at one point, I thought I was going to have back surgery. Because I'm carrying your ass, Eric. <laughs> That's a lot of love. Wait there. Some yeah, lady yeah. rear-ended me a TV while ago, stuff. and he's all screwed up. I was waiting for you to join in. I was having some fun. I thought that maybe you'd get involved. You didn't, just like our love no, So I, I figured what better to do while laid up in bed on painkillers than listening to Jim having issues with his wife you and being what? reminded be that even funny. though my spine was torn out, life can always be worse. That is true. Yeah. Are you on those? They're fixing you up, baby. Oxycontins, I think they're called. My plan is to line up a whole shitload of comics to read, watch movies, and podcasts to listen to. And while under the blissful, drooling ignorance Sounds of the amazing. best post-surgery narcotics I can get, maybe I'll even send a make-no-sense-everyone-is-my-friend email with every word spelled wrong. What is he, like Brandon? Those. Is he Brandon now? Is that what he is? <laughs> what are you in Buffalo? Uh, and he says, letting you know. How I'm doing. I hope he does, uh, you know, send that because I want to see and I want to see a pretty much drugged out Steve still have better punctuation than one Brandon from Buffalo, who I don't know if anybody's actually realized that guy bailed on the mail. Uh, He he hasn't had a mail in like a year. He, He gave up. That's what he did. He's also a busy I man. I just imagine he understands what the mail entails because all of a sudden you're going to start doing TV show compound, like, you know, like amalgams yeah. and like nobody wants to be a part of that. Nobody does. All right. 
I guess that uh, my my work here is done. <laughs> now, uh, where uh, cue up? Uh, Ed, you know, uh, where's our producer? Cue up the Bruce Banner walking music for me, please. Uh, I'm gonna go walk. Uh, he doesn't have it. He said he's giving me the. Mm-mm. So there you go. And he says also, not sure. Thanks a lot. What do we pay you for? Also, not sure if you got the last email. By the way, Eric, when we were discussing, I don't know how or why. The medicine has kicked in hours later. It's like four hours yeah. later. It's supposed to be wearing off now. I am going to be up till 4 a.m. Also, not sure if you got the last email. You did. But I assure you, I did listen to the serial link you sent me. I ended up sending him the serial just for the hell of it podcast that we did on the regular feed way back when. I think where Eric Shea Way shined the, the, the brightest that night. Uh, and he says he listened to it twice and it didn't disappoint. And he says, I, I hope he means I, but he's saying maybe in general, you guys are serial fiends. And yes, we are. We have a lot of. I think he Eric might be a has, serial fiend. Eric, Eric has the craziest rules when it comes to serial. I mean, these rules that he has, one rule on top of the other. You, you got to hear Yeah, it. the rule is, is you put it in a bowl, crazy? you eat it with a spoon, and you have, no. and you have milk on top of it. There's my mm-hmm. rules. Now, now you're going to get me mad. And it also reminds me of one of the things that really does get piss mad, me off. psychopath. And I, I don't remember saying this on the serial podcast, but I'm sure we did. But I saw it the other day. And I, I ended up you know, when when you and oh my god, you better <laughs> shut up! Uh, so oh, I hop myself right over there and punch you right in the face. I ended up seeing Logan pour a bowl of cereal. Now I'd like to say right. he was pouring a bowl of cereal. What he was doing is pouring the cereal into the already put milk in. I saw him put the milk in the bowl first, then the cereal. That is the biggest bunch of nonsense you'll ever, ever have. That is a rookie mistake. Not even a rookie mistake. That that's just you're not even at a rookie level at that point. Just complete and utter nonsense. You're not eating the milk and hoping the cereal gets in there. You need the amount of cereal that you want first. Then you got to adjust the milk level there. That's what you do. That's what you always do. I told him this. He pretty much cursed at me and walked did, away. Did you hit he him? He didn't need that. No, I, you haven't said that in a while. I ended up saying like, <laughs> yeah, that's not what you do. You do this. And he's just basically said, leave me alone, dad. I don't need to listen to your rules. And I'm like, actually, that's kind of how this works in this house. I thought, what are you I, about? I thought that, you no, know, crazy. I don't know why yeah. you think that out of nowhere. It's never worked I, this I, far. Why would you think it now? I hope, Eric. I, there's always hope, right? And and it just doesn't work out. But he <laughs> says, <laughs> thank you. And that is Steve Baum, who plays you, left Steve. wing. That is, it's okay to play left wing. Not as great as a right winger. You know, like <laughs> me, Eric. There you go. But that is the end of the first mail section. And we're going to go off. Possibly, Eric. There's a lot of possibilities and maybes tonight. But the next section will possibly be just me talking about, and I'm telling you, I always, during this whole podcast, do say this right, Joker Harley criminal sanity, Eric, number one. Uh, But we'll then be back with some more mail where me and Eric will pretty much act out the kind of like the acting out version of our classic rock albums that we love. We're going to have little plays put on based on classic that. rock albums. I can't wait, Eric. I hope that you're ready to do that. But no rocks album. What that's that's play, nonsense. Play, play, pretend kind of that's shit out of nowhere. TV and other albums? Look at us. We're here in the fortress. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. We're going to go off there to hear possibly a more subdued me talking about a very uh, you know, one important you don't remember, book, do you? And uh, remember, how can I remember the future? We're going to go and do that now, <laughs> and then we'll be back. <laughs> 
Welcome back. It's just me, no Eric, and that means that I am talking Joker Harley Criminal Sanity Number One, written by Kemi Garcia, art by Miko Suyan and Mike Mayhew, letters by Richard Starkings of Comic Craft Fame, and in lieu of a blurb that I usually do just to make Eric laugh, or maybe when a Harvey, I'm going to end up here reading the solicit for this. Is a black label book, by the way. Uh, so it gets a little, this one's more of a little bit uh, gory than, say, sexy. And some cursing involved, some curse words, the cussing. In Gotham City, where heinous acts of violence are a daily occurrence, GCPD relies on Harley Quinn, a young forensic psychiatrist and profiler to consult on their toughest cases. But Harley is haunted by one unsolved case the night she discovered her roommate's body marked with the signature of a notorious serial killer known as the Joker. Five years later, the case remains unsolved and a new series of horrific murders occur throughout the city. As the murders escalate, Harley's obsession with finding the depraved psychopath responsible leads her down a dangerous path when the past and the present finally collide. Harley has to decide how she will go and how far and how willing she is to Cross the lines to solve these cases once and for all. So you're going to get the idea of, you know, it is Harley Quinn. We've had a bunch of Harley Quinn books lately. We have even more down the line. But this is a bit of a different twist. This isn't the, you know, Harley Quinn that we know. It's not the one that ends up being the Joker, you know, psychiatrist and then falls from and, you know, all that jazz. Um, But in the meantime, it is a Harley Quinn that's obsessed with the Joker's killings, including Eddie, her quote-unquote roommate. It's actually her girlfriend. And so she is kind of getting involved in these serial killers, into these things. So it ends up being obsession in a different way. That's the twist here. And I do like it. Now, if you don't like Harley Quinn because you're like, I don't like when she's breaking the fourth walls, or I don't like when she's dancing around with their hammers and doing that, This isn't that Harley Quinn. And in fact, this isn't one of those books. There is the twist. Like I said, the Joker's here. He's not in this. And in fact, he hasn't been seen in five years. But the uh, twist of this isn't the, hey, it's, you know, Harley. And all of a sudden we see her have a hammer. And oh, my God. Or, oh, man, she's got pet hyenas in a day. This is a pretty much a true crime deal based on the fact that Harley Quinn was a psychiatrist and almost like a a regular real world twist because when the Joker does end up killing her roommate, uh, she ends up what appears to be goes from being a psychiatrist to go back to school to become a profiler. She ends up, this seems to inspire her to then go off and, you know, change her career direction uh, because it it hit home. It's personal. And so she does that. But we, Enter the fray here, though, is Harley Quinn. It's about eight months since she started working with the GCPD as a profiler. And you see this through some dialogue a little bit, some narration. But you also see a pretty cool deal right away where she has an office. And it's just like in paper, Dr. Harley Quinn with a piece of paper with tape 
on it over there. So you know that she's pretty new to being the full-out profiler, though, as this goes on, you have a Jim Gordon who hasn't been at the GCPD along himself uh, starting to really rely on Harley on a lot of these, realizing that she is a genius, realizing that she does know what she's doing. In fact, at a point, she even teaches a class on serial killers. Um, so you start off and she's giving you some, you know, a little background about how psycho killers and serial killers, they're, they're predators. They're, there's even the mention of apex predator, which kind of was like, really? That, that's a weird synergy. But she ends up talking about psychopaths have an advantage over everybody because they don't have guilt or remorse. They only have the hunt. And now we're going to jump into it because there is a, what they are terming, the GCPD is terming a gang killing. There is a guy. He's obviously cut off in the middle. Only his upper torso deal is remaining with guts hanging out on a park bench. They have him even situated like he's just hanging there. He's just watching the birds, feeding the pigeons. Don't feed the pigeons. They're basically rats with wings. But also the hacksaw that was used to cut the guy. He's just laying there right next to the, you know, the bench. And also his throat is sliced. Uh, So they end up showing Harley this. And this Detective Maddox, he thinks it's a gang killing. And Harley's like, "Eh, there's no gang killing. Gangs don't end up cutting people in half and leaving the hacksaw there. And this guy doesn't even seem like a gang member, she says. You know, he doesn't have tattoos. He doesn't have the usual deal of a gang member. We'll have to figure out what's going on with that. But in the meantime, she does throw out this thing that this Detective Maddox, who's the head of the gang squad, the you know, he is the guy who's a gang guy uh he says it's gang uh she says he's an idiot and basically says when she first joined you know working with the gcpd eight months ago pretty much she solved all of this maddox's crimes she she solved all of his cases for him while he pretty much stared at her ass so it's one of those she's not going to tell anybody this it's you know until he starts pushing her buttons a bit but this guy's just an asshole and ended up you know, getting some promotions, it seems, and stuff like that because of Harley. But she's just doing her thing. She's talking to, you know, Gordon about it. So it then leads into the idea where Gordon's like, oh, by the way, we're reclassifying some cases. And unfortunately, Eddie's case, Harley's girlfriend, uh, it's now going to become a cold case. The GCPD has no leads in five years. It looks like the Joker's gone. And I, what Carly says is that Gordon has said basically either he's just stopped, which does happen. Maybe he's dead. Maybe he just died. Or maybe he's already in jail. Maybe they got him for something else. He's in jail and we haven't seen anything from him. And you end up with Harley basically saying, you know, just imagine if you came home and your wife was dead in a bathtub with flowers all around or the sliced neck and things like that. You know, would you just give it up? Because, you know, Gordon's like, you're going to have to move on. You know, it's five years. The Joker's gone. Just move on. She can't move on. And in fact, like I said, it seems like you see right away that her new career path, the idea that she is a profiler and helping the police is all become because of this. And you go back and this is where you see that first bit of art change. So good. And you go back five years earlier to see what happened. And Harley's coming home. She was working in Bloodhaven. She's just, you know, doing psych consultant uh, deal, but ended up, she's like, oh, Bloodhaven's the worst. I ended up even pumping a guy's stomach last night. I mean, Bloodhaven is terrible. And she comes in and just the progression of it, there's Chinese food. 
she's there eating the Chinese food and like, Eddie, you know, what's going on? I, you're supposed to wake up when I'm home. I want to bitch and moan about my job. And that's what you're supposed to do. I don't care if you're sleeping. And she's like, huh, what's going on? And she's eating some Chinese food that obviously Eddie had gotten. But then she's like, oh, man, there's some fortune cookies that are laid out and they're all broken open. She's like, really? You, you, you took all of the fortunes out of here. This is ridiculous. And then the worst. It's like, I smell bleach. You know, were you cleaning all weekend? Well, I told you, you know, you don't have to clean. It's like Tanya. She gets on these binges, starts cleaning, and the whole house smells like bleach. So she's like, what's going on? Hey, are you in the bathroom? Goes in the bathroom. And Eddie, in another bit of a twist, I mean, it, it is very uh, easily seen that it is a amalgam kind of thing of poison ivy. And she is in the bathtub with her hands bound, her neck sliced, with a jokerized smile on her face and just flowers in the in the uh the what's it called in the bathtub in the water blood in the water stuff like that but also all around in the water on flowers on the side of the bathtub are these fortunes from the fortune cookies and I'll tell you when you you go in here and you see Harley come home and you're like man this is the greatest it's so realistic art it's so cool oh my god when you do see that that page with Eddie, uh, it, it's too realistic. I mean, it is. You are pretty much at a crime scene right here. And I think that it plays off well. I mean, it's disturbing, but it plays off well just to kind of be shocked and be appalled at something like this so that you can kind of see what Harley did see. And I think it's played out crazy, crazy but pretty well. And that's where you end up where, you have uh, Gordon show up and the rest of the GCPD uh, to, you know, look at the crime scene to talk about Harley. And there's, you know, a little little bits here that are pretty cool with the idea of Harley being pretty tough where she's like, hey, did your roommate know any? It, her name was Eddie. Like, she's mad. And they see that the person below their apartment, James, he was killed, too. He was killed in the same way. So the Joker killed the person below the apartment. And, and it seems they have a little bit of a connection because they knew James because the three of them studied together. They must have went to school together. And basically, Harley says, I don't have any family and I don't have anything going on. Um, but all of this is, uh, you know, a cold case. Now she's thinking back to this. We're seeing in the only book or only thing that was stolen from James's apartment was a book on surgical procedure which is kind of eerie as well and now we go back to the present where harley busts into the detective's room and wants to tell maddox hey asshole this isn't gang this isn't a gang homicide this is a serial killer you're an idiot and this guy is such a jerk even when she comes in she's like man how many times has this been you know three four here coming down there they're gonna think you're a badge banger and she's like just shut the hell up and like this is gang stuff and then the guy throws out the deal where he's like oh i don't care if you're a genius who graduated high school at 12 harleen quinzel that's your real name right and then harley's like i graduated at 14 if you ever call me that again i will kill you and i'll also tell the chief how many of the cases of yours that I solved? And he's like, fuck off, fuck you. So there's a little bit of a thing there of why she is so upset about being called Harleen Quinzel. Something must have happened, something with her family, I'm guessing, that might lead into all of this as well. But yeah, she ends up just walking away. He says, fuck you. And she says, not if I was on fire and you were holding a bucket of water. So again, tough cookie. She is, she ain't taking it. And then she goes, and then they're, 
there she's there and there's a lot of inner monologue in this there's a lot of inner monologue of her thinking you know about the case thinking about the joker stuff thinking about all that i think it plays off real well you see that she goes and when she's mad she goes and starts hitting the heavy bag she's got her room where she's got all these things taped up and things it's obvious she has not stopped doing the joker case but Obviously, though, there's nothing going on with the Joker for five years. But she says to herself, "Okay, the way that I can do this, the way that I can try to solve this now, because now she's a you know, she has some more knowledge and things like that. Let's go back to step one. She's already gone through this, but maybe everything that she's worked on since that five years, all this stuff, maybe starting from the beginning, she can dig up something that she missed. And she goes off to talk to a Gina who was kind of a witness at least knew the first guy who was killed and she goes off to a bar to go talk to this waitress and says hey i'm i'm dr harley quinn i'm a profiler assisting the police uh and the mick kelly investigation you know mick who died you know all those years ago can you tell me about anything that you know anything that you remember and basically you do go through a little progression of this, you know, piece of crap guy. And this guy who got killed is not a nice guy, but he, he's kind of a piece of crap. He's got his wife, a kid, and they're going for his birthday. He ends up getting a Wayne Tech uh, microcontroller board that he says, oh, man, I can, I can make robots and I can make electronics. And the, the dad, I don't care what you do with it, kid. It looks like stuff from school, you know, whatever. This is bull crap. Uh, and there's a really neat progression here that I don't think is right in your face but as they're leaving this toy store this kind of pawn shop it looks like they you end up seeing on the tv that there is a pursuit a batman on a motorcycle pursuing uh, you know a villain and so they end up this this family goes out on the street they're walking the dad like i said the dad seems shady he he doesn't care what his kids doing just you know be quiet whatever and these guys come up to him He's like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, I haven't seen you in a while. And it looks like he's involved in some, like, gang stuff, some mobster type deal. And they say to this guy, like, hey, you know, Mick, you're going to be taking a drink with us now. I don't care if it's your son's birthday or whatever. You know, we're old friends, right? Wink, wink. We're going to talk. And Mick goes off to end up, you know, having a drink with these guys, kind of settle some business, it seems. Maybe he owes him some money or something like that. Um but And you have the kid throughout. You're seeing a lot of the kids' emotions, non-emotions at points throughout this. But Mick ends up going off with these pieces of crap and says, hey, Julia, the wife, you go home. You drive home. Take the kid home. I'll catch a ride. I'll meet you. So they're there. They're going. And, you know, the kid is in the back seat, and there's a thing. He's singing London Bridges. And that's where the mom says, you always hum London Bridges when you're wrong, when you're bothered. What's wrong? Like, nothing dad's angry and then she's like no no he's not angry don't worry about it but i think this is london bridges humming will end up coming back as well but here's the little not twist but here's the little turnabout here is that they're there all of a sudden batman just flies by on the motorcycle he's in pursuit he flies by and unfortunately ends up then going in front of a truck which sped you know the guy in the truck freaks out he ends up swerving. It ends up hitting a car that hits their car. The car goes into the river and the mom dies. And legitimately here, 
even though it's just a side deal that I don't think will really play out. Uh, Batman's the reason this this lady died. There's no doubt about it. 100% Batman pretty much, in you know, he, he killed this lady. The kid gets out. The son gets out. He swims up. But the mom is still trapped in the car. And he's yelling, you know, you got to say my mom. You got to say my mom. They're like, we're trying. We're trying. We'll, we'll try. But they don't. She dies. The dad shows up. Mick shows up, the dad, and starts just screaming at the kid. Why didn't you save her? Now, back to when... uh Harley was talking to this bartender. The lady did say at the point then that, you know, after this wife, Julia, died, Mick became pretty angry, even more angry than he was, and just started beating this kid, John, his name was. And she's like, hey, didn't anybody, you know, hear this? Oh, yeah, we heard the screaming. We heard the screaming all the time. Like, well, why didn't you go and help him? You know, you hear a little kid screaming. Why? Oh, no, it wasn't John, the kid who was screaming. It was Mick. Who was screaming still I think I would have called the police uh, But she's like you know what The kid disappeared then He left And this was years later When the He was in high school The kid then went on He was in high school And that's when the Joker Murdered this Mick And the idea was That the kid then ran off When he saw the body Possibly ran off Didn't want to be in a group home For that deal Hated his dad anyway And ran off and wasn't seen So you, you're kind of getting That little vibe that they want you to think that maybe uh the kid is turned into the joker but we'll have to see how that plays out we'll also have to see if maybe some of these people all these things are related to a batman thing because like i said it seemed like batman killed this this wife uh but then later the husband was killed by the joker uh while this is going on she does get a text that she has to be at the cemetery there's another murder Uh, And they go to the cemetery and it is a ritualistic type deal where a body with (laughs) really odd stitched in body parts. You have four legs and four arms there because it is laid out as the Leonardo da Vinci's Vitruvian Man, if you know what that is, a very famous painting there. So you'd see that and it's there. And the weird thing about it is they're in a circle like that and the circle is actually made of individual tendons and it, it it's pretty graphic now at this point it is the black and white gritty art so it's not as disturbing i'd say as the eddie murder earlier but it's still pretty crazy well now you have maddox a piece of shit detective coming in like oh, what are we doing over here why are we taking so much time this is obviously a cult and a ritualistic murder for some satanic deal and she's like, are you an idiot? Like, th- these aren't. He even says, look at it. It's it's like a satanic symbol, like a pentagram or something. She's like, did you take history in school, Maddox? And this is where I'm telling you, you get pretty. This is where the black label stuff is, is when Maddox is involved. And like, didn't you take art history in school, Maddox? What do I look like, a pussy? And I mean, this guy is so much a piece of crap. She's like, no, no, that's not satanic symbol. It's Leonardo da Vinci's Vitruvia, man. You know, Gordon will cue you in. Ask him about it. I got a class to teach. I'm not here to teach you. And even looking at the body there, you got the the legs sewn, but then you also have like a knee that's actually somebody else's knee connected to other people's feet. No, it's it's crazy. But she goes off to talk to her class on serial killers and probably profiling. And then you do get if you are a kind of a fan of the serial killer stuff and things like that, you do get now pretty much a couple pages of famous serial killers and the discussion and the discussion here and this is where i said at one point when we were doing our our uh, joker year of the villain 
where the Joker, you're the villain. We did that on Patreon, but the Joker, you're the villain is all about the concept of the difference between crazy and evil. Well, this kind of goes on that route as well in a more academic way where she's talking about, you know, serial killers and killers in general and people in general. You know, there are the crazy people and then there's the not crazy people and, you know, either or. And in my mind, it's the ones that aren't crazy that are the scariest. And they're the ones like a Ted Bundy that she even puts out where there's Ted Bundy. He's luring women and young girls into his beetle there and and he's got a a kill kit in the trunk he ends up killing him and then he goes back to the where he takes the bodies and then have sex with their dead bodies later as well and that is sick and the thing is though is he's not crazy per se he knows what he's doing he plans what he's doing he's a highly organized intelligent guy uh, but he's premeditating this. He kept the murder kit in his trunk. He went to great lengths to deceive and evade law enforcement. So he is evil. He is pure evil. He's not crazy because at one point the one guy in the in the audience is like, "Hey, you know what? What's going on? You know, those people are crazy." And like now some of them aren't. And this is a lot of these police officers are doing this. They're doing it at Gotham University, but there are police officers there. But there's other people as well. But then you get you know, other people who are crazy, like Richard Chase, the vampire of Sacramento, who he he ended up murdering six people because he had to drink their blood and eat their corpses because he thought that his heart was shrinking. And that was the only way that you could stop that. So there's the delusion. There's the idea that they don't know what they're doing or they think they're doing it for something else. And it's a pretty cool deal. And if you like these serial killers, it's a couple of cool pages. You got John Wayne Gacy at the end, too. And he's like, he knew what he was doing. He just was evil. And so we're going to go through that whole route of, you know, what's scarier, evil or crazy? And like I said, in the Joker year of the villain, that was done in in one way. That was kind of, you know, a Joker type of deal. This is a more serious way. And I think that this hits even more, especially with those you know, examples there. And when you you have that going on, I actually wish that when we went through this, you ended up having the Joker thrown in here as one of these, quote, real life cases and get a little more idea. I guess that Cami Garcia wants to do that a little later in the deal. But I think that would have put it back into the idea of, you know, this happening in this real world where you do have a Ted Bunny, but you also then have a Joker. We could have gotten a little more of his M.O., a little more of the things going on there. But as she's doing this, some guy comes up and he's like, hey, you know, hey, I've been researching serial killers and I'm not a cop, but I, I just love your class and things. And she's like, oh, this is one of them serial killer groupies. You know, this guy probably sends letters to all these guys. And she's like, I have to go. And the guy's like, really? Like, what was it like to find that body after the Joker killed? And like that body was my girlfriend and you're about to become a crime scene, you piece of crap. Now get the hell out of here. And he runs off. Ah, he runs off going. Uh, but she gets a call then and uh, she there's a new crime scene that she has to go to. Now we're not going to see this crime scene per se. When she gets there, you have people throwing up. And what are you, a a rookie puking like that? Yes. And she's like, oh, man, what's going on? And you do end up seeing, you know, a bunch of the people's reactions going on. It seems like Harley's looking at that as well. But we didn't see the scene yet. Um, But 
she ends up saying, you know, as you go to each crime scene, you kind of tighten up. You don't know what you're going to get each crime scene like this, especially with a serial killer profile. She's like, uh, you know, I don't know. This could be something that never leaves you for life. You get this nervousness deal. And when she goes, she, she ends up seeing it and you go through her facial expressions. She seems shocked at one point. And then just the next panel seems kind of like a determined pissed off. Uh, as it ends and then it ends and then you have a next issue which says jim gordon the gcpd have turned to profile harley quinn for assistance she's intrigued by the level of care and detail this new depraved serial killer is putting into his crime scenes there must be clue to his pathology in his artful staging his level of meticulous preparation is unusual but will it lead to or help delay his capture and I, like i said i think that because of the joker twist in and stuff like that I do believe she will become fully obsessed with the Joker, but in a different way, obsessed as a profiler and hopefully obsessed with just catching him and either putting him in jail. I wouldn't mind at this point, even after one issue, if she ends up, you know, looking the other and killing him and then just saying, I don't know what happened. But, yeah, uh, it's crazy. And I, I will tell you that in this, uh, you know, next issue deal, when you do see you know the deal and it, it may not be what's happening but there's a meat hook hanging and it doesn't look it doesn't look good and i don't think anything's that good in this and if somebody's puking i, I just can imagine what's going on but that's the end uh i think that if you are into like this true crime stuff and and you enjoy that or more like if you ever watch those tv shows again i'm not going to know the names of these uh you know is it jim Werner profiler i wish that was on uh but Tanya would watch a lot of these shows that, you know, dealt with a lot of profiling, things like that. And she really liked them. So I think that if you like that, I think you'll like this. Again, I think that the one thing, and it makes sense because it's Harley, the psychiatrist, going on to be a profiler. It's a nice little twist there. But I think that maybe one of the turnoffs to some people will be the idea that, oh, it's just Joker and Harley again. Why would I deal with this? Oh, I've had too much Harley. I, you know, all these things. And uh, it's, it's a little different. It, it's what I think the Black Label books should be about, where you have these twists with characters, but they're a darker story. This, and this isn't a story like, hey, look at my wang, and there's a bat wang stuff. There isn't a ton of cursing. There's cursing. But in my mind, it's realistic. It's real. It's not just it's not mature because it throws out, you know, some body parts or some curse words. It's mature because of the theme. It's mature because, you know, it's a little gory. That's that's there. But it's more the theme. It's something that I think people should check out. And what I'm saying is, you know, you hear me bitching and moaning about every book. I mean, earlier in the podcast, I was losing my mind uh, because of a failed Super Sons regathering, you know, so I'm, I'm mad about this. And then I go to this book, which is not my jam. I'm not really a mature book guy. I usually like, say, a Super Sons reunion. Uh, but this actually got me. And I'm doing this because Carlos ended up reviewing it on the site we weren't even going to review it on the site he wanted to review it so he ended up reviewing it loved it and then called me out and said why aren't you guys talking about this on the podcast it's really good it's a number one and said you guys should do the number ones at least and then decide if you are going to continue with the series if you don't then you've made your decision but at least you read the number one and i agreed with him i said you know what carlos son of a bitch you're right so i ended up doing this i ended up reading it uh, and I even liked it more than him. He gave it an 8.5 on the site, 
I'm giving it a nine. And I think just the art itself is a 10. I mean, really, the art is at points breathtaking, uh, then disturbing, and then breathtaking again. And even the black and white stuff I love. It really gets you into the, like, the nitty gritty, you know, street level deal of the uh, GCPD and Harley being a profiler. So I really, really enjoyed this. And like I said, I really lately I've been down with some of the books. So if, you know, it means anything to you, I give this a nine out of 10. Uh, And I think that it is something that people should check out. It's a little different from what the norm is. It's pretty cool. Has me intrigued. I want to see what's going on. A nice cliffhanger of, man, what is this crime scene going on? And I want to see, you know, I want Harley to solve this murder. You know, I want her to solve the Joker case because I want her to have closure with her girlfriend that she found dead, stuff like that, because I really like this Harley. She's a tough, like I said, a tough cookie. She ain't taking crap, and it's really good. You know, this isn't the, hey, dear, Putin. This is a girl who's a genius, has gone, you know, you, you go with pretty much where the divergence is, where she's, you know, Harley, Harley, Harleen, and then all of a sudden we're in a real world, and she becomes a psychiatrist and a profiler, and I think it's really well played out, and I liked it. So I'm going to stop gushing about it now, and we're going to go off, I believe, back to some mail is what I said. We recorded that stuff last night. I was tired as all get up. It is now Sunday morning. I'm redoing this. I had recorded this a couple times earlier. Wasn't really pleased with the audio. And instead of editing, I like to just redo it. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hate talking with myself, me, myself, and I, like De La Soul once sang. Uh, but now we're going to go off. Now here's Eric. And he's talking all about DC. Now here's Eric. And he's talking all about DC. His reviews are strong and sound His scores are much better than Jim's you'll see He will tell us all about D.C. So tell us all about D.C. Eric Shea Eric Shea, indeed. Here we are with the second round of books. I say second round, Eric, because it seems like we're getting beat up over <laughs> and over. Ding, ding. We're right? already you know beat up I'm in the saying? second round. We suck. Second round. Well, you know what happens. This is Tyson. I mean, he's coming out. He, I think old the first Tyson, round we though. come out, we're just tapping around, trying to figure out what nah, the other guy's what, doing what do a little bit. Just kind of dancing. Dance? We're yeah. not ballet dancers. This is a fight, my friend. Well, like a butterfly sting like a bee. I'm not sticking like the bee till the eighth round. We're in the octagon where I think oh, no. that we're, you know, we're fighting such, such MMA stars as the, the guy with the gloves things. I don't know oh. much about MMA. Uh, you know, yeah, you, you have such guys. The guy as with the gloves things. The, the, uh, the, the, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, desperately trying to think of anything. Connor McGregor. That's the only one I know, but I know All that right. he is nonsense. Yeah. He's nonsense. That guy, that guy gets some more fights outside the ring than inside the ring from what I so have Conor McGregor T- might be there. Yeah, TMZ told me to watch your ass. He's going to be on you. Uh, anytime you, you even make a move, that guy's on oh, you. No, it's uh, we're here, we're here uh, with three books in this section. I just wanted to get my mail. Uh, that's right. I'm, j- I'm just going out to get my car, Connor. Please. Get back uh, in your I fucking house. 
Hey, get back in your fucking house, you asshole. There you go. Now, you sound a little uh, Australian uh, there when I do it, but hey, that's fine. But we're going to do three books in this section. Eric, one better than the next is what Good. I was told by most people on the internet. Unfortunately, right. here we are in the land of reality. And truth, Eric. Truth <laughs> and reality reign supreme in this kingdom of podcasting land. Oh, my. Let me see my kingdom uh, before me. Oh, it's a kingdom of dirt. That's what it is, Eric. A kingdom of dust. <sighs> I don't know what's as happening. As Trent Reznor once told me that you would be able to take over eventually, right? That the kingdom of dust and we're here to start with eric now that we're getting off on a positive and fun note we're here to talk flash number 80 is the first thing you ever flash somebody is that something yes. you've ever done have you where yes. they unwilling a lot so basically you're telling me that well, i don't I even repeat get into this, actually. Saying. really so what you're telling me is you, you've been arrested uh, no, for no, this said no. flashing. They learned to well, keep their mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, really. they, they were never seen again. It's funny. The last thing they saw was your millipeder. Is what they Aww. saw, Eric. And then they, they ended I told up them dying. I'm a grower, not a shower. Well, that's the thing. They died of laughter, Eric. That's what happened. I don't think that we should be making fun of this. <laughs> this isn't a my good penis. Thing. I no, no, the flashing. Uh, I've never flashed though. Uh, back in my day, Eric, you know. When we used to hang I'm running, I'm an streaking. onion on our belt uh, because that was the fashion of the day, there was a lot of streaking going on back there. In fact, one of my favorite songs as a kid that, again, thought comedy genius was The Streak. Uh-huh. I, I really like that song. You ever hear that song? Do you remember yes. The Streak song? That, they call me you have the played street. it for me many Woo. times. Look at that, I think look you just want to see me naked. And then you know why I really like that? If you think, if you go and listen to The Streak, uh, what I really like, though, in the middle and and throughout the song, you end up breaking into with a reporter. It's like a news reporter. I love that stuff, Eric. That That is really the things that really get me. Mr. Jaws. Not, not your wife streak. or kids, but the streak. No, I need the streak. Like, here I am. I'm reporting down here on the corner. Whoa, wait, look at that. I, I, I love it. I love it, Eric. And, and you know what? I, I like this book. <laughs> I don't love it. There's not a love segue here. But... The Flash is starting to become one of those books that I don't know. It's like one of those things where you have somebody in high school, guy, girl, whatever. You know, they're not exactly they're not exactly the, you know, prettiest or handsomest of people. They're not going to win the, you know, the crown of the uh, the what's it called? What is it? Uh, The prom king king and queen or whatever. But uh, 10 years later, you see them and you're like, you know what? They really didn't age a lot. So, you know, uh, kudos to you. You're looking pretty good now. It's just waiting for, well, it's waiting for the time. You know, I've seen some of these people go to college and shit doesn't work out for them, Eric. I'm (laughs) telling you. And so when you see them, then you see them at 38. Then you see them at 50 and you're like, you know what? You've maintained. You've maintained this where, yeah, you may not have ever been the best looking uh, ever. But you know what? You're you're pretty good right now. All those others, you know, that prom queen king, I saw them. They're wrecks. They're dead heroin, Eric. It it hit them. Uh, So that's what I go with the flesh where we have not liked a lot of the run. I have no idea how that goes with the flesh. Oh, you'll see. This makes full sense. At one point, we had a lot of books that were like, oh, man, this is really hitting. This is, uh, you know, and then when the the flesh has got to the flesh. No, when we got to the flesh, we were like. Oh, you know, it's okay. It it just, it's not wowing me like some of these other books. It's not 
the best book of the week, but it's not the worst. It's maintainment throughout this whole 80 issues, this whole rebirth run. And by this point now, it's a freaking bell of the ball. I'm so sick of a lot of these books, but yet Flash has just maintained that middle ground. And by now I'm like, you know what? I don't mind talking about Flash. I don't mind, you know, reading Flash as much as at one point I thought I would at this, you know, late stage in the game heading to 5G. Eric, 5G. So, yeah, it's been, you know, pretty positive. Not positive, but it's not horrible. Isn't that, uh, you know, a backhanded it's, it's compliment? It's doing its best right now to try to make everything that Joshua Williamson has set up actually make sense, but in a different way, which I kind of appreciate, even though it's in this late run of its life. Yeah, it didn't do the heroin, Eric. And really, it, it went off to college and, and it, it might have. Shape. It but now it's it gotten in shape. Well, it's it's freaking it's clean. Cleaned it's cleaned itself good. up. Yeah. It's cleaned itself up. I got a lot of friends and, like and that. And it's ready to go. You know, he's looking over there. He's like, boy, you know, what happened to the, the Batman's? Oh, you don't want to know. You don't want to see that, Rick. He's living down at the Bush house. I mean, really. Uh, so I'm ending up with this. And this is a problem, too. We've even had this. I got in an argument on Twitter, you know, amazingly. That there were people like, oh, man, you know, the Batman run's hitting hard now. Oh, man, it's great. But it's almost like they're judging it only on the Batman run from before. I don't want to do that with the Flash. Like, say, hey, man, you know, it's good because the other books stink. It's actually not bad. And like you said, it's tying some things in. It's answering some questions that we wanted to know about Zoom and things like that. So I actually kind of like this issue, though it went by in a flash, Eric. Flash number 80, written by Joshua Williamson. I'm going for my Harvey, is what I'm doing right now. And I think that you might enjoy tonight. Just sit back and enjoy my blurbs. I'm really putting more effort into these than, than I usually do. I didn't oh. mail these in, is what I'm okay. saying. <laughs> and then I, uh, I actually wrote them earlier in the day. So, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Scott Collins, Luis Guerrero, and Steve Wands. This issue zooms by as Barry and Irish try to figure out why and where of Zoom's sudden reappearance and what his big plan is. Barry finds out that while most of us would like to cheat death, Zoom wants to kill it. But by the end of the issue, it's Barry who is going to need some help in that department. Speaking of death, seeing Kid Flash and Avery about to confront the real souped-up versions of the rogues makes me think that Eric Shea is right, and they may be short some speedsters coming up. Yeah, you think that Avery's going to die, and it's, it's one of those weird deals that you end up having Joshua Williamson. That's a character he created, and then it went off into the new Superman book. So yeah, it, she just had, like a China. She had some legs, Eric. <laughs> and uh, so I doubt he'll kill her only because that's like one of the, you know, it'd be like Godspeed dying or or Mina. And, uh, you, you don't want to kill Look, off all Jim, your characters you because you might make money on them down the line. You create you know? these characters so you can have something to kill off later on to have well, that you big can. moment. And that is kind of what we always say is when you're going to reset Who's the, the, low the character man on the totem and things pole. like oh, that. No, oh, Avery. The, every book ends up like the Suicide Squad. At the end of a run, you're like, okay, who's getting oh, the no. brain bomb this week? But I think that Avery has some legs, like I said, as a joke before. But I mean it because she's the younger she girl. She doesn't even have Flash. a real China. Like she's her. the Flash of China. We just call her Avery. Yeah. At least Wallace says the kid China's Flash nothing. moniker. I, yeah. I heard from, from South me? Park that they end up running the whole inter- entertainment Jim, industry. Jim, what they do? We're not, we're not allowed. To, we're podcast is not allowed in China. Uh, I know. Actually, I saw at one point yeah. that it was. So what do you care? And, and you know what? We are banned in more countries than I ever actually yeah. told you. We are banned in a bunch of countries. It's 
mainly because we curse it up. Exactly. We, we like the curse words. You, you know what I say to China, Eric? Fuck you! Take that, you China. Go. Oh, my. <laughs> Take that. Who's leading that country? Chairman Mao? I, I don't even know, Eric. Take it, China. Take your wall and shove it up your butt. Right? That's what I say. But we're going on big to man, this Jim issue. Here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm big talk. China comes knocking on the door. I'm shitting oh, no. my pants and falling down the stairs again. That wasn't me, China. That was that was Eric. And then behind, I'm like, who's behind? Oh, no, it's turkey. Gobble, gobble, gobble. I'm like, listen, I, I'm now a vegetarian turkey. It's an international affair here, Eric. There's the world's trouble. a silly place. There is troubles. But yeah, so we start off the issue and we're getting a little recap. And, and this is the other thing is a lot of times in this book, we get a ton of recap. We'll st- We'll spend five pages on recap. And I like the pacing of the recap. We still get a lot of recap in this. We end up going and seeing Zoom's origin. We have a lot of things, but these things are better served the way well, they are. And I like that it's split up a little more the way it is here. We than had a little bit this book has had. of the Zoom thing in the Flash War when he first introduced the whole idea that he mm-hmm. was Bali, what, what Bali? Wally's like, you know, reverse Flash at the time when he was the Flash, stuff like that. But now that we have him pretty much just going up to bed, it's like, all right, we really have to, you know, tell people who Zoom is because even before we had him be. Uh, yeah. Uh, a speedster to a degree is like he had a time manipulation power to make it look like he was running fast. He wasn't connected to speed force, but now after the flash war, he does have that and the sage yeah. force and the uh, strength force. And I just wish that besides for the end, him saying he has this, I wish we'd be able to see what that well, actually means. And, and that uh, when we do get to the zoom part and start talking about that, what you said is completely correct for once. And when oh. you do this though, you end up where I don't know that he goes far enough. Like you're saying, you want to see more of what that means. I also am afraid that a lot of people are just jumping on and maybe jumping on, you know, the last couple issues. I, I think that uh, Zoom is going to confuse them a little. You, you end up getting, you know, some background, but then the background has like almost like the asterisk to it of, you know, this is a different timeline. And it is mentioned, which I do appreciate that it's mentioned. And it actually makes some sense to me when we do this except for a couple other things that don't make sense but i think that there's more like usually we're upset that the flashbook goes by and we're not getting enough i think that with the zoom stuff at that one little part we may get a little too much right here and i think it's because he's not going to be in it that much longer here in this story i think that he's gonna you know get out of there or whatever will happen with this um but even the beginning is what i'm saying of the the main recap you get one page you get one page spelling out who the Black Flash is, what he's done, how, you know, Sage Force, you know, Psych is dead. You know, you have Commander Colden Fuerza hidden in the show. And, and it's very quick. And I did like that. I, that it pretty much is like the Marvel recap page yeah. right there. And I, I like that. Which we'll it, get it throughout go, then, though, even with the yeah. feel like, you'll, here's one page now. Here's the background of Zoom well, and how that's he, you the know, thing, though. his father was killed by the clown. Yeah. And he, I go, like you know, that more, like that. though. I like the we pacing have a lot of stuff more with that way. But even when yeah. we get to the Forever Force and what that is, then we have a little catch-up page with the Forever Force oh, yeah. and dealing with Zoom there and stuff like that. I'm, we're doing a lot of stuff here. I'm like, no, why did we there's bring a lot thrown the Rogues in. and Iris and Zoom into this guy? Yeah, there's story? a lot thrown in here, but I, I'm saying 
usually we have had times where we're like, oh, man, we're on page nine. We're still doing recap. Like I'm telling you, usually Williamson will do a lot of times. Hey, you know, the the Black Flash is here with a few days to thrill and also Zoom. Oh, let me tell you about him. And oh, man, you know what? Iron Heights, that's down and all the rogues. And at least you're going through these little deals where you can kind of get a little story. Then you get a little recap. But boy, he is really throwing a lot of information at the reader at this point. And hopefully in the next issue, it pays off because here, like I said, once you get the Zoom, it it gets, I think, a little bit confusing if you don't know what they're talking about. If you don't realize that he is a guy from a different timeline, what he's pointing out, a lot of these things in this did not happen in this timeline. And it's just kind of thrown there. I do think that some people just go with it. Like they don't even read. They're like, okay, whatever. His dad dad was bad. You know, all that stuff can go in any sort of way. So you can kind of go with it anyway but for us waiting to see things and waiting to see how this zoom was going to be handled especially after the flash war there are some things that you're like oh man that's cool i'm glad that it's spelled out especially this is a book that doesn't normally spell out a ton of things but yeah it kind of runs into some dead ends with, with some of the things that are spelled out but i can kind of get past those but what were you going to say i was going to say the idea though because we have the uh, zoom talking about how he's from a different timeline meaning that he's from the pre-flashpoint timeline because yeah. he has to be to a degree because because he is the reverse flash of Wally West. We didn't have yep. a lot of Wally West. A lot of people are not exactly knowing what Wally West meant in this whole New 52 timeline into Rebirth, whether or not he was there and then was like, you know, disappeared by Abracadabra, if he was actually stuck in the Speed Force when the Flashpoint took, like, took over into the New 52. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Even we don't know that because people keep going back and forth of what they think that means and like, you know, how they explain it to mean. So we have to have this Zoom be a zoom from a previous timeline yeah. because that's what, like you know we had wally being the flash it only makes yeah. sense for him to be here from a different timeline now like just hanging out in the 25th century with Eobar for that flash war bit until he finally comes back he was able to like bypass the flashpoint in the new 52 and now he's here but now he's connected to the speed force sage force and strength force i'm like oh god and now we're going to get to the forever force at some point yeah, yeah. And uh, that's why if you are reading and didn't realize this whole thing with the past timeline and stuff, and, and I wish that you did get a little more of Zoom kind of bringing up Wally and what happened to Wally in the sanctuary and stuff like that as well. But that's kind of just pushed aside. But now he's finally why. got the tragedy that Zoom always wanted him to have. Yeah, he always wanted. It. And that's why I'm, I'm really shocked that you're not getting more of that. But that may be something they work at the, you know, while they're doing that flash forward well, as well. He did well. make Linda uh, miscarriage at the one point, so maybe that was yeah. enough. Like, he just keeps going back oh and screwing Wally over. Yes. Uh, so, but with this, that's why, if you're reading this, I'm wondering why, you know, why with Zoom trash talking and yelling at Barry so much, why is he keep bringing up Wally? And that is why. That That's kind of a little bit of a, we even said in the flash war, it was cool because you had stuff going on and you had Wally and, and Zoom, but Zoom and Barry, they don't have as much of that connection. So most of the stuff going on is going to be, you know, Wally did this and I did this to Wally and, and Wally Wally. So, but I did like the one call out again. It's a different timeline type deal. But when Zoom ends up starting to choke out Barry and it's like, hey, is this how Eobard felt? And I'm like, oh my, that's some trash talking there. <laughs> uh, but again, that points out a different time thing. And with all this stuff, and, and, you know, we're waiting to see what this 5G really is about. I'm not getting upset. I'm not, I'm actually 
kind of excited if, if they do it right. But with that being spelled out, and then you go in these books, and we're going to start, I think, seeing a lot of this, a lot of these references before they kind of open up everything, maybe to get people used to it, or the idea of, hey, we're going to open this 5G's open and everything. Doors are open. Go with it. The floodgates are already gone. Just go with it. And uh, But with this, and it being a flash book involving the speed, like it makes more sense in this, the way it's spelled out than say, if you were just in a Red Hood and the Outlaws book, you know, yelling about stuff like that. So I, I didn't mind it as much. But yeah, the Black Flash comes to find the Still Force. And that is lucky at this point, you had Zoom in the last what, is issue. He, is he like a one, like, you know, him. can he only do one thing at one goddamn time? He's because not the a bl- multitasker. The black it Flash is, is the like is. beating him Flash. Where is the Still Force? If the Zoom goes and takes, you know, freaking steadfast away. But yeah, he took steadfast like, away. If the thing is, you know, maybe he's just like kind of dampening the sensor because he is a part of the Speed Force as well now. But I'm like, he has the Sage Force. He has the Strength Force. He just ran away with the Still Force. What are you doing, Black Flash? Why are you taking your time beating up Barry? Go and take care of this dude. Um, Black Flash is a guy who who wants to make an entrance. He, he's a guy, and again, that's what's funny at the end. I or at the beginning, but by the end, when he ends up looking to spoiler alert, kill Barry, and I said, "Oh man!" And this is before when we were talking. Oh man, I wonder if there's going to be ramifications, or if this stops a Black Flash that ends up killing or hurting a Flash that isn't doing anything bad and but here he he, he doesn't seem things, to mind like, throwing I, I, him I, I, into the computer I, I don't know if it's a thing where this this black flash is working towards a forever force situation because with us having avatars for the different forces maybe that is killing the speed force because they are meant to be absorbed into one person like this like a zoom is doing so that, like the idea that like Black Flash would then go after Zoom and then he would take on the power of the Black Flash and be the forever force user or whatever. We'll however, we're, this is that we're going into this and for some reason everybody else knows more about the goddamn forces and the forever force and like Barry or us reading. I'm like, you haven't done shit oh. with this. Oh, yeah, well, Barry, he, he, he's he got some problems. I even like when they're like, so what do you know? <laughs> really? What do I know? Not much. Uh, but yeah, you end up having Zoom with Steadfast. They have gone off. You don't exactly see where. It ends up being the home of Zoom uh, where, and actually the home of where Zoom kind of goes back and thinks of when he took the his, turn to become his mentor so, died yeah yeah his mentor got shot in the face uh, by the clown there even though that's the not clown. this like, timeline the they the say flash needed a joker so the clown the clown and, and what got me though is he goes off to this house and he's talking to steadfast at this point like this is where you know my mentor gets shot and all this i can feel it it's not this timeline but but I can feel it. It's almost like a g- g- ghost here. And he, I'm like, all right, you're you're trying to get this, and I, I do appreciate and again, it. I do not like this the timeline idea of this, but why is this house all run down to shit? Yeah, because in any timeline, this house is a piece of crap. But yeah, so but, uh, Iris has shown up, and Iris is like Barry, what's going on? You know, we have to talk and let's get together. And he's like, I gotta go. I, I have these things I have to do. She also sees that he's cut. And his speed force healing isn't working. The speed He's healing isn't working. Again, Jim. And I'm like, eh, we hardly knew ye like, full powered speed force, happens? but this plays out good in my mind because then that ends up being a very 
kind of oh no moment when you do see Avery and Wallace they're going happy to maybe confront the rogues. They're going to go after the they rogues. Think, oh no, yeah, they they're think they're slowing down too. Oh yeah. And so there are the some things that we're going to start slowing down. Like he's psych is still dead. Where the hell did the fucking power go then? Why are we like getting I get the again? idea that it's Zoom, that Zoom showing Zoom up and around. you know, but he ends up, he did kind of pop out of wherever he was and, and ended up now being part of the speed force, but it's also going, out with Iris. Well, I'm saying the the other thing about it is is now we're getting back to what Joshua Williamson had at the beginning because Zoom shows up and he does have where he mentions, though, I have the strength and I have the sage. So I think they're playing with that. But like you said, they should have felt that before. And they're also going with an idea from the very beginning of Williamson's run on The Flash when you had the the speed army, you know, with yeah. the speed storm in the school of, you know, having more speedsters does lessen the whole idea. Also, that you can kind of like rip powers out of each other, things like that, that we'll get as Zoom tries to get the the still force. But I know that it seems odd with the deal where Barry should have said Oh man, yeah, I, I guess that I don't have as much of the speed force. It must be Zoom. You know, give us an idea of what, you know, you're playing with. I'm assuming it's Zoom, but like you said, you should have had that a little bit before. Um, but they have to go find where Zoom has gone off with Steadfast because Black Flash, you know, after taking a detour to beat the crap out of uh, Barry, yeah. he's, he's got a bad GPS. The, the black flash he and he's a little bit behind i mean he shows up you would think he'd show up sniff a little yeah i don't smell any yeah, i'm out of here the still force isn't here instead he's yelling at barry to give Stay him out of my way where is it where what i don't know you win this time throws him into the computers and goes off but yeah you do see avery and wallace looking at the rogues and like man they look a little souped up they, they look different. Like I'm like, they bit, do. Like, I wish we would have seen this. We spent time with collecting the rogues and the idea that we actually saw, you know, Captain Cold get the offer from Lex. But besides for seeing how they look now, we never once saw any yeah. upgrades for the rogues besides for them looking different. Like, when well, we saw freaking Weather Whistle before, I'm like, what happened to that guy? I'm like, well, it, and yeah. And like, even yeah, Mirror that- Master's all stooped up, freaking Heat Waves, heads on fire. Now I'm like, I guess they all got uh, upgrades as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and they kind of look a little because of the art change in some of these. They look a little different, but yeah, I, I see that Weather Wizard. He's very vascular. There a lot of veins, <laughs> and I would think that. Do you think that Heat Wave is kind of the sun? Because Golden Glider is definitely the mummy. Eric, boom, there you go. Yeah, she. They all look crazy. They they look like horror. You know, <laughs> things going on. They don't even resemble themselves. I, I think that basically that's what the offer was to make them just look hideous. And you have Avery and Wallace looking like, oh my, like they look. And also you have the uh, the anti hero moment of the rogues go to war and they're just jumping Yay! around shooting their powers off. I'm like, really? Like the idea. <laughs> All right, we got these weapons from Lex Luthor. We went back to the like the crumbles of uh, Iron Heights here. Now the rogues go to war. I'm like, what are you guys up to? Did you just need a place yeah, to and, hang and out? Remember, and, and that, and remember what the lead into this was. They go to Golden Glider and like, hey, hey, sis, what's down? Uh, you want to come with us? No, I saw that silly offer that they offered. Um, really? Like, we didn't. I'd like to see it, you know, more. And then she's like, I'm not down with that. And they're like, no, 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 we're doing it your way. 
But her way was spelled out kind of at this point to be kind of altruistic and to help the needy and the poor. They don't look like they're going down with that anymore. We're on a war against poverty. And then they go off and start the soup kitchen. Uh, but they're ready. They're they're shooting off their powers, which makes me laugh. And then, yeah, you end up with this where it does look like there could be trouble for Avery and Wallace, especially because they probably get their ass handed to them before. Oh, yeah. Now the, it's lessening the powers. And there's that little wink wink. And the rogues where are Where you end up where they're, yeah, well, they're, they're the wink wink of, let's face to that, well, we better not or we could get stuck if our powers suddenly get less. I'm like, oh, they're getting less. Just wait. Uh, but yeah, so while Iris shows up, and she, you know, she is somebody who likes to leave town for, say, three months. But when she shows back up, you best take her every single place you go. Because Barry's like, so I got to go up. I'm like, here comes, yeah. like, you know, we just got Barry to stop being mopey. Now she's back in his life demanding that she goes with him. I'm like, here we go. Back yeah, to mopey I, Barry. I, I just, I always wonder when he's got her like this running, like, I, I have a feeling she might die from, the, you know, running that fast and things like that. I, but she's it's there. It's a sheath goes around her. It's fine. Yeah. But you don't really see it as much, though. But you, you end up where she's like, hey, where are you going, Barry? I, I got, you know, stuff to do. Black Flash, you see that hideous thing? It just threw me in the computers. It almost killed me. I got to go off. I think Steadfast might be dead. Zoom's insane. I mean, this is a lot of crazy stuff. I'm going with you. Really? Like, really, you're coming with me? Is that, what are you going to do? And then she even makes it like, I didn't leave you for months on end just to come back and not go. I'm like, no, you left him. So how about we'll meet up next week at the cafe? You, you left him because and, Wally was dead. You came back yeah. knowing that Wally wasn't dead. I don't even know what you're doing. Yeah, anymore, I don't know. And that's the problem is she left to go do the obituary for Wally when she realized that he was alive and a villain now. Oh. She, she kind of came back. Yeah, hey, about that obituary. Uh, but then she's talking Turns to Turns out he Barry. once went to jail, he was only dead to her. Yes. Yeah, really. I, I, I laughed a lot at this, though, because they end up where he grabs her and they go off. And she's like, okay, well, what's going on? He's like, oh, I, I just did – I, didn't I tell you? The speed force is dying. And I swear to God that we're going to go back to the idea. She's like, you never told me the speed. I'm like, here we go again. You know, this is one. You never tell me of anything's dying. It's ridiculous. I swear she was going to go right an obituary to the speed force then. But it just kind of is thrown in there. Just show so she knows she is there as this point of view character to pretty much just announce everything that we know it's a oh my your, your powers are less you know they are oh no the speed force is dying and you go back and forth with this but they're trying to figure out where zoom might be and where things are going on and you have joshua williamson in, in a landscape of pretty much continuity out the door for us ends up throwing in you know a decent thing with event leviathan yeah. how he can end up finding out more info though i thought that maybe argus disappearing and being destroyed and them finding the you know evidence stuff that they had gathered all the stuff that argus had gathered over the years i think that it would be more under lock and key than it is here where barry's like ah eh, you know once the argus was destroyed by leviathan pretty much anybody can just well, run in and, and do this the it's idea very that easy argus 
now. being destroyed. For what we saw, though, it seemed like all of these places, for the most part, were being imploded or teleported someplace no. else. So it's a the, weird thing to have. Because Leviathan has been using information he's been getting from yeah. these different things to use for his own technology and doing different it things. It is on. So the idea that, like, all right, these buildings were destroyed, but we have these crates and crates of evidence here. Let's just ship them off to a warehouse. And I was looking at this picture here. I'm like, I was waiting to see the Ark of the Covenant of Indiana Jones for the way all yeah. these boxes oh, were be here. good. Yeah, they're just stacked. You know, and so when he goes in and it does look exactly like it and they go in and basically I like Leviathan, he's a guy who likes the techno info. He likes the online stuff. He like the, he for him. He's not just going to sit there and read. I mean, read him for suckers. And he goes and they're like, OK, well, we have all this info. It's going to take years to go through this to figure out stuff. Iris pretty much then states Hey, with you being slow, you can't read fast, so let's do it the old-fashioned way. I'm like, what are they going to say five years later when they find some stuff? Luckily, they, they just find, you know, right away because Flash goes around looking for stuff as, you know, even with a slower deal, uh, he's able to find the crates. They go through, and I don't mind this as a segue into – you know, a little background of Hunter's Hunter. Own, yeah. And and the, the problem, though, is, is we're spelling out through all of this that it is a different timeline. Some of this happening. So it does. I could see Argus having some info that's a little black, you know, black site info that would be. Well, that's the thing. It's a, a hunter timeline, from a different timeline. But, but that's, did, did we have a hunter of this timeline where it didn't work out? Like, you know, maybe the clown then killed him. It's just it's very odd to have this whole thing where you want to see this idea of this guy who comes from a different timeline, who knows all these things from a, yeah. like, you know, pre flashpoint. Then you can't really have records on them in the current timeline. Yeah, that's the problem. Existed. These records don't make sense. And they could at this point where it gets wonky is that basically they figure out that he must have gone to the house where his mentor ended up getting shot in the face. And when when you have Zoom at the house, he basically says that this isn't the actual house. It's a different timeline, but he can feel kind of the resonance of it. So that throws it out. So you're, I have you're, hard copy paperwork telling me that this is the house, dude. That's I got what I'm saying. This on is a gun. I, what are you I, he's about, got Zoom? fingerprints on the gun. That, that's what I'm saying. And, and the whole thing is the fingerprints come up with a match. And that's like, oh, my, I got to tell Hunter. I got to find him now. And, and I also like the idea where they're like, we can't figure out where he is. And like, well, after reading all these things you know he actually ended up making his own journal he was doing a little self-analysis possibly yeah. ending up with him getting rid of all the toxic people in his life because that's usually what happens when people do this eric but he ends up uh, delusions about i am the toxic person the delusions of grandeur that i have and i like that that's the connection oh no I know where he is now. And I'm like, I don't get that the delusions of grandeur and stuff like that would lead to this house. I'm like, is he going to be at like the White House or something? He's the president nah, of the world. He, he sees nah, the potential there. of the bones of this house. He's going to remake yeah. it. He's going to flip it. Yeah. Delusions and, and of so grandeur. He this, doesn't know how to do carpentry, Jim. Delusions. No, he doesn't. He He's not flipping that house very well. It looks no. like shit. Um, but with this, you're getting a lot of things. Again, I think maybe – too much for some people but i do like the idea too that now and this is kind of a, a barry trope but i don't mind it here because he's now also afraid oh no zoom's gonna do a flash point we're gonna have a zoom point Let, let's see we gotta stop yeah. him he's gonna end up doing this stuff and it doesn't work out uh, by the way iris i don't know if i told you that shit don't work out well and so they go off to do this and 
this is where I, I do like this Barry. I'm afraid he's going to be a little more mopey or dead, but I do like this Barry because he ends up going to Zoom and he's going to Zoom. Yeah, he wants to save Steadfast, but at this point, he's also worried about the timeline, but he also seems to be a little bit worried about Zoom, not worried that he's not going to punch him in the face when he arrives, but worried that Zoom's going to do something that he shouldn't and regret, things like that. And again, he doesn't have that connection to zoom that a wally did so it goes off and you have a lot of this back and forth talk like well wally did this and when wally told me that from zoom he didn't help me that's why i became this thing here to try to give him a tragedy in his life to make him a better hero so i like i want to be now i am the greatest flash in the multiverse and i'm like just the whole idea of now we have to do the forever force but i'm just like I'm going to do this. He goes and steals Steadfast and still force power when he tries to use it against him. And this is a whole idea now. Now I just have to stand here and wait because the Black Flash is the final. Yeah, that was his plan. So I'm like, I just don't understand, especially when the Black Flash has those giant freaking fingers then. He's going to just dig into his back like claws at the end. I'm just going to stand here as I can sense the Black Flash running up on me. He doesn't sense him. That's the problem is he doesn't know he's there. He's saying saying that and basically his plan – I don't think he's getting shit from the, from the Black Flash. His plan is a Flash that kills the, the Black Flash. Now I'm the greatest Flash in the multiverse. I am now going to prove that I'm not just faster than Barry well, I, Allen. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, just though, faster than Wally. With the forever force that he has, that if the Black Flash does go and kill him like that, he can just absorb him or just destroy him because of what he is now. No, I, well, I'm saying I, I actually just think that he is just going to try to kill the Black Flash. I don't think that he knows he's there. That's why Barry yells, look out, and then jumps in the way. And then when he ends up turning around, that doesn't appear. Now, he may be angry, like, what have you done as the idea of, yeah, if he ended up trying to kill me, I'd absorb him as well. That might be the the, the kicker, like you're saying. But he does look surprised when he turns, what? Oh, man, I thought he was going to come from the front. Man, this sucker. He's coming and he's trying to sneak up on me, that jerk. But yeah, maybe that what you're saying is true, that if he ends up getting attacked because he does end up having that ability, that that thing where he can absorb all these. And one of the things when and one of the things when Zoom ended up coming back, we were like, okay, in the Flash War, he did end up absorbing all of these things. And even after he absorbed all these things and and left, and we were wondering if when and if they were going to reference it. And they reference it here. And he actually starts using it again, drawing the black flash in as well. And yeah, he ends up, I have the welcome to the forever force. And you end up having him kind of boom. And you see all these panels, uh, you know, out of continuity, out of timeline stuff. And that's where, you know, Zoom seems to be the big guy for this too. Now he's going to be this guy who is, you know, he knows all the timelines. He's going to reference all this stuff. But when you see what he's saying is the forever force, it doesn't look like a fun place. It, to me, this is not where I want to go. This is not my vacation spot where you end up seeing everybody dying and getting beat on. up. I'm just like, there it is. So there is not a smile in, in the group. Uh, but again, he may try to change things. That's what Barry's, you know, big thing. But even then, he says, Zoom says, I don't want to change things, you know, and he goes with the idea, you know, all that stuff, it sucks. I mean, you know, my, the love of my life, dad, the mentor, all these people had problems, but look at me. I'm the greatest. I am the best because of that. I'm not going to take that away from myself. So he does have a plan. I do think what you're saying is right, but I also think that 
this time traveling timeline wonky this and that is also going to be the way that he gets Barry back. And I don't know the rules and we don't know. There's a lot of rules that we don't know about. And I would wonder if it's one of those things that it's going to cost him these powers to bring Barry back, but he's going to do it anyway, kind of being, uh, you know, redeemed a a little maybe or uh, whatever. But I do think, obviously, I don't think Barry's dead. So by the end there, we'll see how that works out. But I am actually now intrigued of what you're saying is he's trying to get the Black Flash's power, which does seem to be able to to drool i mean that's one of the powers of the black fingers flag. real long grow, and pointy grow, grow real long pony fingers so you can be in a horror movie uh you know yell with a new very dark black word bubble i mean that's important you, you end like up that. where you talk off panel people know who you are this is where how you make an entrance in a comic book they know you're coming and, and that's great uh he also i don't know he's in pretty good shape he's pretty ripped he, he's not he's exactly got a physique He's not accepted. Yeah, he he does. He's always running this guy. And uh, yeah, also, I don't know. He's got a a good pair of choppers for how hideous he is, right? They're they're not the best for everybody. I'm not eating apples with that fucking teeth. I'm telling you. Well, you're not. You may may lose some chiclets. But what I'm saying is he looks like if you dig up a mummy in a a tomb here. I'm not doing that. They're going to look worse. Well, there is a curse. The curse of halitosis, I think. But yeah, he's got some cool things going on right again he's vascular as well uh but yeah it ends with the cliffhanger and, and we get a lot of these cliffhangers in this book from joshua williamson of the, oh no uh, i'm gonna have to wait two weeks to see if barry lived he's gonna live but uh yeah i liked it enough what would you give it i ended up giving this a 6.8 out of 10 because while i really enjoyed it the whole idea of zoom being from this previous time frame but having all this evidence in this time frame just really doesn't make sense it just contradicts each other but overall i still enjoy what josh Williams is doing because we had all the stuff that never made sense it was set up with the still force sage force uh strength force and then even the forever force none of it ever made any sense but now we're trying to make it work you know things are being changed but they are making a change towards the right direction where everything can be coherent to a degree and i appreciate that so yeah. and, I, and the art i thought was pretty good too even though i was not i'm not a fan of scott collins overall but 6.8 out of 10 well there you go eric i'm gonna give it a 7.5 i'm gonna be more positive i'm gonna just kind of say well we got some information it is a little wonky i'm starting to lose my vigor for fighting the, the good fight oh, yeah. uh, it doesn't matter but maybe, maybe they'll pull it out that you know after hey, it makes no sense <laughs> what I was going to say is once Zoom got captured in this at points they end but this is hard evidence this is a gun this is fingerprints Which these, it could they, be a these, thing too that we actually never saw or I'm not even remembering from the Flash War like we had no. yeah, Bart where we had the freaking uh, remember the, the the blue version the lightning struck him yeah. it was almost like a yeah. uh, Eobard Thawne rebo- uh, rebirth or reborn yeah, yeah. like Superman had, we well, might have had that with Zoom as well, and I'm just not recalling. But like I'm saying is you end up having evidence from a crime scene from a house that when Zoom goes, he does say, it's not really this house. It was a different timeline, but I can feel it. And that throws that off a bit, yeah. right? It, it throws it out. But I'm going to go just the idea. It answered some questions. They may bring up more questions, but the questions of those aren't like, hey, what are the forces? Those are major things for the book. The idea that zooms from a different timeline deal. He can see all the timelines. He has a forever force now that he's claiming he's the best flash in the multiverse. All that being thrown together. I actually leave at the end of this issue going, all right, I'm just going to go with the idea. I like that they reference that zoom because of that 
connection with Wally and stuff like that and, and the other timelines. So I don't mind that. So I'm going to go 7-5. And I didn't mind Scott Collins' art as much as I usually do. I think that his iris is weird. And when you get people out of costume, they kind of look a little odd too. But for the most part, I did like the art for you know what it was. But we'll move on to the next book. Please lock me away And don't allow Hey, Eric, we're back in a little interlude uh, with Peter and Gordon there to set the mood. And pretty much I put that there. Because review over. What did you give it? Because that's all this is. This basically this Wonder Woman book has been that song actually given to Peter Asher, Eric, of Peter and Gordon fame from Paul McCartney as a gift and became an international hit and pretty much made a millions over the years. So that was a nice gift of one Paul McCartney. And also in a little side note, you actually heard this uh, Peter Asher talk once where I had the Beatles uh, channel on the Sirius radio and you're like, who the hell is this old guy? And it was him. But this is Wonder Woman number 80 and uh, we're going to be talking about what does happen in a world without love. And I see that the same old, same old happens. Not happen? much is happening new in Seems this. Seems that lust is still and around, huh? I don't hey, know. I, I see there's cat calling. And, and I mean, really, is that cheetah calling then, Eric? I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you, you have chaos. I mean, Washington, D.C. looks like it's the purge going on. Also, animals just walking around, you know, cats and dogs doing things together. Chaos it is. Um, But for the most part, you get half of an issue of narration that really reminded me of dark poetry at points and pretty much like love. What is love? What is life? Things like that. But I will give you my blurb real quick, and then we'll get into this, and I think it'll be even quicker. Wonder Woman number 80, written by G. Willow Wilson, art by Jesus Moreno, Tom Derenick, Vicente Cifuentes, Trevor Scott, Ramel Fajardo Jr., and Pat Bruce. we continue seeing what a world without love is all about through narration and cheetah slashing some year of the villain cat callers. By the end, we find out that everyone in Wonder Woman's life is a sad sack, and Veronica Kale is a liar as well. And that's pretty much the gist of the issue. You have Wonder Woman there. She's rocking back and forth on her bed. Uh, I do like the idea that they've what made this bed look so what huge because she's there by herself. Eventually. Yeah, yeah, there it is. And, and that's basically what you get there. And you have dialogue like, you know, who is to say Steve and I would not have drifted apart, even if love itself had not died. Well, Steve kind of spelled that out, that he's been feeling like this for a while. So, yeah, I think so. I think that he would have hit the skids anyway. Um, then you have, you know, such great scenes as Maggie and Annalise sitting there in Summers Grove watching the sun go down while they cry. Uh, you're not getting much there. My favorite, though, is Veronica Kale. She's shown back up. 
This guy's PhD is on the line. He's looking at the vial of the formula. She comes over. She's looking at it as if she knows what the hell she's even doing. If she knows so much with this look, she should have done it herself. And then you end up having her put on the gloves. She just knew that it was supposed to be blue. That's all she knew about it. It's blue. That's what she's she's looking at. She's like, PhD is fine. Let's deliver this to Wonder Woman. And then she's like, you know why I like you having you hang around? It's not that you're, you know, a PhD that can make this formula. It's that you're doing evil things and look like the devil. That's what I like. I like when you plays the parts. And yeah, so you go to Summer's Grove, see that. Then you see Cheetah, who pretty much looks like maybe allergies have hit. She's wiping her nose and uh, actually licking blood up. But it looks like she's wiping her nose. And she's just sitting there. Wiping and her, her whole nose. thing throughout all this. Yeah, look at her. Oh, this whole thing. And also actually looks like she's there like, word. Like she's in a, on an album cover for a rap album. Like she's there flashing gang signs. Uh, so when this goes on, though, the big thing has been Cheetah wanting to get the Themyscira. And I think, you know, you end up having that brought up again by the end. Why but that kind of gets lost in translation that, like, why? Because that's the, thing, the you know, the cliche of, of Wonder the, Woman now. I just say, now she's killed of God, it seems like, okay, the worlds are thinning between us. You know, now the Amazons can come back and forth. Why can't I get to my, maybe because you're just hanging out in D.C. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, because she she does. The veil has been lifted, and the the membrane is down, and I I can go there. I just need a little help, maybe a direction or two. Um, but Wonder Woman decides, hey, love is done, but boy, you still have to be a hero. And she gets up, she she gets dressed as basically me every morning. Like really, I don't want to go to work. I don't I don't want to do this every day. But she ends up getting her armor on. I did see some reviews like that showed exactly what Wonder Woman's about. I'm like, I, I just want this story to end. I, I'm really waiting for Jewel Wilson to go off to what she claimed was her bucket list, you know, job, the dreaming. You're on a Trinity book, one of the three biggest heroes at DC, and you, your dream job is the dreaming. Keep dreaming. Go over there. Uh, but yeah, she gets a knock on the door, and Veronica Kale, I don't know, I think that she should have taken a little more care. Uh, with this thing that that PhD took so long, she just shoves it in a box with some packing peanuts, packing peanuts and a vial there. It doesn't even wrap the vial. It's just there glowing. Uh, Our business is now concluded. Plus, I just wonder, you know, what would happen? This is like along the lines that you can't send this shit in the mail. You're going to cause a lot of problems. Uh, But she gets it. She heads off to D.C. to now take on Cheetah, who is, you know, in a cool deal, just walking around the, the streets twirling her sword the god slayer twirling it dogs yeah, are barking you know, at her hers uh, she For smells the most part, things it seems like everybody has gotten the memo that you know there's a super villain in dc you might want to lay off the streets except for two guys with baseball bats These two guys gonna, up there, these two guys trouble hanging on the stoop and you know that that these guys are bad news because the one guy he's got his ball cap backwards the other guy he's got a bandana chains and some baggy pants and they got bats they're, they're just waiting for the baseball game to start eric you know that's the only thing and they start yelling and and you see cheetah now you're you're in a world that does have these you know villains you know and things and, and craziness we say this a lot uh when you're in maybe these guys are from bloodhaven they, they have shark guys just walking around at random times in the streets so you know you can go with that there is a cheetah woman walking around whether or not you got the memo whether or not you haven't seen the news that this you know cheetah is going around killing people and attacking wonder woman i don't know why Man, you I still love decide 
Nana, and like, oh man, look at here, kitty cat. Whoa, whoa. She, she's got a sword that is glowing. It, it is the, it you looks know, like it's, it's eight feet long. And he's like, hey there, baby cakes. Come on. Oh, kitty's got claws. Up. No, no. She's got a God Slayer sword. Yeah, please stop it. And she just ends up slicing this guy. And then he ends up just falling, thudding, right? A uh, face plant bleeding out. He's dead. The other guy with the uh, the backwards ball caps, like, oh, no, don't hurt me. Leave me alone. I'm like, I I love the idea where you end up where you have to have these guys like Cheetah would just walk in. Me and you are walking down the street. We'll never get the memo. We're not good with memos. We're walking down the street trying to find my car. And Cheetah would just come up and slice our throat. But you have to make this guy a cat caller so that he's so bad that you are like, oh, man, that piece of crap deserved it. He he was calling her kitty cat with a bat. He's dead. Wonder Woman shows up, of course, just a, a second too late for this guy. Uh, and then they just start fighting. And they start fighting. And you get the idea that Wonder Woman just Wonder Woman like, doesn't believe in hey, cat calls. No, she doesn't. She like hung that. back she and watched it happen. She ain't no holla back, girl. She's dying from the streets. She, she, she don't and have she's to there. love no more she's to really care about this kind of stuff. Yeah, really. She's like, I used to love those cat calls. I, I don't anymore. I don't know what's going on. I'm kind of, you know, dead inside. But she starts saying to Cheetah, like, listen, this isn't you. You know, this God Slayer sword. You know that Lex is going to give you a monkey paw. By the end, he's going to want something from you. This is not just him being nice. I'm now, on in the, the meantime, that's the problem. This is what I'm telling you. In the meantime, there is that little sliver of thing. I'm like, she, she's on the team. I mean, this isn't just a offer to just anybody i mean the, she's part of the team here and he's going on and well, not uh, only that yeah, but she, her yelling about how she's finally killed a god which makes the whole thing like between the the, the barriers between olympus and am and themiscara yeah. weaker now i'm like you killed poseidon a long time ago with the legion of doom i yeah, don't it was know a long time caring ago. about aphrodite now yeah well she's you know the aphrodite deal that's it's what have you done for me lately like a janet jackson thing here eric and she's doing oh. it to herself it's a self what have i done for me lately uh, in the meantime, you do have the, you know, the vial and what Veronica Kale was supposed to have sent was this formula that once doused onto Cheetah would end up breaking this connection she has with the God Slayer sword. We've seen it. It's become Molnir. If it ends up getting dropped, you know, Cheetah can whip it back. You know, it's she's got the force with it and it can't be separated. It only responds so, to her DNA. Yeah, and so this is supposed to maybe change your DNA, get that little barrier off so that they can end up confiscating the God Slayer sword so that they can take her down or at least make sure she doesn't kill anybody. You have Wonder Woman tell Cheetah, I'm no god, after Cheetah's like, I've killed gods. Well, good, I'm no god. Now, in the meantime, they're there. And Cheetah's, Cheetah, I know, there's a gray area, but Cheetah's there talking. She's like, oh, man. I didn't realize that you were a greater fool than we thought. You would walk straight into the trap we laid with for you without a second thought. I'm like, Cheetah, you're starting to villain monologue. You don't need to go this far. And Diana's like, huh, what is she saying? Uh, I don't sense any accomplices. All right, let's go. She's spelling out that whatever's going on. I'm happy for the Cheetah villain monologue because half the issue was just a narration about love. Yeah. Yeah, really. Well, I didn't love that thing, huh? How about that? Do you like that? So they go into an alleyway, and, and Diana's like, you know, that's it. I'm going to sever this connection. We're going to get, you know, get you down here. We're going to take control of you, kitty cat. And she ends up throwing this vial of stuff 
on cheetah it's kind of disgusting even the thought of whatever this thing is uh but yeah when he throws she throws it on she cheetah gets like electrified and just starts laughing and it's like really like you didn't get my big hint now she has the forever force right yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. She's like, you just made me more powerful. This is what, and what? Veronica Kale told me that this would stop you. You think Veronica Kale's going to help you? She promised. Well, I know a promise doesn't mean anything in a world without love, Eric. She lied. Uh, and yeah, she's like, she lied. And then you do get a kind of a good tie-in to what had run, you know, up to this where Cheetah goes, do you really think that a Veronica Kale could just get into her Indiana Jones outfit and shoot me? And if you remember when that was the case where supposedly Veronica Kale shot Cheetah to kind of get her you know, drugged out so that they can come and try to get the sword that's at that point. Odd. Diana said, that's odd. That, that shouldn't be a thing. Cheetah is too good and too, you know, high reflexes for that to and then quit well and went on yeah so they ended up with the whole idea that you know that was the it big was all veronica the was in this and she's like oh no veronica kale couldn't have done that and there's veronica kale looking over the skyline look at drinking some wine and getting a migraine <laughs> and it's just like oh she's gonna decide that she's got to do something here uh by the end because cheetah is all lightened up uh and ready to attack and it says you know next doom in the sky all right, I guess she's heading to the sky, but we'll see how that goes. And that's more of the, you know, the we got Legion, all that doom going uh, on doom the sky symbol right now. and stuff. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see that whole deal. Now, this is the thing about this book. Uh, it just keeps pedaling, you know, in place, running in place, treading water, whatever. Uh, but at it's least if you are gotcha. in for, if you're in for the Year of the Villain stuff, it is one of the few books that's going full out. Year, year of the Villain offer thing with the villain in the book because it kind of ties into other things so i'll give g willow wilson you know that that she is going full out with this whole year of the villain where a lot of the others you you would get two pages at the end and things like that but i need more story uh, you end up half the issue is narration about a world without love that we've had every issue and nothing new i mean you see steve leaving you see Annalatis and maggie crying you see Wonder Woman brooding. Uh, there's nothing here that's new in the first 10 to 11 pages. Then, then Cheetah just walks get, down the street until Wonder yeah. Woman catches Twirling. up. They fight. Yeah. And it's a ruse. Yeah, and it's a ruse. And then at the end, you have her powered up. So there is just not much to this. And if you were buying this and somebody, you know, hey, uh, I can't buy this Wonder Woman this week. Can you tell me what happened? Yeah, at the end, uh, that Cheetah, the vile thing that uh, Veronica Kell was making, it ended up being a ruse and she's powered up. That's it. That's all you get. It's one sentence that oh, no. can explain this entire thing. So because of that, I ended up giving this a five out of ten, oh, Eric. And uh, what did you give it? I like the art in this issue, but there's nothing here at all. Just the idea that everything was a ruse just to make her more powered up. Like Veronica Kale needs to put on this whole ruse because she needs more time to develop a super powered thing for Cheetah with the sword. I'm like, all right, there's nothing here, but thankfully I like the art, yeah. but a 4.5 out of 10. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. I agree. I, I agree on the art. I, I give it a five, obviously, but uh, the art's pretty good. Uh, I'll give you that. We didn't even mention that. But other than that, there's just not much story going on. And maybe she's just, you know, it, her end is coming soon. She's doing this year of the villain and then just checking out. So I don't think that there's any investment of her to, to really wow anybody because she's already off the book. But we'll go now to the next book. 
Hawkman number 17, written by Robert Venditti, with art by Pat Olaf, Tom Palmer, Jeremiah Skipper, and Starkings and Comic Craft. It's a showdown in the Shadowlands between Carter Hall and Carl Sands, the Shadow Thief, but I don't think Shadow Thief was prepared for the brutal lengths that Hawkman would go to take him down. After kicking his own ass fighting a shadow, Carter turns his sights on Sands, who would have been murdered if the Shade hadn't sent our hero away, and in the end we find out that all the bad dreams of violence Carter's been having have not, had, had nothing to do with his past, but more to do with the Batman who laughs. Look at all. There's a lot of chickens in this. Oh, they're hawks. They're hawk men here. Yeah, I was kind of uh, kind of taking uh, aback by what he was going to do anyway uh, as well. But yeah, at the end, it's weird, too, because I really thought it was going to tie more into the infected, like really spell that out. As the well, as sky the is, tyrant, he, but I don't think he that's started the case. having these violent dreams like right after he had was, you know, was given all his memories back. So I'm like, okay, I had something to do with that. Just like, I guess all the setup we have going into this whole infected bit was the idea that he was announced to be infected just as a leaked kind of spoiler. Oh, he did. Uh, the weird thing is, is I don't recall him looking like this in the things I've seen with the infected. So I think that this might just be something else that they're going to do in this book. And then he'll also be infected in a different way in the other, uh, because I don't remember it looking like the sky tyrant that we have here. And uh, I kind of do, so we'll but I'm not sure. Say. And just yeah, the I'm idea too, you, I he's think infected that- and all of a sudden he just has this goddamn new look to him like his mask yeah. has changed he's got a well, goddamn that's why i think it's a little different like, that's why i think it might be more of a uh, past life thing flies than, again yeah yeah we don't see the the classic like red eyes or anything through the wrap and things like that so i'm wondering if this will play out you know like that or because it makes sense it'd be pretty cool to go do that but then you're kind of you know, going with the book and then kind of dealing with him in a book where we haven't really seen him as infected or anything with him in the yeah. actual series, Batman Superman. So I don't know how they're going to play that out. But yeah, there's not a lot to this issue. It's a lot of back and forth. You end up with a shadow thief saying, by the way, I'm a thief and I, I stole your shadow, I but now I shadow. can control it. And then all of a sudden we're going to get a lot more roles where he ends up hitting his shadow and ah. Oh, Hey, didn't I tell you here in the shadow room when you hit your shadow, it happens to you. We have Hawkman portrayed as the savage Hawkman a lot, like almost like a brutal character who always does want to fight. But uh, people always forget that he is Carter Hall, archaeologist. He is a smart man. So when he initially hits his shadow and it hurts him, you'd think he would get on the trolley right away. But no, he kicks his fucking shadow's ass, kicking his own ass in turn a lot of this issue until he finally realizes, oh, I guess I have to go after Shadow Thief with my raged out fucking mace for some reason. And that's the thing is that we're doing all the stuff. We've had a year of the new origin of Hawkman, tying all the stuff together. Together. And then in that whole thing, you know, his mace started acting like Mjolnir. We could telepathically call it to him. And now we're like, you know, we've been in the Shadowlands when he gets angrier, the mace gets spikier. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing with this mace here. You're yeah. not really setting anything up. Did you like blow your load on that goddamn origin story and have nothing to give us now? I like, okay, you give so. a shadow thief, but what's happening? I, I just look definitely this look for the infected. So I, I wish that I they would so. have spelled out that the weird thing is, is in this, I don't know why when I was going through seeing that at the end, I wasn't getting it as much as a solid like metal mask 
for some reason, when I first saw it, it looked like a lot of wraps and things. But now that I look at it, it's pretty much. <laughs> but it, it is a little different, uh, kind of because of the art deal. But it is. It Sky is that tyrant, Jim. I, I wish that you would have gotten a little more of a, a thing like, okay, that's part of the infected. Go to Batman, Superman, like that sort of thing. This just ends up here. I am, and and where I'm, where I think the confusion for me is, and maybe for some others, is number one, you end up seeing the symbol of doom behind so there is yeah. not leading to infected well, number one on at once well i know but the other part of the idea that this is where in my mind you get a little bit of a wonkiness because of the idea that carter has had all of these past lives and things like that that it could be one of those where he reverts to something something happens like a sky tyrant but you know sky now we tyrant find out that his first infected. name qatar was Sky yeah. Tyrant all along? We don't know yeah. anything, though. But that's what I'm saying. This makes it seem crazy. And then even that next Ascendant of Madness, I wish there was kind of a, you know, see more of, of this Hawkman as well in Batman Superman and the infected story. would have been nice to kind of push people towards that cool. story as it well. But at nice this point, maybe, where, you know, what's a I'm saying if we're in the Shadowlands, Carter Hall defeats, you know, freaking Shadow Thief, which I'm telling you, this whole new shadow vest he has to control doesn't really do much when you get a little bit angry and a little bit more brutal to him. He pretty much folds immediately. You break his vest, but oh, yeah. if he just would have gone back, you know, and defeated him properly, you know, not like a savage hawk man, going back like, well, that's another job well done. Better get back to Midway City and then get stabbed in the back by the Shazam who lasts with one of those nth metal infected deals. Yeah. Like, yeah. he could have had some kind of lead up. That's what I'm saying. And so by the end, you, you get a little wonky now in the meantime a lot of these issues are written months before we, we know the kind of the game of that uh was this written you know right before they said hey by the way everybody hawkman's infected so you're playing that game where you can't reveal it here but it would have been a better reveal it would have actually pushed people towards the batman superman infected deal that right now almost seems like it's like the the third thing on the rung you know compared to leviathan and maybe you're yeah. the villain and and then when you do have you have the year of the villain doom symbol, uh, you know, in the background. I don't know what's and also, anymore. I didn't even say about the Justice Doom War as well. Throw that involved as well. So you got a lot going on at DC. You City really Bane. need to guide. You need to yeah. You need to guide some people here. You, you need to give them a little you, you know heads me. up of where the stuff's going, uh, especially in an issue that seems to be pretty much dominated with the fact that you're going from Euro the villain, uh, you know, with Shadow Thief, and as it's going on, you are transitioning right into the it into it doesn't the have any time to breathe. I'm like, these goddamn no. books are being held hostage by these And this is like Supergirl that we talk about. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is held and, hostage and, and now. And I swore this issue of Supergirl was going to become the infected as well at one point when she was fighting yeah. Brainiac 1, but all of a sudden it didn't have my... All right. Well, I guess it's just Hawkman this week. Maybe next time. Yeah, it's Hawkman. And and so while this is going on, like we had said at one point, boy, you know, the sales aren't great for this. Um, And you're going with thought, okay, you got done the big, you know, definitive origin that I still disagree that it was that. But people (laughs) did like them. We liked it enough. And when you got from there, you're having like, okay, we're in tales of the 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 Hawkman. Okay, I I can kind of deal with that. And then all of a sudden you see like uh, and I. And we're thinking, like, why is this book still around? Well, now it just seems like it's going to be around longer than maybe it would have just because it's going to be used as a thing to, you know, push the year of the villain now into the infected. And I I hate that. I I hate the idea (laughs) that you're there and you have a Hawkman. Now, yes, it is an odd thing where because he's infected, you're going to say, well, it has to kind of deal with that 
anyway, but you could have had some weird, I mean, wonky things happen in this Hawkman book where you could have then the tales of the Hawkman, where you're going to go back and see some different Kryptonian deal, deal you know, all the these Batman things. Superman book. Yeah. So, and then you deal with this infected Hawkman and Superman, Batman, Superman book. So yeah, it seems odd, but Really, all this is, like you said, you have Shadow Thief just yelling and screaming about how he's the the cat's meow, the bee's knees in the Shadowlands, and he does this. Did I neglect to mention here in the Shadowlands that what happens to your shadow also happens to you? I'm telling you, I just laughed. I'm like, okay, so the call is coming from within the Shadowlands, and if you wake up dying in your dream, you die in real life. It's all that wonkiness of every horror movie now. Even when Shadow Thief yells that, Carter yells out enough tricks, throws his mace at his shadow and is surprised <laughs> when he gets hurt of something like, yeah. you goddamn dummy, what are you doing? Ah, that hurt. What's going on? I, I told you that what happens to your shadow, I just thought like you were going to do shadow puppets and make me dance around or something. I didn't know it was actually going to physically make me bleed. What this happened to you, sucks. Shadow Thief? It used to be fun. Yeah, and then he's like, you know what? Yeah, Hawkman, you really are a shadow of yourself. Oh, I ain't got a lot of shadow puns. You don't get those. I wish we did. But yeah, so all this, and he's about to kill. And where I just love this the idea, too, where Shadow Thief is talking so much shit that all of a sudden the mace grows these giant spikes. It just freaking flies into Carl's back, impaling him like this. Yeah. You lose again. I'm like, what the hell did you just yeah. do? You paralyze this guy. That spike might have oh, gone yeah. right through his spine. I, 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 you lose. Indeed. And and so with this, though, there's a couple of things going on here because I did – that made me laugh. Where you have basically Shadow Thieves just yelling, hey, yeah, I always lose. Not this time, bitches. I'm, I'm on top. I'm going to win. Boom. Right to the thing. That's fine. You lose, asshole. And then he's like, oh, no. And then he's about to kill him. He's like, okay, a cripple is not good enough for you. I'm going to kill you six ways from Sunday, which gets away so much about what this book is about. Luckily, Shade shows up. Uh, Car, what are you doing? Don't you remember? This You're atoning you, for a trillion deaths. And I, I want Hogman to go, what's well, one extra? It's like he has a life sentence in prison and, and the guy gets caught doing something. It's like, really? Like you're going to add 15 years to my life sentence? I don't really yeah, care. Those That's guys what aren't I our heroes. Well, that's the truth. And so where the book has been centered on, hey, you know, I I wonder now if, you know, just doing bad things is going to get that counter. Because as he cripples Shadow Thief, I want this counter to go, whoop, there's there's one more there, Hawkman. And now he's going off to the infected. And that's what made me by the end. I'm like. Ooh, this goes against everything this book set up for 12 issues. We were going to go forward with the idea he was going to atone for all this bad, all these killings. He was going to go and try to get that whole thing cleared and clean. And now he's infected. But is there is there small print in this, you know, cosmic game we call life where when he's infected and kills somebody, that doesn't count because it's not him, because I don't think that matters. And so we have no, I was drunk gone. when I did that. That didn't count. Well, you. Yeah, really. That's what a lot of people say, but you still have to pay that child support there. You end up so far away from what this book was supposed to be. I was drunk, Eric. Hashtag drunk Eric problems. Uh, 
but yeah, you just this book really is not what it was now, and, and now it's just a vehicle, too, like you really said. Cool dynamic with Richard Swift, the shade for the whole friendship of it, which does save the day to a degree. But we bring him; he brings us to the Shadowlands and defeat the Shadow Thief. And really, by the end, he's just been huffing his way because Carter flew ahead. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm finally here. What are you doing? Send you away. I'm like, what is the shade going to do with you know Shadow Thief now? Are they going to like somehow go to prison? Like, look. I'm going to take you back to the regular world. You're going to go to prison, but I need you to shut your mouth about what Carter was going to do here because he has a reputation to uphold, and yeah. I don't want you to fucking screw my best friend over here. I'm like, it's just a weird idea. They stay in the Shadowlands, and then Hawkman comes back to Midway City and then becomes Sky Tyrant. I'm like, what happened? I, I What happened? I, I'm just looking. Here, a mace in the back, then rip the, the jewel off your chest, stomp it, and then I love the revelation by this, this big part my shadows return. And then there's Shane, my shadow I'm is so returned. You know, like, oh my. And so what I really think is a shame, and not that I want to throw shade at the book, Eric, but when he becomes Sky Tyrant and he goes off to be infected and stuff like that, it also goes against what I thought was pretty fun. And what this book kind of needs at this point is Carter to have a you know sidekick, somebody he can talk to, somebody he can you know get some ideas and things like no that. The shade is no man's sidekick. And I like the shade as that, even if it's just somebody who the shade's like, I'm going to stick around for a little. If you need help, you know, I could be your research See, guy. You tell me we need Hawk like Girl. Well, we need something, but you're not going to get Hawk Girl because of what's going on. So this book definitely benefited by having shade with him so he can you know learn some things plus you know shadow thief would have been dead without him he's there as his moral compass Aaron. because the problem with uh as sky Karen, as you though. know his moral compass is always pointing south eric with the sky tyrant which we know nothing about so we'll go off uh to <laughs> but there's not that much more to talk about in here and no. i do i feel like we're ripping well, you know people the up with done, this but and time yeah. to go off to the infected yeah really this book is it's hijacked it really is but what'd you give it i ended up giving it a 6.5 out of 10 i could go down to a six because the fight was fun the idea like you know what's going on i just need more explanation about what's happening because i don't know telling you the spike's just acting i mean the the mace is just acting crazy as hell there's no explanation we have hawkman acting crazy he's infected we don't know when or how but he just is but i did like the dynamic between him and the shade it kind of fell flat here which sucks like you said i did like those two together yeah. it's just this was a very lackluster ending to what we've been dealing with because I thought the idea of Shadow Thief coming back even tied into the year of the villain. I'm like, all right, we're getting a classic Hawkman villain. It's fun. Yeah. We're doing all this other stuff. And it's over. We're doing the infected. That's very disappointing. But yeah, I think I will go down to a six out of 10, even though I gave it a 6.5 on the site because yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan same. of Pat Olaf's art either. It's okay. It's, it's just, I, I get the idea. You're in the shadow land. So you're kind of not going to make everything, you know, bright, obviously, but, uh, it wasn't as detailed either. And, and it kind of threw me off a little with that, especially because you're really, relying on a lot of this book being visual there's not much going on you know overall in the script it's a lot of fighting a lot of yelling at each other uh i did like when the mace Hawk got man the, just being a dummy i like the the mace got the crooked handles and then started glowing and then i didn't know what was really going on with that it looks like a walking yeah. stick now that you go and you you know you you do that move where you get it to go straight there like a cool guy and then walk down the street with your your fancy walking sticks that i use right then 
that's a good thing. <laughs> I, I love to. Speaking of that, though, <laughs> this is pretty much the walking stick issue because then the shade's like, look at my walking stick. You gave it to me. You can't kill a man. You gave me, and I'll never be able to use this walking stick again, knowing you're a murderer. And they just end with a sky. That's tyler. how walking sticks work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a six as well. It, it's a shame. Uh, I don't hate this book, but I'm starting to get to this idea of, yeah, I don't know that we need to read and talk about it because now we're just going to get more Hawkman probably in the, you know, Batman Superman. And this is going to be one of those books where a little thing happens here that goes with the Sky Tyrants. Maybe we'll have some background of the Sky Tyrant here. I know you've been waiting for that. You've been pining for more <laughs> you know, Sky Tyrants. like we got with that background info. for the fucking Shazam who laughs. Yeah, 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 we did. I mean, they were in the different lands, Eric. I'm just, you know, things went wrong at one point. You know what went wrong? Delays. That's what went wrong. But that's the, we're going to end this section of books and go off to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week, even though Shay is such a freak. I've got to hear all the reviews. And the mail with Jim. How dare you? And I've got such a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. First I'll hear Mail with Jim. Now Mail with Jim. How dare you? And I've got a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. First I'll hear Mail with Jim. You have stolen my dreams. Gonna hear me with Jim. All right, a little remix, Eric. A little remix. Getting ready for this mail because it's gonna be both me and you. And I almost coughed there. I had some problems. Uh, Speaking of problems, though, is I'm having problems. I don't know. I think I'm being poisoned. Oh, no. Eric, what do you think about the uh, two plus two? What does that equal? That equals to four. Oh, thank you. Yes, it does. The people, the seamless way that we have this little back and forth. It's almost like a relay race that we have going on. The way that we can do that. You knew exactly what I was doing. Speaking of knowing what you're doing, Eric, today I ended up making Frito pie (laughs) during the afternoon. And if you don't know, Frito pie, the way I make it, is very basic. It is Fritos. It has chili and it has cheese on it. Now, one of the things that I hate, one of the things I hate the most in life is chili cheese Fritos. But yet I love a a Frito pie. That's one of the things you hate most in life. I'm like, why would you hate that the most in life? They're they're delicious snack foods. Genocide, Frito, you know, that that I I don't like it, Eric. There's a lot of things I don't like. And one of them is chili cheese Fritos because when I eat those, I just belch up that stupid flavor all day. Well, yeah. I I'll hate them, them, but I don't like them. I hate them more than life Stop itself. And I, I hate life, Eric. I don't know if you know that about me. Stop That's living. my secret. I hate life. I, I'm, hey, if I, if I don't start living, I better start dying is what I heard. Damn right. And then Brooks next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going through a, a poster, through some sewage. I come no, out, start a different. banana stand. Isn't that how it works? I end up making this Frito well, pie. There's money in the banana stand. I'm like, stand. 
I'm like, there always is until you burn that shit down, Eric. You don't want to do that. No touching. When when we end up there, it's crazy deal. When, when I'm eating this Frito pie. And I'm like, man, I love me that Frito pie. I'm eating it. And I'm like, wait a second here. Wait a minute. I'm going against I'm my own dummy. continuity. I hate chili cheese Fritos, yet I'm loving chili cheese Fritos. And now I think I Turns have to look at the world the a little different way. That we have with the free, uh, chili cheese Fritos. Ain't enough chili cheese there for you. You make it well, right. Well, that, that might be true because I had a lot of chili and cheese on uh, you know, my uh, beans. deal. And then no, no beans. I get the chili with no <laughs> beans. And I go up and I say to Rafe, I give Rafe his. Beans and then good. I said to Tanya, I said to Tanya, bean, beans, the magical fruit. Yeah. The more you eat, go fuck yourself, Eric. Aww. That's how that ends. And so I, I ended up A, and she's like, hey, what's up there, handsome? And I said, whoa, who Uh-oh. the hell are you cheating Something's with? Something's happening here. That's what I yelled. It was under the bed. No, actually, I said, you wouldn't like this. Because she's like, oh, what'd you make? And I'm like, you wouldn't like this. It's nothing, nothing she would you, like. Nothing for you, bitch. Whoa, whoa, so, whoa. Yeah, really, get out. Get out of town. So she says, uh, and then it it's led into something that she wanted to your get. house. Yes, really, it is. This is why I get on here and I'm all crazy. But I said, oh, it's, it's Frito pie. It's Fritos with chili and cheese. And her first thing is, is that homemade chili there? I said, who do I look like? Chef Tell? <laughs> I mean, seriously, <laughs> you really think that I'm down there making Toiling. homemade chili to just throw on top I got of up Fritos. at 5 a.m. to make sure that this chili is prepared for these Fritos. <laughs> for these Fritos. I'm like, no, it's not. And Did she goes, you churn oh. that cheese yourself? And then it keeps going. <laughs> she goes, oh, is it from a can? I'm like, no, it's from a tube. What the hell do you want from me here? It's it's canned chili. That's all it is. And she goes, oh, well, You're you know what curious I somebody's want. not going to have any of this. No, really. I'm like, well, what you're going to get here? And, you know, whatever. But she's like, hey, uh, man, you know what I would like? I would like a chili in, in a bread bowl from, say, a Panera. And I, I, I'm telling you. It just, oh, that's what she says. But this is, I wouldn't know because I'm sitting there. I had I my like freedom pie in my bucks. face and I'm just looking at her, just staring at her, shaking my head. I'm like, what is this? You know, am I fucking dining dash Jim, or whatever the fuck? Why don't you called? ever make bread bowls? I, yeah, really? I said, I can make that someday. <laughs> it's not going to be today. And she's like, no, no, I want you to go to Panera. And I said, I'm not Uber Eats here, baby. I'm ready to eat my dinner. I have it here waiting for me. What do you think? I'm going to you know, jump in the car, start eating this shit. You don't want to eat freaking up by in the car. And she's like, yeah, like, yeah, the keys are downstairs, but I'm hiding the card because, uh, yeah, really, you want to eat that? We're going to have to put out a second mortgage. And shit's expensive at the Panera. What do you think we are? Rockefellers? I mean, really, we eat our bread uh, separately <laughs> and we eat our chili <laughs> in a bowl and not a bread bowl. You don't combine those two. Black it just magic. gets nonsense. It is black magic. I want to be there when they're scooping out it's that alchemy. bowl. Where, where do the innards go? I want that innard of the the bowl. You know, I want that bread. I like bread. Not at a buffet, though, Eric. That's against the rules. <laughs> that's, this that's is male section. This is male section number two. Welcome. Welcome to male section number two. And if you want to know, hey, Jim, you're always yelling and upset. Why is it? That you're so hyper and excited when you get to the mail. Well, I will pull thing called drugs. the veil. It's what I like to call pills is what happens. Now, actually, these are always pretty much the last things we record. So, boy, I see that exit. I see the light done, at the end of the tunnel. And also, as I love to get done and relax, what I love more is 
pissing Eric off. He sees the light at the end of the tunnel. The male section starts. You end up hearing that theme. The the light starts getting dimmer as I start getting off on a tangent that I can't control, and I'm, I'm like, I, you don't I really have can't. To pad the mail out. What the fuck are you doing? Yes. Um, that is just to upset Eric Shea. So mission accomplished, like they say. J-Man is the only male of this male section. Yeah. So we only have one male in this section, Eric. And yet we're already oh seven God. minutes in. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, J-Man says, hey, Jim. Oh, my. What well, is up with these button. people? What is going on? What's, no. well, what's going on with these people throwing shade? You are, but here's the deal. I just unmuted your ass. I'm now going to put there. That is my, <laughs> that is my executive oh, no. decision. This is my I secret just, time with oh, the mute button. You shouldn't be hear any of this. I, I hit that, and you're just talking shit on me. That would have been the funniest thing ever. What do you think I just sit here and talk to myself and still? Lady Jessica's there. You ended up being like, I'll be done in a minute. Jim's off on a tangent again, this asshole. Look, I'd rather talk to you than her. Come on. I put the mute button on her in real life. That that is true. That is. What are you in? Click? It's been a long time since I communicated. There's this movie with Adam Sandler. He's on an island with a monkey. Uh, I am finding a little more time to read. We'll call it Castaway Monkey. I am finding a little more time to read some comic books and work on my blog. And I, I, and again, now that I'm reading this, maybe this wasn't for the podcast, Eric, maybe but not. we'll see. I, you know, this is the thing. It's a grab bag. I, I caught up he with Peter J. Him. Tomasi's latest detective comics run. Unfortunately, I've decided to cut it from my pull due to lack of enthusiasm on my part for Tomasi's most recent Deadshot arc and the first issue of the Mr. Freeze arc. I hear mixed reviews with his detective run. Now, what we have said is he has some cool setup, but he never has landed the ending. He's basically giving you he is up on the balance beam. He's doing his routine. He's wowing everybody. And then he dismounts and breaks his ankle. That's what happens every time. And then falls and cries it's and yells cool. why why he that's yells. different some that's people different. say tomasi gets batman's voice and demeanor when he is not out on the streets stopping crime which i agree with he says and i don't know we get a lot of that but the story build of him overall complexity does not interest me much i like the setup for the deadshot arc and tomasi's first deadshot issue but as soon as everyone got stuck on the island it got very boring for? i don't know I don't know. Was it really necessary for Bruce to put together a makeshift jungle bat costume? No. It wasn't necessary, but boy, it, it was the costume that we didn't need, but it was the we one deserved. we deserved, Derek. Deadshot didn't even we recognize Bruce much. in the jungle costume as Batman. And what I really think what was going on here, because as you know, a lot of people, when they write a dead shot, it's always dead shot versus death stroke, right? So what you ended up Tomasi's throwing, a, you know, a, a kudos out there showing why you didn't see dead shot as part of that second detective squad, because he's nonsense. He can't figure shit out. He can't figure shit about shit. That's why. There you go, Eric. He can you fucking randomly point his finger at things. Oh, yeah, he does. And he's <laughs> really, it really wouldn't matter. You, you got me there. Touche, Eric. Touche. Now that we are moving into the meat of the Mr. Freeze arc, I'm seeing clues that this arc will be more of the same. What do you think about the series? I don't know. I've gone pretty cold on it, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) It's not great. It isn't been great. It's not good at all. We were hoping that this was going to be, you know, something a little bit more. I don't even know what I was hoping. I didn't want it to be Bride of Reanimator, but I also don't want what it is right now. The idea that, you know, 
you have uh, Mr. Freeze getting Nora back and also being Body able to parts. have these nanites, like nanites that allow yeah. him to not have to wear something. Like, you really are just taking away everything about Mr. Freeze that makes him interesting right now, but not doing yeah. it in a cool way. Cool. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I'm cooled on the series. And he's saying in the series in general as well. And it's just been a disappointment. It, it's just kind of like right in the middle of the pack, meandering there, not giving you it's anything not the great. Of the pack. And he, no, it isn't because he goes to the candy shop, Eric. I mean, anybody who knows about you anything know he's a knows badass, the leader of the pack is such a badass that they met in the candy store. I mean, you know, take a moment to reflect on that. He, he was getting a gobstopper. He was uh, and maybe a lollipop or maybe trolling for young girls. I, I don't know what the leader really of the pack was doing. I really just think he was a deviant and trolling for young <laughs> he girls. He was a deviant. But you know what? The, she's not going to be driving home with him today. He ended up killing himself by going too fast. That is a lesson to everyone. He got what he wanted from her, though. Ride, ride the speed limit. That's what you have to do. The leader of the pack did not follow that rule. Uh, but yeah, the series itself just hasn't been doing anything. And every all. time we would get excited about it, it ended up a kick in the balls by the end where it, it just was a I dud. Like and now I can't even, I don't either. Some people do. I've seen videos. Some people seem I to like it. I do not. I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> oh no. That's what happens to me. I'm like, I don't know. What is going on? Let me see. And then, oh, no, let me keep seeing. I don't like that, Eric. I I don't like I like to project. And that does not, uh, you know, do a good projection where I'm thinking of getting my balls. I don't like that. I don't like that. I will. Um, But, yeah, I'm not really down with it. I also have issues with the changes that DC Comics at large have done to Mr. Freeze. Is that really his wife or is is Freeze the most twisted stalker Mm. in Gotham City? Um, uh, it appears to be Nora. I'm, but you, I'm pretty is. sure this is still Nora. It's not like a Mad Hatter situation where it's just an Alice, I mean, you know, some random blonde haired yeah. woman. Really, wouldn't it have been cool if somehow you could work out the deal that, I mean, we don't really love Tom King's run, but we could have tied that Mr. Freeze into that, you know, deal where he was framed before, but now he got an idea and stuff like that, because it is trying to tie some stuff in, uh, but it's nonsense. It's Let not. me know what you think. Yeah, it's not. Uh, J-Man from Half Moon Bay. Uh, there he is. What is this taking place? I don't know. You didn't see that. That's in the Pine Barrens. What happens this in the Pine Barrens? This takes place before Batman 77. Yeah. So like the yeah, summertime. Well, now we see why Bruce and Selena were hanging out on that tropical island. They they get away for the winter, Eric. They they let the winter it's go winter and yet. they they chase the summer around the world there <laughs> is what they do. That's the only Jet reason. Setters. Yeah, they are. Well, he has the money. Uh, but yeah, other than that, the, the detective comics. <laughs> damn right, he does. He does. No. Uh, but yeah, let's see what comes between us there, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> hey there, big boy. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been disappointed with this. And with this whole 5G thing being spelled out, if you're not aware, they're they're going with this idea that you're going to have a fifth generation type deal where all the heroes are going to be aged so that you're going to have people take over like a Luke Fox with a Batman book. Luke Fox well, would be Batman. What about Terry McGinnis, Jim? Well, I, he's, he's later. I said that is a transitioning and always transitioning future timeline in my mind. But when all of this is said what and done, what Terry does McGinnis? that leave for the detective book? 
You know what I mean? Everybody's yelling about the Batman main book. Like, oh, man, not Luke Fox and my, you know, deal. But, yeah, I wonder what they'll do with the detective book. Because in my mind, they ended up going back to this, you know, legacy numbering to get to 1,000. They're done with that. And it's almost like the idea that, you know, that's yesterday's news. They're now, they don't care about the sexy numbering anymore. They'll just go with whatever. But we'll have to see I think how all stay. this works out. I, I don't know. I have no idea because everything's supposed to reboot at one. And that does throw those, you know, kind of weird. And I think they want to reboot at a different numbering if you're not going to have a Bruce Wayne, say, on uh, Detective and things like that. They didn't do that when Jean-Paul Valley took over. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. They didn't do that when Jim Gordon took over. Yeah, but they do it now. Anytime there's a change. I mean, Jesus Christ, Brian Michael Bendis comes on and they make a new Superman number one. They don't care. Because that wasn't nearing anything. The action comics was. So we'll end up seeing what happens and see if we continue and see this. Because these bat books are are bringing me down. They didn't do it when the Dick Grayson took over. Yeah, they didn't. uh, And actually, I think they they ended up with the Batman Batman and Robin Robin deal. So they changed it completely. So I don't know. The way they go, they always want to get a new number I just want to do a silly voice. That's their moneymaker. Is that why you wanted to do it? How dare you? Why why don't you act a little freaking, you know, serious? This is is the thing. This is a serious podcast. We're trying to get through this. This is the end. I've already even signed off from J-Man. And all you're doing is your silly voices and you're trying to extend it, Eric. I don't know why you're doing this and what you would do. But that is it for the mail. Thanks, everybody, for mailing in. Thank you, J-Man. And we're going to go off to the last books of the night. All right, we're ready for the last section of books, Eric. And with no delay, what are we starting with? We're starting with Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy number two, written by Jody Hauser, with art by Adriana Mello, Mark Morales, Hi-Fi, and Gabriella Downey. Harley and Ivy are pinned down by the Floronic Man until we see that Ivy's really capable with her new power upgrade from Lex Luthor. Too bad it's only fleeting because it only allows our girls to get away, searching for a way to stabilize Ivy completely, leading them to the Mad Hatter. Yeah, LeBron James. Uh, this book, I know that, you know, it got some shade from Reggie on the site, the first issue, oh, no. he kind of doesn't want to do it. And so, uh, me and you liked it more. The last, the first issue yeah. we liked because, and, and it's less of the idea of, Hey, you know, this is making Ivy coming back from the heroes in crisis and it's doing hardly this or that. We're more concerned of the war of the green that we've been waiting for. I'm telling you, it's and dealing it, with continuity. Yeah. We have stuff coming out of heroes in crisis, which I wasn't a fan of, but it could lead to something that I have been wanting with Ivy and the Floronic man, especially showing up for the war of the green. Who is the avatar of the green yeah. gym? I want to know. They're going to tell me. Yeah. It seems like fun. And this is a question, a thing that we've been talking about wanting to see in a lot of other books, not just a Heroes in Crisis, not just anything like a jail deal, whatever, but it was in a Batman issue. You had a bunch of issues that ended up having, and damage was a big one as well, where you ended up seeing this idea that Ivy was, you know, more in tune with the green than she was before when it became the Parliament of Flowers over in the JLD that then caused the Floronic Man to go get the Avatar, eat him, and now going to get Ivy. 
petals yeah, is no yeah, more. The king of petals isn't anymore. And now he's off to get Ivy because he wants to prove that he's worthy. It's one Would of those. Would you had a snack attack and almost yeah, round with the king of petals? He, he ended up putting down the Doritos three Ds, Eric, and going after the uh, you know the petals. They and now and now Ivy. And I do like this idea of a Floronic man. Uh, doing this because it makes sense he is trying to prove his worth this isn't just the look at me i'm a villain i'm gonna do this he really is trying to prove his worth by really getting rid of all the other people that are connected He's to the a grain. man who just likes to eat people he does and uh yeah he wants to be the last flower standing so that he can say hey parliament the flowers Look, I, I'm your only choice now. You, you don't even have a pick. Swamp thing? You don't want him. Yeah, you I don't eat want that guy. I ate the king of petals. Yeah. Come on. Floronic yeah, I'm man's doing 100% all, this. all the way, baby. man, 100%. I'm a go-getter. Yeah, so he's doing this, and that's why he's shown up. That's why you have, you know, them attacking each other here. And through this all, you have Ivy trying to figure out, or at least trying to maintain what, you know, her her look now because she doesn't look her like stability. that weird flesh thing like Cinnabite. Slim Good Buddy Cinnabite deal. Uh, so she's working very hard to maintain that form while Harley's there to pretty much protect her, things like that. And, and what's I'm it? telling you, we had Lex give her the offer before, that weird fertilizer that allowed yeah. her to stabilize her look right here. And we didn't know what that really meant because she had that no skin look. You could see all the muscles and stuff, you know, like she was yeah. a Cenobite, but she was able to stabilize her form. A now we see I like the Cinnabon. So oh my if I was Veronica, man, you don't like the Cinnabon. I'd want a Cinnabon too. I'd eat the hell and out I of that. I say Cenobite, and that's not even wrong. It's the people who escape hell and come oh, back and have to uh, have blood to re-stabilize their bodies. We call it's those, those. The, like the Franks. We call those the returners in, in my neck of the woods. Oh, that's yeah, we're, you we're want to watch Hellraiser, Jim? Oh, I, I thought you were talking about Friday the 13th. I'm sorry. Wasn't, weren't, weren't you I talking you. about Jeepers Creepers? I don't know, Eric. The, the Cinnabons. Never. The Cinnabons, Eric. I love those in the mall. That's the only reason I used to go to the mall, Cinnabons. Uh, so I'd eat the hell yeah, out of those. Tell. Next thing you know, I am part of the, I don't know, what would the fat, uh, you know, avatar be? Well, it would be me, Eric. That's what it would be. And they like, look at me. I, I ate everyone. <laughs> boy. I, I need to be the, you know, the avatar. They're like, oh, you've been the avatar, pal. Hey, look in the mirror. It's not the snack attack. You had the Mac attack. Yeah, really? I, I did have a Mac. I'd never have a Mac attack. A Big Mac is nonsense. Even me being Just the avatar the other day of the chubby. The avatar of the chubby knows not to deal with that. Also, pretty much when you're the avatar of the chubby, you know such rules. The big bopper of whoppers. Yeah. Hello, baby. I, I always know. You know what as I like. the avatar, everything. Double fucking you know what I like. I want the menu there, everything. Uh, the the yeah. big thing about being the avatar of the chubby is you know not to to eat bread or mashed potatoes at the buffet. That's something that you learn. And it's just, you know, it's inherent in the knowledge that you have uh, of the chubby. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. You know too much about the buffet. I do. I have a lot of rules about the buffet. Uh, but, yeah, so this whole thing is the Philonic Man is attacking them, trying to pretty much eat Pamela, Pamela. And so you end up Harley saying, you know, you think that we were just going to do Not this without any sort of protection or things? Well, I remember well, even before that, that we set things up. When we see the fertilizer, though, she is able to actually be more powerful than the yeah. Pharaonic Man's powers, being the avatar of the, like, you know, of flowers at this point. This new upgrade she has gotten, she is able to freaking actually cut through her vines, like vines, have yeah. a new free outfit that with armor and spikes and actually turn oh, his cool. power against him. Like, this is the, this is the poison ivy I want to see more. 
more no. of it. The problem is, Lex's power does not last all that long. She starts forgetting things. Yeah, she has it's to getting a little wonky down, on like, her. And pretty much, Harley has to carry around yeah, the house. And it's leading to the point where it seems like they're kind of pushing it. It's a little vague or ambiguous, the idea of she's having a lot of problems with her brain, things like that. So that's how it leads. But I do like at the point where she gets that power, she breaks out and she's like, I'm beyond you. And the Philonic man's like, shit, she Hulk is in the house. Let's get the hell out of here because that's <laughs> what it looks like. Uh, but yeah, you end up where Harley has set up a defense where at the beginning she's like, I'm going to set you on fire. And then you realize that she has something set up to set him on fire. And well, she- even this whole thing, it's a, it's a great little lead way where they are being chased around the house at this point. It's like, Philonic Man's are like, I contain all the knowledge of the green. I know more than you can imagine. She's like, you don't know what Pamela and I were chatting about three weeks ago. What? And all of a sudden, you just jumped three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. and she's like, hey, maybe we should set up some traps around the house. And then she slams a button, I guess, because this is actually, I love the art in this. Her hitting something that actually yeah. you know, creates a, a this trap that sets the house on fire. And maybe that I was supposed to be a what's button going on there. in this whole progression. I, I can't either. Yeah, maybe. I can't tell. It's it's weird, but the the thing is, fire starts shooting out, setting the pharaonic man on fire, and like you're giving them a chance or, to escape. Yeah. So I love that bit. That was like I know everything. You don't know. We talked about three weeks ago, and then cut to three weeks ago, just seeing them on the couch. And talking. it was funny. It's not set up some traps. Yeah, it's not really a uh, you know strategic meeting. Okay. It's they're watching a movie, eating popcorn, <laughs> and drinking uh, you know soda. I'm like, I think we should set some things up now with that. I know that this is only six issues. I don't know where or when we're going to go from here. If, in fact, you know, Woodrow is only in the first four issues, if he's going to be the whole six. Uh, So the pacing of it, I don't know. Overall, I really would have loved to have had this issue of more of a home alone deal where you end up having the Floronic man. You and always these, want everything know, to be more and, home alone. And, and you end up having these like, I wish you just know, Batman would be more home yes, alone. Yes. These flower dog things, you know, where even Harley's like, I wish we would have brought the hyenas. It would have been pretty cool, but I would have loved to have seen them go through a the bunch of Paris? different traps. I would have liked to have seen them go, uh, you know, all along that and things like that, but they do escape after they set them on fire. And like you said, Harley has to pretty much carry Ivy out they end up in a, I also like the idea too at one point where Harley pretty much yells at Floronic Man, how dare you mess up this house that we're borrowing for a little bit here? And then they just bust out of it, <laughs> steal this, you know, the car and get the hell out. And then they kind of go to, you know, the garden, the Woodbrook garden, it looks like, and they sit there and she's kind of recharging, laying in the, you know, the moss and the ferns and stuff like that. But Gross. she can't remember things from the, everywhere. you know, the day like going before. camping, let alone sleeping yeah, on the can't. grass. But she says, hey, I, I, we're going to have to get somebody's help. You know, you got the brain problems. Let's go see somebody who works on the brain problems. This guy's kooky. I know he's a lunatic. You, you're pretty much spelling you. out that, oh, my, are they going to go see the Joker? No, it's a ruse because you end up where they're going to see the Mad Hatter. And then it's kind of like, really, that's what's the thing that? is he. He's a guy who works on stuff for mind control. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, when you go to Jervis Tetch here, he is a lecherous fucking awful oh, person. Yeah. So the idea, like, the you might be able to work with him. Like, what, if he has his gang of fucking Wonderland goons and shit like that, you got a lot of people around him where he will be a creep. But you can actually be a safety in numbers in my mind. The idea that these two women go over there for a guy who likes to play fucking games like, I, you're my Alice and I'm your Mad yeah, Hatter. He's, yeah. he's going to fuck them with these goddamn freaking playing card oh mind God. control things. Like, I thought you meant something it. different. Just that was don't... getting bad. <laughs> but no, yeah, he, he even says at the end when he, the he wants we find Harley out as the his end, Alice. He is working with the Foron. Exactly. Yeah. And you know he's not going to do anything nice with her. Well, 
be all tea parties, Jim. Yeah, it's going to be some Dallas. fucking nasty Come shit. Come on, let's go down the holes there. And it got dark. I, I actually. Jervis Tetch is one of the creepiest yeah, fucking villains that nobody boy, ever he's uses. He's drawn at the end. It's a very cartoony drawing style in this, which I really like, especially for this book. The cartoon creepy oh, version of Jervis. It's, it's, it's pretty scary. Uh, and with that. I, I don't mind that, uh, or I don't think Harley is that bad an idea of being his Alice, though. That's a pretty good choice. He, he should have went with this a it long is. time ago, right? Uh, but yeah, so you, you go and do <laughs> oh, that. No. Long time ago, he'd have the Joker to contend with. You don't yeah, really. You get an Alice who doesn't have a Joker boyfriend. Uh, and maybe why this is going, because I'm going along the lines of, okay, what? why is this? Why is Harley suddenly deciding the Mad Hatter? And maybe what we'll find out is her brain is a little wonky kind of coming back and things like yeah. that, but maybe she's being a little controlled as well. Maybe there is some sort of thing. She's that like, she's going to be like the swamp thing out of nowhere. I, I'm not Pamela. That's I'm saying. I, it was just maybe there's something, the something like, like that. that. That's something that you need, you know, him to kind of go, well, I, I recognize this because I control people, but this is not you. I don't know. We'll have to see why it's just, or it's just I'm like, you, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to go and look into her brain. There's not going to be any freaking, you no biological no. stuff no. there. It's all going to be plants He's inside. like, there's some dandelions in there. And, you know, you got some weeds, you got some grass. Uh, but yeah, so the only thing that I didn't like about this. Got to pluck these. Yeah, really. A lot of weeds. Uh, I end up, the only thing that brings my score down really is the idea that when Harley just goes, I know exactly who we need to go to. And then it ends up being the Mad Hatter is a little stretch of the thing. Now, I do like the idea when we're done, we're going to take them back to the Gotham. I, I, I'm like, okay, well, that's okay. Yeah, we're still going to be heroes, yeah, right? Yeah, it's going to be good. I like that. And he's I always help like that here. idea We're going to be heroes. We're going to take him back. He's, I'm yeah. sure he's been up to no good. I'm like, you're damn right he's been up to no good. Yeah, really. He's a little yeah, creep. Really. What is he ever up to that isn't uh, no good? Including blowing those sideburns that creep the crap out of me with that hair and that, that hat, Eric, and that, that coat and, and that shirt and i'm telling you i am happy (laughs) i'm happy that we are getting the mad hatter just because it's a character that i always want to see used that nobody really uses yeah we had him in batman he's just going to kill a cat nobody is using the mad hatter at least we're going to see him here he's going to be weird because it seems for the most part he just wants to be left by himself while somehow working with the floronic man it seems like this was the setup now that's the thing though you end up going to the mad hatter but then again this is harley saying to go there which is odd because you almost get the idea that he's working with the floronic man so he has mind controlled them a bit to bring them here but it doesn't make sense because you would think that would be through ivy and not harley but the idea that harley out of nowhere goes let's go see mad hatter and that is the one guy that he's working his deal you know, you're ending up, oh, my, he's working with, like, how much of a coincidence is that? I mean, really, to plan this, I'm guessing that almost every rogue from Gotham has that plant sitting there with them, you know, waiting and for there to be this kind of well, thing. Well, that's the thing. Maybe we don't know because the thing is they do go to Mad Hatter. They do have a tea party. They explain the situation. Then they go out for a while to hang out. Maybe it's one of those things where, you know, Floronic Man, he says he knows everything about the green. Maybe he sends them and just became, you know, maybe, an eye freaking yeah. petal plant there to say hey look i i just need the green girl you can keep the alice did you say alice oh my yeah, it's curious just, sir, you know curious, what i mean sir. though like yeah like, i will rape her uh, oh god Jervis. It, it just seems like it was already planned like when they show up he's yeah. full out like oh welcome come on in i have these pink flamingos look at me i'm john walters here and you know <laughs> <Creep>. <laughs> let's go and uh it just seemed very odd 
it, it seemed odd uh, to jump to that, but I did like it. I, I do like this book enough. I am, you know, glad so that we're I. having this. It can get it's actually a, a big surprise to me that how much I enjoy this yeah, book. Yeah, same with me. And actually, I don't know about you. I was pretty much counting on reading this issue and going, "Oh man, what happened? We really like that first issue. Well, we like that first I like issue. So much for that. I'm a seven five. I so really I. like it. Uh, me as well. It's at one of those points where I, I'm not going to go and say everybody has to read it, but if you do want to get this Ivy Harley deal, it's doing what I wanted to do right now. Also, it, it also uh, threw shade at the whole heroes in crisis and Tom King's story, which made me giggle as well. Like, we we don't. <laughs> want to send people back to that stupid sanctuary that was awful i'm like you are right uh but even that ain't going to the heroes for help what are they going to do send us to a sanctuary and and i'm telling you that's a jokey line but probably the most honest thing that any character in this continuity has said about the heroes in crisis most are ignoring it this can't oh i'm telling you it's great where they're like you know they failed us we're gonna have to do something better and i like that idea that even if this goes wrong with mad hatter Really, isn't the Trinity really in the wrong through all this of what they did to Ivy in that Heroes in Crisis and stuff like that? So I like that that Ivy, uh, Ivy, but more Harley here is like, you know, that Sanctuary Heroes in Crisis was such bullshit. It's time that we step up as the true heroes. You know, the the heroes have let us down. The only person we can go to for help because the heroes screwed us over is fucking pervy (laughs) touch over here. Is the better solution than actually getting help from the Trinity. It's nonsense. And I, I think that that is very fun. The idea of just thinking that and going from that. Uh, but yeah, so I, I do like it. So seven five, that's pretty cool that we both like this. And yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to the next issue. It's a good book. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I actually wish it was longer. After I get done, I'm like, oh yeah. man, it's over already. Got to wait another I, month I because actually, of how yeah. much I end up enjoying. I actually, it. this is one of those where when I'm reading one of the telltale signs of I'm enjoying something is the idea where I look at the page count. I'm like, oh man, what's going on in the Gotham's here? Oh man, I'm on page three. I, I thought I was here for six hours. I think I just went through a time warp. Uh, this one I didn't even look and I got it uh, done and actually like you said I actually was like oh man I want to see what that perfy Mad Hatter's up to here uh, and what I really that's want the thing is we're, we're, we're coming out of Heroes in Crisis dealing with the ramifications of that but we're also dealing with the Legion of Doom and the Legion of Doom Dark and stuff like that it has so many things that we've been dealing with lately that are current with everything going on that I'm like this is pretty much one of the most incontinuity books that we're yeah. dealing with right now with a, a fun twist to it with some good art besides for that one bit Steven. with the fire. Like, yeah, yeah. It's good. It was, an odd, it was an odd transition at that point. I think that maybe something was missing yeah. from the panel. But then when I was looking at it, could be that she punches him where he then staggers back to don't, hit don't, the don't trap. Try it. Don't try it. I don't know. I was looking that maybe that could be the deal. As far uh, as I'm concerned, she just slammed her fist into the wall. Yeah, and, and really, if you want to know what's going to go on uh, in this as well, when you have Mad Hatter go into his little room, there's some golf clubs and things. I, I think that Sportsmaster might be involved too, Eric. That, that's my call. That's a crazy call, right? He's laying low <laughs> at a golf course. I know. I just went Sportsmaster. I was thinking of him the other day that I need him in a book. Nobody well, wants Sportsmaster. Can he be? He get a kite, man. Give me the, the last time we saw him was with Master. Clock King in the Harley book. Yeah, well, he yeah, and that was fun when he ended up saying you know sports puns and things like that. I love it. But yeah, that was when she became a hero uh, with Power Girl. So I love that as well. So there you go. But here we go off to the next book. All right, and the next book is Batman and the Outsiders, number six, written by Brian Hill, art by Dexter Soy, Veronica Gandini, and Clayton Cowles. 
Now that the outsiders have finally saved Sophia, we see that wasn't Raisha's end game after all. This issue flies by as Cass and Duke get their asses handed to them a couple times. And while I'm glad to see Cass get something different to do, we are still dealing with Duke and Karma. And that has gone on way too long. And not only Uh, that, but... The idea that Batman has kept this a secret where he has been freaking keeping karma alive and stuff yeah. like that. I'm like, uh, here we go. The freaking it ends lies up and just being, of Batman. Yeah, that's all it is. It's very, you know, the same one note deal. We should get a resolution to that coming up. So I'm hoping that eventually, you know, coming up in the next few issues, Duke can finally put that to rest. Can finally well, when can say. I find out what Duke's powers are? But also, I said, it will cost Duke possibly his hero card. Or more, and where this issue actually throws Let him something go bad. in here. Just tell me how the powers work. Well, I think that he's going to go bad, and that that was kind of spelled out at one point that he might do that, and then they'll just grab him, and the same thing with Sophia. But the the idea of this, and we've had five issues going into this. That's kind of how a number six works. I understand. Um, you Numbers. end up where you kind of forgotten the whole idea of Duke having these ambiguous powers that we've never really powers. been able to grasp, and so all of a sudden they come in hard and heavy here because you. See that race is going to center on that. Well, I'm Just telling the you, they're not too. mentioned like, any other time. Like, uh, you know, Cass is like, can, like you know, Ishmael like runs away. Can you see his light? I yeah. can. All and right. you can't see anything even in the panel from that. And I'm like, I think that <laughs> they said Ishmael, not the sun. Can you see the sun's light? I can. It's daytime, Cass. Why are you asking me such silly things? Uh, but then even when you end up going down into this bunker that they end up to follow Ishmael, uh, he says, oh, I'll light the way. And then it's kind of just like a, a bat wing type of light the suit deal. Or is yeah. it? I don't know. Is he doing the? Either. Is he using his heart light? Eric, put on your heart heart light. That's what he's doing. And and so (laughs) it's one of those where I'm getting a little confused of what we're seeing here. And it's really, like I said, we haven't seen much of a mention of these light powers. And and all of a sudden here, full out, then they become lightning things where you don't even know if Ishmael is doing that. Is he giving them something? Is he taking away? I just, you get confused. Even how we go point. into this issue, though, because at the end of the last issue, it really seemed that, you know, Black Lightning Katana realized, oh my God, we got Sophia, but it's mm-hmm. a trap. Ishmael's not here. Well, oh my yep. God, we better check, you know, the idea of the it's kids a being a transition. So it's all like, all right. Well, I'm not going to lose a night of sleep over this, so I'll, I'll talk yeah. to Bruce in the morning. Hey, what's going on with Black Lightning? I mean, uh, the signal. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. It it is the last issue. Wait, this seemed too easy. It's one of those like, that was easy. A little too easy. Oh, no. Duke and Cass. It was a trap. And then the next morning, like you said. Instead of going back and like calling Bruce or going back and finding out what happened, Duke and Cass, like, well, I do have this sweet motorbike. I do want to like tool around with it in the desert a little bit. So I'll deal with this. Maybe I'll deal with them later on. That's Learjet time. That's what I'm getting. You know, so he ends up calling him and like, hey, you know, we got Sophia. Now, this is my problem with this book overall is the idea that we're only getting the same things pretty much for each character over and over. And it's Jefferson's deal of Bruce Wayne. Look at me, Batman. I'm the leader. You wanted me to lead. You wanted me to teach. Well, you better listen to me. You better. They're at odds for no reason. Oh, we, they, we they, make the odds with Duke odds. against Batman by this. We're going to have Cass and Shiva. Like the idea that Shiva's yelling at Cass, they've made you weak, little mm. girl, and stuff like that. I'm just waiting for Katana's husband to start talking shit inside that sword to give yeah, her a reason to be mad at Batman. You're not so sharp anymore, Katana. But even Jeff- Jefferson calls. Hey, uh, we got Sophia. Remember that girl that it took us all these issues to go get? 
Well, we saved her. We're bringing her back. And then there's Bruce. Good. You know, we want to have to find out what Rachel done whoa, to her. Whoa, 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 buddy. Listen here. She's going to get rest first before you put the bat signal on her. I want Bruce to be like, what the hell are you talking about? You get the hell back here. Kojima's not been nice to you. Let's, let's get going. And he's like, it's one of those where you have a team. And I know that a lot of things go this way. You end up having the Teen Titans book does it a lot. I'm I'm not a big fan of the the team hates each other. And especially in this where they really can't get over the one thing that they keep not getting over, including a Duke who just seems to, I don't, I don't feel like I'm part of this team. Yes, you are. All right. Next issue. I don't feel part of the team. Karma really handed me my ass. Don't worry about karma. You're part of the team. All right. And then you just keep rinsing and repeating. I I know it wouldn't lead to a very like dramatic story, but I am looking for a series at one point that Batman puts together a a well, like oiled machine of a team that actually does what he says and things turn out. Okay. That's what I'm looking forward to. To at this point That'd now be because nice. everybody being mad at Batman for his lies and secrets like how and many this is years I'm going to do this I do not mind at all if we had a scene and, and this would be something I mean now we're going to have pretty much you know the 1980 Olympic team deal in the movie Miracle, miracle. where you end up going to Jefferson and uh, Batman Bruce Wayne says listen uh, I'm going to be a real asshole. You're going to be the guy who's you're, you're a good cop. I'm going to be awful cop. And I want you guys to come together as a team. And the best thing will be is for you to come together as a team. I'm going to make it so me. I'm the enemy. I, you all will have that common ground. I'll be the enemy. And they'll look you do that you, Jefferson. And then they keep going. Hey, Hey Duke, what team are you in? Uh, team Batman. Uh, and then finally, Team Outsiders. We're the yeah, Outsiders. Let's go. Yeah. yeah no, so you have the that. Russians. And even if it's one of those where Bruce doesn't go to Jefferson, <laughs> yes, and uh, that really wasn't the gold medal game, even though people think it was. But you yeah. end up with Bruce. So I it was the about. big game, though. Cold but War, you, baby. you could even have where Bruce doesn't go to Jefferson. Bruce just does this. And you have Jefferson the whole time. Why did he want me on this team? And he's being an asshole to me. You have Duke where he's like, why? I, I was like kind of the Robin at one point, even though I was going to be something different. But why is he treating me like this? And Cass is confused. Cass just goes, why he do that? And, and then Katana, like, you know, and everybody's, you everybody's wondering. And then finally they actually realize, and it's one of those where Jefferson goes in the eye, like, you son of a bitch. You've been playing us like a fiddle. And yeah, I have. You sly son And then of they a got, bitch. you know what I mean? Like you something like it. that. But instead, you have Jefferson who's mad at Bruce all the time. Yeah. You have Katana that, that ends Who up pissing Jefferson dumb. off. You don't realize this, but I really think that Ray Jin nickname pisses him off. That's just me. Uh, but then you have Duke <laughs> who doesn't think he belongs. And he thinks that karma he showed like that he was down. his dad. And yeah, and that was the thing. Yeah, he's mad at Jefferson because you're not my father. You're not Batman. Not Batman. Cass, she's just mad at the world. Dick? Cass is mad at the world. Yeah, they still jokerize. They're jokerizing their fries right now. You have Cass who's just upset where now we do have something for her. That's the best part in my mind where you need something for Cass besides being the, the raw, raw cheerleader the of Shadows Duke. and Detective yeah, Comics when Lady Shiva showed up. Well, that's that's her one thing. So at least she's got it now. Before she was just the one going, got it. you not bad, Duke. You know, there. So she has her thing. Katana, 
she just likes to talk to that sword and hang out. Maybe Katana you know Netflix so and chill with her, her husband and the sword. And then you have you know the latest edition of Caliber, who is just a habitual liar and likes to lie. I'm a time traveler. Uh, I, no, you're not. I was Caliber. Shut you, the fuck up. I'm telling you. When when uh, we were talking about Caliber this week at work, and I said I need him to that he's the fun guy in the book. So anytime they're like he the lies to any situation, he's the murder of the a-team he's he's loony he's loony tunes he is and you end up where they're like oh man we got to go to the to the zoo uh, where we have to fight this villain he's like oh that's great because you know i'm a tiger like, i was a tiger trainer for, for 15 years i just think he thinks he's a tiger that's right you ever hear of Siegfried and caliber lion. we played in vegas roy ended up taking my gig that son of a bitch, and we're going to get that, Roy. We're, we're going to get, get him, him good. Hard. We're going to get him good. And so, yeah, I'd love to have him like, hey, you know, we got to go into space. Space. You know that I was the one that invented space travel. Like, he is insane. I How love you that. the warp drive. You're not Zephyr Cochran. Shut up. He was, he was just there to be the, hey, I was a gun runner. Man, I don't know why Batman's dealing with the gun runners. And, oh, he gives people second chance. Like, everything is this odd you know, interplay with everybody hitting each other. I would love well, it if even the team that, liked six each issues other. in now, the team doesn't like, does not work well together. And I no. don't even know what the story is yet with six issues <laughs> in. Now we're going after two. Uh, Sophia was know. part of the ARC program. Her father was killed, but somehow she gained it, like, you know, went with the alliance of Rachel Gold, even though she was drugged up. But then I don't know. This whole thing gets so goddamn twisted. And better now not get have, a bad symbol on her chest, Eric. Now we have Lady back. Sheba she showed up fucking trying to, like, you know, get to her daughter for Rachel Gold just so we could do. Thomas to join the race. Yeah. Race did did like Lex offer you a bunch of money? You're trying to get the fucking League of Assassins back together I again? I don't. I don't. Is that what you're doing? He he ended up giving him like uh, you know the Wu Tang Clan's autobiography to how to well, you know get things going in a that team and stuff like to fuck that. With? I would hope it would be. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, so what you do is you get a bunch of guys who they might not necessarily like each other, but you give them each their spot. All right, I got it. Let's get Duke. Let's get cast. But you end up where they end uh, before last issue where Ishmael came back. You know, oh, my God, it's a trap. That was awful. Little Bruce is hanging in Paris, maybe post coma because things are wonky here because you have alfred you have to have the crazy little tie-in you know asterisks this happens before batman 77 which doesn't explain city of bane so even when rachel ghoul sends bruce a chessboard with you know the the figures like batman and stuff like that are all on the detective they're leaving actual like pieces of the outside like different all over the place they're like everything they do they're leaving a piece behind to fill up this chessboard i'm like but this whole thing feels so much like the batman who last deal when we had that chessboard and Batman and Superman. So I'm like, I'm getting all these things, but like, we're just combining everything together now. I, like, I actually thought it would be a, I thought it would be a cool thing as you go through this. And plus, really, if Batman wants to know, hey, what are we up against? Just go to that other side. It looks pretty full with the villains over there that you can find out exactly who the race is going to recruit. You, Alfred only holds up the Batman. Pretty good likeness. I'm like, what's going on that other side over there? Who are we uh, going the with? The other this side lady feels, there, it looks 
completely full. You don't yeah. necessarily have the, you just have the outsiders team on the, the good guys deal. But yeah, I, I even thought that that'd be a pretty cool setup of getting a team together where all of a sudden so, these like, guys and have- gals start finding pieces of themselves and then go to Batman and like, Oh my, there's a big game afoot. But yeah, you have the chessboard though. I'm telling you, you have the outsiders there. Batman and the outsiders are all actual figures. And you just got regular pawns and knights and rooks and the other side, yeah, you got a bunch there, of yeah. figures. And, but they only have like, well, there's one knight, just regular knight. There's one regular yeah. rook and stuff like that. I'm like, did you did you run out of funds to put this well, whole no, chessboard together? Did you run out of characters? Like, well, that's the thing, though. You, you have how many mainly, heroes are going to have? But that's the thing. You only have the team. The, he's not going to end up, you know, adding things to this that. Now, in the meantime, I just think that possibly what we're seeing, Eric, checkmates involved. Oh my God, it's not. Uh, but I'd love it too, where Alfred is putting the board together and he's like, okay, let me see these. I think it was a Supergirl so, this week when they said the checkmate was taken out by yeah, Leviathan too. I'm like, yeah, I don't know yeah. what you're doing so, anymore. You, you have this board and, you know, it ends up, it's a delivery. It says to Alfred Pennyworth, Kara, Bruce Wayne, fragile open with Carrie opens it up. And here's the description of it. Be mindful of how you play this game, detective. Perhaps this will keep track of how you will lose. And then Alfred's like, okay, well, I got to put these pieces here. I put the race here. I, I guess they're the cast would be next day he's making up weird teams and shit and he's like i really think that duke's gonna go bad i'll put him Obviously. over here or something i think, I think so, duke's the bishop yeah somehow this is one of those where it's like when your drawings come to life all Batman's this ends king, up black all black this no, and, queen that's weird i'm telling you all this ends up as alfred if he puts the things on the wrong side shit starts going wrong for them now we have a you know a horror movie but they they end up ishmael attacks them he ends up kicking their ass and says ah you guys you can follow, follow me. me if you want uh-huh. and if you do want to know what the Guess. demon wants Get from you pack. and we'll give it yeah, so they get the jetpacks. I'm like, I see a lot of other weaponry there that you should probably grab, but instead, eh, just get the jetpacks. All jet I need is there. the light. Yeah, can you, I, like, can you see his light? All of it. And you just look like it's like moonlight. Gross. And I don't see a trail. Uh, he ends up going off. They do trace where he is. They go down in the sewer like bunker that is supposedly Batman's that he has karma imprisoned down there in this big thing that's keeping him alive. But, you know, sedated, whatnot. Shiva's there basically yeah, says you, to Cass. This giant hey, thing that looks like it has fucking Lazarus stuff all around in these yeah, giant trees. Like, I don't know what's happening with freaking karma hey, here in this Batman bunker. Ishmael says, like, he does not, if he had to kick a field goal with one second left with, with in the Super Bowl in the middle of a, a rainstorm, thunderstorm, and a hurricane, he's going to hit it because unlike most people, he doesn't have ice water in his veins, Eric. He has Lazarus in his veins. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then that's what it seems like they're pumping in the so, karma yeah, yeah. Uh, there. So I, that's what it seems. Ishmael. And so she was there. Seems like I, I had that freaking stuff all over me. You can't beat me. I'm like, I don't think you know how Lazarus Pit works there, Ishmael. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't either. You know, but you end up there with. You know, Cass with something to do. You have Shiva, who's now going to kick her ass. And going through uh, kind of a couple steps here. And I do think that one of them is the important part where she does say, you're, you're holding back. Yeah. And I think that what we're seeing they is, is that Cass being part of the Batman team. She is holding back. She doesn't want to kill anybody she anymore. Back She's the killed last a time lot Lady of Shiva people. and her one against yeah. each other. Yeah, so they're going with this, and she's like, you're too slow, you know, up high, down low, too slow. Oh, you, you suck. You jerk. Uh, you know, all that. I don't know why I hang you out know, on you. the backside. Oh, man, you know, doing all that, and ends up just kicking her ass. And then when, when Cass wakes up, 
it's basically she finds her her piece uh, of the on the board but i think i saw that there was her on the board already but they ended up giving her the chess piece and you know you end up where a bunch of different pieces for the hero side though yeah lady uh shiva ended up reporting to raish hey uh that, that really was nothing. And Ishmael has captured Duke and then seems to have activated his powers a bit. I maybe. Because I, I don't, don't know, know what his either. powers are. Light He's is glowing out of his out eyes. Of him. And I'm you know? telling you, I yeah. don't know if that's Ishmael doing something to him or if that's just Duke's powers. It seems that know. he is, but he seems to be saying this is the gift. He ends up kind of peeling that that mask off. It always seemed to me like a, a helmet, but yeah. he ends up doing that and like, here's the gift. Scream, birth is painful, and he just seems to be converted than like uh you know Sophia was before. And I, I do you, think I don't that know Sophia. Ishmael's powers because last time I saw no. him, he was no, sucking fucking powers from people or their life yeah. force. I don't know. Is he just exactly. giving them new powers? Sexy. <laughs> Uh, I think that he says it's the gift that he's been given. I, I think that why why we have Sophia now. Matt Hatter uh, wants to give you a gift. I'll take it. Sophia is one of those where she's in this book, and now I really think that she's in it going forward is just so they can find out what Raish did so that the, they Gave can then drugs. figure out what happened to Duke. Talking and about the time of the dragon. That's all weird. it'll be. That's I'm telling you, that's all it'll be is, oh, they did this, this, and this. They must be doing that to Duke. All right, we have a plan. Let's go get him. But are we going to go through 12 issues of this book where basically the story is go save Sophia? This oh, no, it was Sophia. And now go save Duke. And then what's next? Is he gonna? Is she gonna, gonna kidnap Cass? Cass? Yeah. And now we're at eighteen issues of this. There's nothing going and then all on. All of a in sudden, this there's this weird bit where Jefferson realizes that in a hyper time world, he had a wife and two daughters. He doesn't have anymore. He's gonna lose his mind. Have to go off the sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just gonna be basically, Where's hey, Batman, you don't trust me. I'm out. I just think he's just gonna be like, I'm out of here. I don't, you don't trust me. And then Katana will be like, I'm going off into the sword world. I'm going off on that. Yeah, there's, there's just there's, sword world problems. Yeah, and and the art's great. The art's good. Like, a lot of big, lot of big panels, which all also leads to this. I love you, the you way can Duke finish, this. You can finish this in three minutes. There is nothing ever going on, and yeah, you can sit there and say, and a lot of people in the Slack do. I'm just in it for the you know the interplay of the team and the character moments. That I don't see character moments. They are always the same thing over and over and it's just the one hit wonders of oh Cass and her mom Duke and and you know karma uh, Jefferson's pissed off at Bruce it just doesn't change and the idea of the Sophia lasting all those issues just to be oh no it was a ruse now we got to go get Duke it's nonsense and we want to see Duke's and now power, we have so maybe Cass we'll see more chip of that, on her but... shoulder because she blames herself for yeah, Duke now being she's captured. gonna go over the line she seems like she's so upset that she's gonna go over the line and i do like the idea where she goes through this deal she's talking more you know she's saying things more but at the very end you end up thinking okay i guess she can't scream <laughs> she's just making a face she's made when she's there like mother Arr! she's not yelling there's no yelling on that panel it looks great but it's I'm just sure she's uh, yelling and I don't, there's nothing you usually would have some sort of thing coming like a noise or whatever. She just, you don't want to cover the emotion of her face with the lettering. I think that, I think that they're going with the idea of like, yeah, she's still moved somewhat. She only talks a little bit. She hasn't learned to scream. 
Uh, but yeah, so the whole thing just to me is just very Looks quick. Great, it's, it's nothing. Yeah, I give it a five eight. I'm pretty depressed about this book because it was one of those that we were really looking forward oh, to yeah. when it was announced. And it really it, it's six issues into this book and it still hasn't gotten past any of the stuff that he had in his detective comics run. Uh, we need to get past that and go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All the stuff is from there. Duke yelling about, you know, trust and this and all that. So we got to get past that. You got to make this book matter going forward. And you have that opportunity of Duke going where you can define a lot of things with this character, whether or not, you know, you're talking to Scott Snyder about it because he created it. But you have this character that you can really do a lot with. And yeah, I'm basically (laughs) and that is true. I'm basically. Basically in, in the deal, but uh, you're just kind of he's just there and doing one thing and not the thing we want to see. He's just upset about karma when he is just a I'm kid. Upset about karma too, because karma's a bitch. Yeah, he is. Karma is a bitch, and uh, just the idea that he's a he's a kid. He hasn't been fully trained. He's not even. I if he knows his powers, he's been that would kicking you tell trees me. for like uh, two so, years now. What are you talking about? But him him being this upset about one villain. I mean, really, by this point. I think he should retire. I don't think he should be a good. He's well, he the can't thing get is, over this one time. The daytime is Duke's time. Not a lot of crime goes on in the daytime. Everybody fucking is worried about Batman. He takes him out. Well, no, I'm telling you, his his villain, his his big villain, is his own mind, Eric. He can't. His his you know lack of confidence is his villain. The the cement, the pavement is his villain. His I, I just don't get it. Five. Point eight. What would you give it? I'm giving it a six out of ten. Not a lot of progression here. I'm telling you, they say the things are like, you know, we went after Duke and Cass is going to be molded by Sheev at some point. And once they're like, we're going to turn Batman's kids against him. Like, yeah, we haven't gotten really past them. Not really liking them to begin with from the get go. This whole Outsiders yeah. team hasn't worked out so far. And I love the art in this. It's just each issue. I don't feel like we really do anything every time. Seems to be it's getting really less. Disappointing. Yeah. Each issue we get less. And I just don't understand. And I don't I like these characters. So it's, it's like except for Katana, who I can't stand because yeah. she's boring as hell. Doesn't even show up but in this issue. She doesn't but- do it. Well, she shows up just a little. T- well, actually, she it. shows up twice. She's at the jet real small. And and the biggest part of her, she's actually taller on that damn chessboard. I mean, that's her big appearance, her chess piece, uh, and also Caliber as well on there. So, yeah, this is crazy, but I need some more. But we're going to go off to the last book and finish up the podcast. Supergirl number 35, written by Mark and Draco, art by Eduardo Pansica, Julio Ferreira, uh-huh. FCO Placencia, uh-huh. and Tom uh-huh. Napolitano. Eric, your mom, huh. Supergirl. <laughs> like now, now listen up, Eric. I'm I'm now going I'm to try to win another Harvey. Okay, with right. these blurbs, I'm really working on my game. Maybe, hopefully, the Harvey does not recognize reading the uh, you know the creative. Team. Does your special go by Harvey the have a last name? Harvey does. Harvey. No, I actually almost said Weinstein. I don't want to win his one. Supergirl, <laughs> like Hawkman earlier, is a book that bastard. is stuck being a dumping ground for other book stories, and that continues this month. Hey, Hawkman. Kara quickly just... gets over her mother's death to team up with her father Jeremiah to fight Leviathan and her mother. In my mind, this is all to erase the earlier snafu in this book that showed Leviathan had actually killed people and that 
and also really odd wardrobe choice made my eyes roll eric and bleed maybe Kara is off to the infected story next and i just hope she gets a chance at her own story eventually thank you thank you everyone i'm accepting this harvey uh for eric shea for his earlier blurb of leviathan there you go i was accepting for you you were not allowed to go uh, to the Harvey because you uh, have a restraining order from three people there, Eric. So I I'm had to end to up the state. doing that. <laughs> That's right. And I ain't having Harveys in Pennsylvania. So you're I'm on probation. You're screwed, Eric. And you don't drive. I mean, you, there's a big no, problem too. That's though. really the thing. If I'm there, I should have driven. They walk you. my ass to the Harveys. I should have driven you there, but you weren't invited. I got you should, but you're kind of a jerk. Well, that's the thing. The mail came and it was addressed to Eric Weird Science, but they had my address. I never told you. I just want to get the award. Now it's going to be on my man. The Harvey for your blurb of Event Leviathan number five. But yeah, the Supergirl book is and has been one of those books that is kind of wrapped up in everything else but a Supergirl story. Just, everything just in it. The has idea, to, though, that this is a a year of the villain tie-in. Like this is her big time for the year of the villain. Where we have Brainiac one trying to gain himself, like you know, like evolve himself to become the Brainiac. When the issue really is about. Leviathan. Leviathan. What? Yeah. So, so with that, you start with a little bit of Brainiac one with the, you know, year of the villain. He's trying to make a host body. It's not worked out. I'm really telling you. It's the weirdest thing. I I don't understand because, yeah, I know you want to have Supergirl do the the heroing of this whole thing. You don't want a Superman to swoop in or do anything, but we have this Brainiac one robot who is broken into the Force of Solitude at the end of last issue and is now doing cloning experiments or something like that inside the Force of Solitude. And it takes the entire issue for Kalax to come in. Hey, something's not right here. I'm like, where's Superman? At the Fortress. And then Supergirl Supergirl gets gets the alert. But not Superman. Yeah, Supergirl gets the alert. And so there's these things that they want to have happen that have to be with Supergirl because it's her book, but they don't make sense. And I'm telling you, you look at that monstrosity because you have, you know, Brainiac one. Uh, it's like, I have to make I'm a telling you, body. Brainiac one. It will never be the Brainiac because no. he doesn't have any real forward thinking because as he's making this host body, we see it inside the tube. We see a bunch of bubbles kind of like, you know, going over one side of the face there. And I yeah. think that, you know, Brainiac one would be able to look beyond this or wait for the bubbles to recede or whatever, because he opens his tube up thinking that everything is good with this new body that yeah. looks like Brainiac the way yeah. that Brainiac should. And the only, and the only part of this body that's good is that little bit that he can that see right there. The rest is just a mangled bit. mess of monstrosities. I'm telling you the one though, if you would get this, you know, you, you can market this and you have like the tickle me monstrosity. Look, look at those fingers. Tickle, tickle. It's called my pet monster. Oh, and the one looks like a baby hand. Oh, go Chico. <laughs> it's grabbing you. It's my strong it, hand. It is bad. It's my buddy, the monstrosity. And so when you, you end up like, oh, no, I got to burn this. That, my pet monster. that didn't work. Back to the drawing board. Oh, wait a second. Kalex is alerted finally. Uh, Just I'm going to capture I, you. I'm the Brainiac. I have all the Kryptonian secrets that's ever been. That's what Alex Luther gave me. I'm going to be better than the original Brainiac and take his place. Yeah. Not really good at this whole host body making yeah. stuff. Better get a Kryptonian here to help me out with this whole thing. Yeah. I'm like... Uh-huh. What are you but doing yeah, here, yeah. Brainiac? Yeah, one? Yeah, like, yeah. like, you weren't ever a thing. You were just kind of made because Supergirl needed an enemy. And all of a sudden, 
yeah, and there's that that brainiac robot that yeah. you've never seen before, yeah. but now he's getting the offer. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever. I mean, really, what, he's, what are you doing to this goddamn is Supergirl series? Brainiac one or is he Brainiac dumb? <laughs> Eric, all right, right? Yeah. Oh my. Uh, so when you're going forward with this, like you said, you're waiting for Brainiac Superman. number two. You're, you're waiting. Yeah, he took a big deuce. Oh my. You, you end up where you're expecting Superman to I'm show sorry. up at one point, but Brainiac Please. one, he is. He has big robot cock energy going on because he ends up burning the so monstrosity kind of and then it's just like yeah let me go over to this panel Doop, boop, boop. he doesn't care this guy has no shame in his game he's just doing his kalex shows up alert alert and he ends up getting run through so he's gonna be yeah. you know there's can't catch then, a we, break. then we go off now and see kind of a reintroduction or re reintroduction of jeremiah and carol they kind of saw each other last but here they are they're hugging and kissing and I said it last issue. While this is going on, the monstrosity of the burned up body of Eliza is just sitting two feet away. They're all, I mean, I'm telling you, it's nice to see that your father, stepfather's alive, but you still have your mother dead with her stupid hand that we never saw before. Look, she's just bones in a robotic I hand. Know, it's really. fine. I mean, she's bones, a robotic hand, and somehow looks like she's got. Gizzards in Maybe there there's or some something. intestines in there. I don't, I don't know what's know. going I on there. Somebody didn't mo- stuff yeah. the turkey right. I thought we saw more of a body before, but hey, maybe not. I, you know, so you end up, and I love it too. It's like such an emotional scene too, where he goes over. Jeremiah goes, Eliza, my love, I need to say goodbye. I'm getting this hand, woo, 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 and just runs away. We, we can't leave this hand out for everybody. That's all. That's all he's doing. He's like, all right. Looks like my love of my life is gone, but I'm going to have to take your hand. You ain't going to need it where you're going, baby. I know your deep, dark secrets. You're going to hell. And he ends up, they go off. And then there's, oh, the, then there's the, I know what the, you did. the scientist there. And he's on the ground. Hey, should we do anything the with mortician? this guy? Yeah, no, the mortician. But I thought that it was more of kind of a scientist as well. But I guess it was a mortician, the whole deal you with You tell this. me that morticians can't be scientists well, of the maybe. dead. Uh, but yeah, this whole deal of... Should we get him up? Nah, he's just knocked down. Yeah. He'll get up with a headache. We can't leave him on the floor, can we? Y- yeah, you can. And they do. And leave. Yeah. Why are you even doing this? So they Kara, go out. Stop asking stupid questions. So I'm they, in a cool freaking spy yeah. suit. Look Why is nobody me. talking about how yeah, I'm really. wearing? I mean, I don't know if you're aware of that book, Exo Manowar, but I look like Exo Manowar right now, and I really like it. So he's going off, and he's like, hey, you know, Kara, we got to get going. This Leviathan taking down all these things, you know, and then Kara's like, I went back to the house, and it was rubble, and I didn't know if you guys were alive or not. Kind of retroactively changing things around as as we're going to see what seems to be the reason, like I said in my blurb, for this issue is to show you that possibly even if we've seen people die from Leviathan, which some books and the main books say that Leviathans never Mostly killed Supergirl. anybody. They disappeared. But in this and that ri- event, you know, Leviathan rising, stuff like that, we did see death. And we did see that Jeremiah and Eliza. But mostly were, just the Supergirl section. Yeah, and, and that. But still, you saw it. And we brought it up every time they say, oh, at least he hasn't yeah. killed anybody. Because at this point, I, I don't know about what everybody else thinks. But I really think that this whole thing is pointing to the case that when Leviathan is revealed in number six, uh, Brian Michael Bendis is going to want to make him more of an anti-hero than a villain and you can't have him kill people to have that so with this this is a weird deal where we see eliza's body you get her hand whatever 
but it looks like she might be one of the centurions of Leviathan as well. Whether or not they she's a lady Leviathan. The deal. And what I love too with the lady Leviathan here is she in the Leviathan form. She, she doesn't have a bad hand. Now it looks like she needs a eye there where she has like a laser eye. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Eliza cannot catch a break in any sort of form that she has. And now she's and there. And I'm telling you, the thing is, I was very upset at this because I was really hoping when we went into this, you know, there's this Lady Leviathan, this Lady yeah. Centurion there who's watching Jeremiah and Supergirl leave the morgue. And I really thought this was going to be our tie-in where this is Batgirl trying to prove her worth because Leviathan shows up. And he's like, I like, you know, I came to see that you could be trusted in your new role of this whole yeah. thing. So I'm like, oh man, it's going to be Batgirl. And we're this gonna have this whole thing with, you know, the world's finest kind of thing with Batgirl and Supergirl together, whatever her big test, what she needs to do to tr- like prove herself in this whole is Leviathan realm. Them. And yeah. then just, you know, when this lady Leviathan starts fighting Jeremiah, I recognize this fighting yeah. stuff. I'm like, how many would you Which know Batgirl's fighting stuff? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because, and, and it's again, Eliza. you could go and have it be Batgirl fighting, say, Supergirl. And what is Batgirl fighting, doing? And then Supergirl saying like, boy, this, this person's like holding back a little. Yeah. But you don't. It ends up where this Centurion attacks. Uh, Jeremiah and Jeremiah's like, wait a minute, that move, I remember it from the bedroom. Oh my, it must be Eliza. I'm like, I don't get this. And, and that, like you oh, said, man. I think that it's basically powerful pegging. Brian Michael Bendis uh, had told Mark and Draco, listen, you can't have this be Batgirl because I'm so busy with Batgirl over in the event Leviathan main book. I mean, she's done nothing. So you end up with this idea that the Centurion is Eliza. She ends up having like a Kryptonian dagger lightsaber deal. She ends up hitting Kryptonite dagger. Yeah. And then, so you have all this going on and then you end up having Jeremiah shoot her in the side of the face, which then only reveals a little of her face there from the mask. And I'm telling you the progression of this issue is not good. You have all this stuff going on. And then at one point, Leviathan is there with Supergirl and he's spelling out his whole deal. Hey, I like your cousin. That's Superman. He's I love cool, you right? and your cousin. And I like you, you too. I great. love these Kryptonians, you know. But I have this sliver of kryp- kryptonite. It's going to end up, you know, affecting you. But I don't want to kill you all this. She starts to appear to turn into a zombie, possibly infected, it looked like. But it well, is she's the being Krypton. affected by the kryptonite. Yeah, it's yeah, the kryptonite that's point, infecting I, for, her. For what we've dealt with in Hawkman so far, because that's following the same path as this, I was just waiting for this to be the issue where now she's like, the infected part of her comes out. But instead, yeah. no. we get this little bias as costume that wraps around yeah. her like she has a kryptonite armor costume but it just it looks kind of like a leviathan it, it costume looks like, like what, what are we doing yeah. it looks like red tornado slash leviathan with a super girl symbol there you know the house of l symbol and so basically hood. she's about to die from this crypt you know kryptonite poisoning while leviathan and it's basically so that leviathan can just go on with this yakety yak about everything yeah, yeah. we've seen before you know i'm right you'll figure that out you want to join me you'll see these and then just says and this is the weird deal of it earth superheroes are engaged in an endless cycle of the same fighting villains beating villains villains escaping repeat with increasing collateral damage every single time that seems to be a little different than the mo we were told before about secrets about these spy organizations bringing down the spies Look, I don't know doesn't mean the endless loop of you know in and out which basically is damien's mo in the teen titans book where he has people working at the amusement parks instead of going to arkham and things like that Mammoth. it just seems like a weird 
deal to point out to Supergirl, which isn't really that kind of thing. But this is what he's saying, all the stuff you're going to agree with me. And then she's like, oh, my. I better activate this suit. Not on my watch. The Kryptonian kryptonite against suit. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing I've (laughs) ever seen. It's just ridiculous. And then boom. And then when things like this happen, you, you sit there and like, why didn't she use this before? There's been plenty of other times where this would have been, you know, really in like hand. She was actually almost dying in the goddamn yeah. atmosphere of the one. Yeah. So like, you know, one where Krypton was. Yeah. Why didn't we see almost that? Killed. I'm like, where, where did it would have been a good setup. From? Yeah. This costume just shows up. Or and even when she's up. fighting Rogozar, when they went back to the remnants of Krypton and everybody had to like, you know, worry about almost dying there, even though we never saw it. Yeah. So, yeah. So she makes the suit. Punches Leviathan, he's going to skedaddle out like he always does. He ends up going off with what we think is Eliza. Ends up, she's coughing at the moment. And they teleport out. And then they're just left there. Jeremiah, are you okay? Uh, live. And like, all right, because if you died, I really wouldn't know what's going on. You better tell me all the super secrets about this Leviathan that you've uncovered. And he's like, I will. I don't really know tons, but, you know, we'll, we'll figure out what's going on. And then, whoa, whoa, here's whoa. The put a pivot to Jeremiah. Hey, I've got you know, a goddamn here's the alert other going thing, off in the force of solitude. He says, everyone has a theory. Mine, a disgruntled former good guy who suffered a loss he blames on the covert ops seems like a pretty solid profile. Ding, ding, ding. I think that he is 100% right. And out of all these, why isn't Jeremiah, you, Jeremiah on any of these detectives? He's a profiler. He should have been there. He knows it. He, he pretty He's much, in what wolf. we've been told, he has nailed it 100%. And she's like, really? Well, maybe we, uh-oh, ding, ding, there's another ding. And it's, oh, geez, I've just been alerted by Kalex that there is an intruder in the, you know, the Fortress of Solitude. She Why goes wouldn't your cousin get that? This. Shut up, yeah, Jeremiah. Really. Shut up. You know, it goes off. And as she goes, there is the doom symbol in the, in the air. I wonder what that is. Ooh, we'll have to figure out that later. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking we, about this for yeah. hours showing up at all these different bugs. This is the thing to tie us all together. Like we had the earthquake in the middle of Convergence. Yep. This is going the on Convergence where every book had to have that earthquake. And so a little – and I'll tell you, this shows – that were a little less involved in this year of the villain doom stuff because when we got the earthquake in the books uh, of convergence we'd laugh every time there it is there's the earthquake here we go when it shows up here i'm just like oh geez there it is well, I, don't, I don't get what this is because all of a sudden in every book it's never shown how this thing goes up there it's just a goddamn symbol in the sky i'm like okay it is because like, doom has won eric doom is but like now is it going up over a every city number one is it one big just, one that everybody i think it's see? one big over the entire planet that you have it and then they see it i who knows it seems like it's everywhere everybody also It'll everybody at this point in my mind they're all pointing so it, it definitely has to be showing up in the same time or else you'd be like and eh, there's that stupid doom symbol that is. somebody's yelling turn that doom symbol up i'm trying to sleep they're closing God. their curtains i'm sick and tired of this i'm trying to make love to my lady and she can see me that's not gonna oh, get yeah. the mood there she doesn't like the way i look they get that doom symbol up but she ends up going there to the fortress of course eric in the bermuda triangle as we're aware and ends up seeing kalex all shine kalex can't catch a break 
I mean, this poor robot, he, he tries and tries her. He tries to just be pretty much the Alfred of the Kryptonian set, and you can't catch a break with this. Alfred can't either. I mean, really, if I'm going to go with k Alfred can't you. either. Please. Uh, but yeah, he's there. Beep, pop, and show it up. Zip, zip, zoop. And the, oh it my seems God. weird, though, for our cliffhanger, though, to freaking have this <laughs> yeah. whole thing where you have Brainiac one off panel say something. She turns around, who? And then, ah! I'm like, yeah. we, we know who's there. Why are you and, keeping yeah. it a secret and at the end here? The We've thing, dealt with though, this. I'm guessing there might be something. You think it's I mean, Batman laughs? Yeah, because she has to be infected. It says next, the infected secret six. I'm thinking that what happened here, and the most ridiculous thing is Brainiac one, and this is probably not true, and it's probably Brainiac one, but Brainiac one, beep, boop. He ends up doing this. He leaves, but because he he shut down Kalex kind of and kind of that the the fortress is open for grabs and now somebody has entered to get Supergirl, even though it would be Superman. It just does nothing makes sense in this thing because Superman should be there. And now you have to kind of work your magic of saying, Well, if this happens when but the doom symbol throws it out. But if you this happens when Superman's pretending or not pretending to be, you know, the Superman who laughs in the Batman Superman books. And now he can't go here. Supergirl goes. She's infected. I don't know. Everything. There's too many things going on in this book has everyone in it and it shows you how much of a wreck all these stories going on at one time can be because you start you're the villain then you have leviathan then you have the doom symbol from pretty much the doom justice war and then at the end you're throwing in possibly the infected Uh, yeah so there's you know so much going on and this book is hurting because of it and I just, I really do hope that when this infected is over, when all this, Jody Hauser is coming on to do the book for the infected story. And it's a shame Mark and Draco never got to write anything of his own. It was always tied in to Rogue like and then this. So Jody Hauser shows up, get this infected over with. I don't know how long it actually lasts, but get it over with. And hopefully we get at least six issues of a Supergirl book where she can just do her own thing. And go, I'm sure there'll be something else going on down the line that Supergirl will be involved with. No, no, she was doing her this own book thing before in the beginning of this series, and I didn't like that either. Well, that was because it was a writer that we're not fond of. I'm saying you, you can end up getting a good writer and tell a good Supergirl story. The problem is most people are pining for Steve Orlando on this book again because at least there was something of its own going on. This just, we just are jumping back and forth to event, to event, to event. And Supergirl's just, I mean, she's getting pulled in every direction. It's nonsense. But just like what, Hawkman. what would you give it? Yeah, Hawkman's just there for this too. So uh, what would you give it? I like the art in this issue. It's just a lot of it's nonsense, you know, to make like we t- just talked about, you know, the whole idea has to tie into everything, yeah. but not really making a lot of sense for overall with everything we have to deal with. So by the end, I think I'll just give it a 5.8 out of yeah, 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to be a little more positive. I'm going a six. I did like the art for the most part and you know i do like supergirl and i like crypto but you just, just have nothing she's for alerted them to, to the do. force of solitude but superman's not why not have, have an editor's you know, the, note the, the that tells you the anti-kryptonite armor comes out of nowhere yeah, yeah, know. you know like it's a year of the villain issue but it's a leviathan <laughs> I know, and then an infected. I don't know what's going on. I'm surprised Rogozar doesn't pop up. Hey, remember me, people? Yeah, yeah. Exit stage left, and then goes off. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, that's it, Eric. But we We're got that go hand. Off. We got that robotic yeah. hand of Eliza, which we never we saw before. We got that hand. This. We have it. I wonder what he's going to do with that hand. Is that going to be I something that comes? Do. Or is he? I think he just has it. So when Eliza is, oh, you were brainwashed, and that wasn't your body. Here's your hand back. 
that's all it's going to be. So oh, I just got. What Can you I give were you a saying. hand? Oh my goodness! <laughs> really? He's like, this isn't what it looks like because it's Eliza's hand. I'm like, oh, actually, before Eliza we're had that married. hand, it was it was actually the questions. Oh no, I'm cheating. Which one? I'm both. Oh no. oh, no. I am cheating on Eliza. But that is the end of all the books uh, for the. All right, Eric, and what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy number two. Oh, my. Mine is actually Joker Harley, Criminal Insanity. So there, we have two that. Harley Quinn books, or at least she's part of those, Crazy. in our books of the week. Now, what is coming up next week? Not as many books as this week, Good. but Good. some some fun ones, Eric. Some new number like ones, fun. some kind of Play things going on. We're going to start with Superman Year One number three. Uh, that will be me and Brandon talking about that. Sure kinda, is. It's weird. We're not exactly loving that, but it seems like we're liking it more than most people. We have Teen Titans number 35. We have Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Nightfall number one. So that's Crazy. the first of the Tales from the Dark Multiverse books. So it's interesting to see what's going on there. I do want to see we where have that Nightwing. Goes. Nightwing number 65, uh, we have. We also Will have. Will he remember Eric who he Shea. is, Jim? Will he? Will he get his memories back? I know. Eric, we are also going to get a number one that Eric Shea has been waiting with bated breath for, and it is a Dan DiDio <laughs> joint. It is Metal Men number one. Now, at one point, it's we thought it'd be metal called Nth Metal Men. It's not. It's just Metal or Men Nth number metal one. Man. Yeah, no, it's Metal Men number one uh, now is what they're claiming. But we're also going to have Justice League number 34, Flash Forward number two. Let's see Ooh, what that Tempest Fugionaut has in store for our Wally West. We also have Batman number 81 continuing the almost City of there. Bane. It looks almost like, there. you know. It looks like we have you know, almost, yeah, it is almost there. We're going to have uh, some confrontations there. We also have Aquaman number 53 that we'll be talking about with Reginald. Now, as we always say, two of these will be picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew. Beep, boop. Beep, and those boop. will be on the Patreon-only spotlight that what's comes your, out your, every uh, single Thursday. Yeah, my prediction, really? I mean, number one, <laughs> anybody who's not on the Patreon, you think that you're going to get anywhere near that Tales of the Dark Multiverse Nightfall. <laughs> you know, think think different. And the other one I would guess is either going to be Batman or Metal Men uh, is what I would guess. Those are my predictions. But yeah, that Tales like of the that Dark Multiverse. you don't Multiverse. have a complete faith and people picking the metal man. Nobody wants that him. book, but that's the thing. <laughs> if I spell out how much I hate the metal men, usually it's the fun of getting a book that you hate. Did you know that Mercury? Uh, they don't really care about me. It's the only metal that's liquid at room temperature. I'm, I'm sure we're going to find that out. I hate the metal men so much, breath. and it's Dan the Dio metal men. Holy crap. But yeah, if if it's not, like I said, I think that they would probably pick a Batman. Uh, probably other than that, but Tales of the Dark Multiverse. Sayonara, sucker. That thing is right on the Patreon. But if you want to get involved with that and hear the tip of you know that book, go over to patreon.com slash weird science, sign up. You will not be charged until November. If you decide it's not for you and quit before then, you'll never be charged. You'll break you know, our pretty hearts. much break our hearts, but use it as a free trial. We're pretty confident in the shows that we do that are some fun. I'll tell you, we have a pop culture podcast, and I think that if all things have gone right at the beginning of this podcast you would have heard a little bit of an ad for <laughs> our patreon with some little sound clips or stuff i'm telling you that, that pop culture I just is like everything actually, goes right 
Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm going to record it. That's what I'm saying. I got to work on that, Eric. I, you know, time's uh, uh, ticking. But if, if everything went right in this multiverse, uh, you'll hear that. I, I will tell you that the Pop Culture Podcast is starting to be one of those where it actually is making me smile uh, for once. And it's something <laughs> that I need because of the idea. I mean, it has gone off the rails, that podcast. And it's fun. But we have all the sorts of things that we're doing, having fun on the DC side, Marvel side. The Indie Comic Podcast, then that's one of those that's gotten off the rails as well. But we have that. that. We have the Pop Culture Deal, a new show each week. We have a lot of shows. But like I said, hopefully you would have heard this ad. Back issues, New 52 Review. It's all their news. Everything you want. Everything you need right here. Weird Science TV. Holy moly. We got Dave TV. We have. That's all I think about. But that is the end of the podcast i hope that people uh had fun here realizing that even if we don't enjoy the books per se we still try to have fun with them we enjoy and try you. to pass on the fun i like just talking with you eric kind of and also like huh. to you know make people <laughs> smile a, a little at work or stuff you know at their own cardboard box factory that they can listen to us lose our minds and so they can give a little chuckle that at least they don't live our lives right that, that's the big thing you don't don't want to be me and Eric. Uh, so just listen to us and enjoy these books. And if you do enjoy them more than us, I mean, great. That's the best. Be me. That is the best. I want to be me. Ow, ow. Uh, but that's it, Eric. We're going to end this here by saying, what do we say at the end, actually? Everybody have a great week. week. Keep it weird. weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Oh! 